afraid I have some bad news for you. Well, there isn't any real easy way to say this, so, uh... So I'll just say it. Your brothers are dead. Oh, my God, my brothers are dead. I'm so sorry, James. I can't tell you how many how, how did they die? They were killed in action. I, I can't be them. I can't be my brother's still in grammar school. You're James Ryan. Yeah. James Francis Ryan. Mine. James Frederick Ryan, Minnesota? What does that does that mean my brothers are okay? Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. Are you sure that they're okay though? I... We're looking for a different private Ryan. This is just a big foul up. How do you how do you know? How can you be sure? How do you know that the foul up isn't that his brothers are okay? And it. Sorry for the trouble. I just wrote them a letter. Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what it says in the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. I'm Ethan. I'm Megan. And I'm Georgia. Hey! Wow. First off, I don't know what the bigger celebration should be. I think it's that we got the right in the first go. Yeah. I think that's Yay. the celebration. <laughs> As we're here for episode 184. 184. Saving oh. Private Ryan. Oh, did they save well, that well, we will find out. It's, it's film, a present Liam. tense verb. Yeah. It is, so. <laughs> it's private. Tell we'll me you fell asleep out. in the movie without telling me you fell asleep. Did, did, did they save him in the end? <laughs> Missed that bit. <laughs> uh, if you didn't catch us last week, last week we did Hail Caesar with uh, yeah. James Guzman. We did. We also released a theater skip it on Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Go listen to that. That was me and you. yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that one? I do. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, that's that was uh, the week that that was. Um, how's everybody's week been? It's been good, yeah. It's been good. <gasps> it's the end of term. It is the end of term. Finally. Teachers everywhere rejoice. School's I- out for summer. I had to work right through to Friday. You did. And I got you, off Tuesday you lunchtime. Tuesday lunchtime. lunchtime. That is, that yeah. is just yeah, I kept forgetting. So I was like, how are you doing? And it was like, I had message like four hours later going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still trucking along. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. Not everybody's on. Cause I thought, Megs will be off. Teach her life, right? No, yeah. no, not for no, me. No, not for Megs. I was trying to get, get stuff done for the last week, which is quite tricky to keep everyone entertained when you know it's the last week. Everyone's, oh, it's brutal. Everyone's done. You're like, ooh. I had a terrible lesson the Friday before we broke up. Did you? It was last was to see his group, and they knew they weren't having me next year. Yeah. And it was just, oh, it was, it was the, I think it's the worst lesson I've had in years. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty bad. Where I just felt kind of powerless, and I'm like, that's really unusual for me in a classroom. Yeah. Usually I kind of, you know, I own the room. Yeah. I, I didn't feel like I was on in that room at all. Wow. No. I just don't really call the last day where it was a washing machine game, and it's a bit like The Apprentice, and they had to all design washing machines and sell them and buy their resources and get the most money at the end, but it took them all morning. It was amazing. Yeah, the head of the department, for me, kept insisting we teach regular lessons to the end, and uh, I really couldn't disagree with them publicly because that's me. And mm-hmm. so that looks, yeah, so I was, I was big on like, oh, we keep going to the end. And for the most part, it was really, really good. But this one group, I just couldn't get them on on board man it was rough but then i was off by tuesday lunchtime so made up so there we are there we are 
I got voted by my colleagues most likely to be next prime minister. Got <laughs> <laughs> the award right there on the mantle there. You might be able to sort the country out, to be fair. I don't know. I don't know what what qualities they have. I promise I'll tell anybody about any Christmas parties I have. I bet you any money you would last longer than Liz Truss. <laughs> you don't have to try very hard. I've got something. If, if, if they don't come and reclaim that that award by the end of the summer, then I will have uh, I will have outperformed her. I think. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what happened to me. I got a parcel through the post. Tell me, there's more to the story. There is more to the story. <laughs> Well, there's normally like the Queen's stamps. Oh, Queen's wow. Is it, this is the first King's stamp first you got? King's one. I've got the oh, King. Wow. Oh, I've not King seen on one the of those yet. Yeah. Tell you what, when I was at the baseball game in the middle of the summer and we sang God Save the King cool. before, I was like, oh, that was the first one I've been in like a mass thing for when they did like a God Save the yeah. King. Yeah. When the pronouns had to be, you know, send him. I watched the funeral and I think they had, not the funeral, because wow. coronation they had God Save the King. Oh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it'd be the coronation. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. I don't like it. it. Why is he not facing the other way? Because I think King's face won't... Well, no. They usually switch around. Wasn't, yeah, they yeah, do, don't that, they? Is that yeah. a, a rumour or is that actually something that should happen? I thought that was it's supposed to happen. So is he going to be facing that way on the coins? I'm going to Google it. The same thing happens, I've heard that as well, though, George. The same thing so. happens with the presidential seal of the United States because it's got like an olive branch in one hand and like an arrow in the other. Oh, okay. And in times of peace, they make it so the eagle faces the olive branch. Yeah. Or a scroll or something. Mm-hmm. And in times of war, it faces the arrow. Wow. So that's an interesting thing I didn't know. Yeah, until yeah, yeah. I didn't know that either. I probably learned that watching like West Wing or something like that. <laughs> so it's not serious. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who it's never wartime with. Who's that? That's our friends of the podcast, our yeah. Patreon backers. I'm talking about Julene, Woo. Hermes, All right. James de Guzman, Come on. Lena Oberholzer, I hear you. Anson Ian Davies, All right. Chris Peterson. Woo. You're so singular-minded on this. Yeah. Randall Silva. You know, I'm worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. D- Woo, yeah. Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. The Yeetmeister. Yeah. Reverend Bruce. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> Nate the Great. Boom. Andy Dixon. That's what I'm talking about. Holly Callan. We hear you. Cheesy. With a fish on a bike. Our resident curmudgeon Richard. Woo! The cool cat himself. Yeah. Ryan Kukes. <laughs> Actually, I called answer for that one. <laughs> uh, Dirk, but his friends call him Diggler. And welcome, welcome, Ooh, welcome, hello. welcome, welcome into the Patreon pool. Check out the water. I hope it's fine. To Shy Burger Freund. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Long time um, listener. Yeah. Jumping in the pool. Very nice to have her yeah, aboard. Thank you so I have much. the answer about the stamps. Oh, they, okay. all, they all face left on stamps, but he is facing left on the coins, but she faced right on the coins. So oh. he only swaps on the coins, not the stamps. Not the stamps, just the coins. Fascinating. Yeah. There we go. Mm. Very interesting. There we are. <laughs> Join Georgia for her uh, spinoff podcast, the the royal the royal way the royal way <laughs> you think i have time for another podcast right now <laughs> uh, but if you're interested in one of the how you can keep the lights on here at the studio of awesomeness and keep that sweet sweet bfe content coming from the microphone to your ears about two times a week please consider joining the patreon to help support the pod you can get in the door for as little as three pounds uh british that's less than four u.s dollars and about five bucks canadian other currencies are available 541 yes <laughs> 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 i was waiting for the <laughs> i anticipated you ethan how about an update on the patreon gifts yeah they are shipping out uh i got a confirmation from uh like shipping people and uh will arrive whoa, whoa, whoa. a bit later oh, how about you just keep oh, it a little bit of mystery oh, oh, jeez he does oh, it for everything snaps, doesn't it does he? he doesn't know <laughs> ethan <laughs> we're selling 
We're selling a mystery here. I'm going to write down the time and put a, uh, if I remembered, I'll put a beep. It's summertime. I got time to put a beep over it. Jeez. Items will be available soon. Well done. Well done. So check your uh, real life post boxes for some, uh, for some BFE gear. Uh, mainly headed up by, by, by Ethan, this one. So uh, definitely uh, give, give it a look. It's going to be some good stuff. And we'll let Ethan wait. There's a, a regular thing when it comes time for... Uh, when Ethan's done this, he can work on the next batch, which is due <laughs> around the end of September. So there we go. <laughs> I got some ideas for that one. So ideas have never I'll been your problem, my, my friend. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I'm thinking it. It's I'm thinking if I if I start doing it now, by the time it's the end of September, it'll already be there. Execution and keeping things a secret. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't have a. T- I couldn't write for a TV show. I'd be like, guys, let me tell you when this you, thing happens. Ooh. That's it. You are the Mark Ruffalo of the BFE <laughs> podcast universe and that we have to give you a fake script so you don't spoil it for everybody. <laughs> so there we are. Um, our next Media Madness films the MCU. I think I've said this two weeks in the trot. I'm pretty sure it's going to drop in this Friday coming. Yeah. Or this week coming. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was... Uh, I think people love that one. Yeah, I think it'll be very, very good. Very, yeah. very good. <laughs> we learned about... Uh, um, Zoom settings. <laughs> Thanks to <laughs> someone who sat in the dark really patiently. <laughs> and we did not know they oh, were there. Yeah, that was oh, listen for who we're talking about. You had to download the MCU for that. Anybody oh. who joins us next time, please speak up. I will change the settings for the next one for yeah, sure yeah, yeah, on yeah. the Zoom. All right. So uh, let's talk really briefly about the charts, just because we we, uh, we charted in some places a little bit higher than usual. Number 27 in Canada. Canada. Yeah. So that's all right. Number 36 in Malaysia. So oh. thank we you very well much. We Malaysia, didn't we? Uh, we have been, but that's, yeah. that's, been, that's been a nice kind of higher than usual bump. We also charted in the States this week as well as many other countries but those are the big ones that sort of hit for us so thank you very much folks appreciate it isn't it weird that you say like going up the charts and like uh we're charting higher but actually you want to be at number one so it's, it's so it's such a low number so when it? we say higher it's because we list them down the charts well, we're going up as far as like visual because we list number one at the top so mm-hmm. when we're going up we're going up as far as your visual sightline but numerically yeah, I, 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 <laughs> it's like negative numbers uh, i fully understand the point yeah. you're making they like it <laughs> it's like golf to move up the leaderboard, you have to have a lower score. Yeah, you yeah. do, you do. Unlike bowling, but we're not even getting a lower score; we're getting a higher score. But the number is corresponding number is lower. Yeah. Okay, I want to know the big uh, important thing right now, which is how are we doing download wise? Hey, I'm hey. mm. in anticipation. I'm here. gonna come to that. I'm gonna leave that there for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, let's do some reflections and corrections. There we go. Uh, first off, David from Scriptical talking about the great poll we did. Oh, you love a good poll. Deep Impact versus... <gasps> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, can I tell you something exciting? I actually watched Deep Impact the other night. Oh, okay, what were your thoughts on it? Did Is it, it better deep, than Armageddon? Did it have a it's, deep impact on you? <laughs> it's not as sensational and it looks lesser sort of budget-wise. Budget-wise, yeah. Um, it had more of like the human feel, a bit more characters sort of outside of the we're going to space sort of thing. And actually, I remembered Elijah Wood um, like motorbiking away. And I think I had seen it before. I only remember. Well, if, if, if you remembered Elijah Wood, probably yeah. you must have. Yes. Yeah, but I only remembered that when I was watching it again. So, no, I think yeah, Armageddon does win because it was a bit there more sensational. Um, I'm all right in thinking. Hang on, though. Hang on, though, Megs. Yeah. Is that just a popularity contest? Because <laughs> no, surely no, it's just no, a popularity it contest. And it, I didn't cry in Deep Impact. No. So. And cried for the reasons they want you to cry, not because it was bad. It, it wasn't terrible, but if I had to pick the two, I'd pick Armageddon. Okay. Excellent. It wasn't a flying cow, anyway. <laughs> was anybody straddling a nuclear warhead 
No, not that I no. remember. I did, like, I did drop some, off towards the end of it, some, to be fair. There you so. go, see? Look at that. <laughs> it was some, quite late. Sometimes you just want a big explosion. You was going to say pizza then, weren't you? Uh, no, I wasn't going to say no. pizza, but you could say pizza, sure. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you want pizza. And yeah. it, was a gr- it was a great summertime pizza film. It is. It was. It's brilliant. Yeah. Am I right in thinking Deep Impact is the one where something hits Earth and then there's a tidal wave or is there a thing like that? Um, I've not seen it. I just remember the advert. <laughs> I thought I remember the advert. I can't actually remember. Oh, okay. This is how well, impactful anyway, it was. In response, it was not deep of an impact then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In response to that, uh, David says, I'm sure the person who questioned the validity of your poll was not offended, dot, dot, dot. Uh, also certain they would note again that a poll by its very nature is a popularity contest and people on Twitter will vote for what they know. Hashtag deep impact justice. I'll say this. I don't vote on polls unless I've seen both. True. That's the way, that's, that's the way I do that's things. That's how I do it. It's yeah. not how we do our, our media madness because... We'd no, get stuck. Yeah, yeah, we'd get stuck. We wouldn't be able to move on with the, with the limited number of people we have. But because um, that way, if you're the only person seeing Deep Impact, you could just like bully it through to the finish. <laughs> hey, no one else has seen this film. <laughs> I'm the only one who gets the vote, so it would ruin that format. <laughs> it would. But I don't tend to do that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You might be. Was it more commercially successful? Yes. Does it have more of a legacy? Yes. Does that make it a popularity? Con- uh, I guess. But why do I like it better? Which I don't film know. had Owen Wilson in it? Wow. Enough said. That's right. <laughs> it was well. Uh, Hermes said, There's a mistake. I think I made. This one goes on me because I said Matt Dillon was in me, myself, and Irene. He said, Not much Jim Carrey. And it wasn't Jim Carrey I was thinking about because I remember Jim Carrey was the lead. Jim I thought, Carrey is the lead I thought Matt Dillon was like a supporting actor in it, but he's not. So oh, okay. that's on me. I'll take that. Huh. Uh, but he said, On a motivation note, let's hear for Ian and the weight game. Numbers aside, moving a little more and eating a little better is never a bad thing. Better health means we get a better, improved chance at more time together. Hashtag just do it. I think you've nicked that from somewhere. That's all up in the air. Weight game. Oh, I thought you were weight gain. No, weight game, like weight game. Let's all play the weight, weight game. game. Oh. It's like night. It's like name game. game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, AJ referred to us about Hail Caesar and said, uh, when my husband and I watched the movie, we laughed out loud at the final end credit, which we didn't talk about, which says this because I didn't notice it. This motion picture contains no visual depiction of the Godhead. <laughs> it's a good movie but hard to follow but enjoyable watch on their first watch as well Ooh. and nc and davy says he's loving all the star trek call outs that we had in the episode and then on a side note hermes blame me for not being able to use the internet correctly last week that's on you buddy <laughs> figure out figure out your own twitter gifts and all that stuff there we go uh some general shout outs uh carlos says congrats to georgia on her carry audition Woo! said nothing Woo! said nothing about you megs well nothing <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not the title character. I'm just the teacher. You're just playing I'm, I'm the, nice to carry. You're just playing the younger Everyone crone. needs to be sad when I get killed. This is what I'm aiming for. What? You get killed? It's not a spoiler, is it? You know, at carry, everyone oh dies at the God. end. Oh, my God. We have reviewed it like five we weeks ago. We have watched no, the I film, know. yeah. yeah. That's not I already my voice. <laughs> uh, newest member of the Patreon pool, Shy says, thanks for the great podcast. Thanks for saying that, Shy. Yeah, nice to hear you. Kev from the podcast, The Wooden Die, just gave us some love. Thanks a lot. And then Aww. it's just gift of the week. And it was Lasso. Lots of options for Lasso. This was uh, James Guzman's it was. contribution. I um, say Lasso, though. Pardon me? I say Lasso. You would say Lasso in this country, yes, yeah. but Lasso would be the... What's the word they used in the, yeah, in yeah. the film itself? It's yeah, the North yeah, American yeah. version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing the sounds like, mm, I hear you. Hell yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, comes from new ones. <laughs> AJ has a Bart Simpson one. Uh, it was It was all right. Uh, Anthony and Davies did Marty McFly getting lassoed oh, in number three. Cool. Back yeah, to the future yeah, three. Yeah, Respect yeah. that. 
Uh, Hermes did Ted Lasso going, howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. Yeah, which is... I'll see in that. Oh, Ted Lasso's great. It is great. Uh, Shy did a mustached man chewing. I'm sorry, Shy. I couldn't figure out who this was. Is a lasso like also a reference for a mustache? Because there are two big mustache men back to back in references, and I couldn't oh, get I them. I don't know. Because Dirk, whose friends call him Diggler, uh, also gave us one of Sam Elliott and the Big Lebowski. I like Sam Elliott. Sitting at the bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the bowling lane? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Kara gave us Jimmy Fallon using headphones as a rope for a lasso. Cool. Now, it didn't actually oh, like achieve full films. lasso, but it was thrown like it was a lasso. Oh. Josh, your next favorite movie, did a Simpsons one again where Homer steals a lasso. David from Scriptical had Ted Lasso on a lawnmower cheering to <laughs> celebrate us for reaching 100,000. Somewhat presumptive of him. Oh. Yeah. And then Dwayne Smith, Dwayne Smith did Wonder Woman, the lasso of truth. Oh, that's Some that good options there. Oh, d- I love Wonder Woman. Surprise, surprise. Not for me. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I will go third place. Uh, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. For the Lasso of Truth. I will go second place. David from Scriptical for the Lasso cheering us to celebrate our presumed 100,000. Oh, can't wait. Kara added a, a caption to hers. And I don't want to start this captions are part of the gift thing. But this was too perfect. Because we talked about Jimmy Fallon last week. We did. Kara's... There's a gif of him using the headphones as a rope with the caption, Jimmy Fallon doesn't talk over his guests, Ethan. (laughs) 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 So Kara wins gif of the week. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty cool. I was like, is it a lasso? And then I saw the caption. I went, oh, this absolutely wins. Uh, I've just realized Shies is uh, Pablo Escobar in Narcos. I don't remember him having a lasso in that. Don't know. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Georgia, can you put a thing in the thread and see if Dirk, if he's around, is willing to give us an over-under on the time for this week? Oh, oh okay, what well, he thinks it'll be. Over-under is like a prediction, you guess, if you're going to go high or low. Because he was, he, was, he was doing pretty well. He, he, he almost had it nailed, except for we had to do a few more things because it was a BF of the BFE episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Because I think it ended at three hours and 35, bit, yeah, and they yeah, tend yeah. to run a bit longer, actually. They do, they do. So, uh, why not give us a review, Apple or Spotify? I hear five stars is a nice number. Five is a magic number. You almost jumped in a bit earlier. Oh, you almost did, didn't I? You had the pause. Uh, Let's do, uh, I guess this, should we talk about birthdays? Birthday, birthday, birthday. Well, that's the thing we want to talk about. Might be somebody's birthday today. Well, it's my birthday as we record. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And then it was George's birthday yesterday. Yay! Yay. Happy birthday to you both. Happy birthday to you both. Happy birthday, dear both of you. (laughs) Happy birthday to you too. Thanks. Have you seen this thing on YouTube where there's like this com- composer who breaks down "Happy Birthday" and he says it's not actually melodically a it's very really not a very good. clever song, no. and he says it should go up rather than down. Happy birthday to you. The up. emphasis is Happy on two to and not you. you. It's re- yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, dear dance. It goes down. Yeah. He argues it should go up, and he plays it, and it sounds wrong because it's not what we're used to. Yeah, but you kind of hear his thought process and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's only this great German accent as he's doing it too. So he just feels like twenty percent more right <laughs> because who who else would have the confidence to say the Happy Birthday song is wrong? Absolutely, exactly. Yeah. I have a vague memory of 
something to do with is it Michael Jackson owning the rights to Happy Birthday or something? Michael similar? Jackson owns the rights to the Beatles catalog. Well, well, he, he did not, not anymore. Did. Not anymore. Did you? That he, might he be a screwed over rumor that Paul McCartney I've just for that. made up he in my did. head. He yeah. did. Um, I believe now Happy Birthday has finally entered the public domain. Public domain, yeah. But it, that's, that's very recent. Because even as recent as Community, when it was on the air, there's an episode where they come and start the episode and they finish with, to you. <laughs> and one of the characters goes, why did we only sing the last two words? Why didn't we sing more than that? And of course, the joke is <laughs> yeah, that it's yeah. not enough to identify it clearly as Happy Birthday. So you don't have to pay any, any rights fees. I think you and Georgia should give yourself a task of changing the Happy Birthday song or adding a harmony to it in the kitchen right now. <laughs> right now? Right yeah. now, folks. You've got to go. You've got to leave the airway. Okay, okay. Uh, means you guys have to fill this space. no yeah, idea yeah. what's going Okay, on. then you have to let you me know when it's okay to come on. back in the room. Yes. Okay, we will do. There was a very subtle moment when they, when they first came in. I turned around. They were both in my kitchen, and I'm, the door shut. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> What on earth is going on? They tried to have a conversation like above my head and it wasn't working. They also tried. <laughs> and then just before we went live, Meg was trying to get Liam's attention. Liam was on his phone. I had to go, Meg's just trying to get your attention, Liam. <laughs> yeah, I have so. no idea what about. No. Uh, yeah. So, so that's their challenge. It yes. is. Liam, I have yes. one thing to ask you first. Yeah, go on. Um, where are good hiding places in here? Where are good hiding places? Yeah. Hmm. Where have else, a little think. Where else do you want to put it? Well, there's some other things as well. Hang on. Oh. This is ominous. This is ominous. To fill time, I'm now going to say, Liam, you and Megan are both wearing pink. We By are. chance, did you see Barbie? No, but you know what? I'm so looking forward to seeing this. I really, really want to see Barbie. And uh, <laughs> I was speaking to my girlfriend about it. And she went, yeah, 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 I'll come and see it. I went, you know how Barbie is a dress-up doll? I said, do you think we should go dressed up? <laughs> And she went, yeah, 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 if you, if you want, you know. Later on, she goes, I'm not really that keen on seeing it. <laughs> I went, really? And she went, well, I'll go see it with you. I was like, okay. So uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. We'll see whether we dress up, Barbie and Ken or not. And uh, if we do, we'll get photos. I hope you do. I'm see, see, I'm planning to do the, uh, the whole Barbenheimer thing. Oh, uh, are you? Yeah, for my birthday. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go into the city. Gonna go see Barbie, then see Oppenheimer afterwards. Oh, nice! And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm getting one. I'm gonna get like pink shirt for during Barbie, and then just change into sign else afterwards. Because you know, well, the you thing gotta is, go for the full way. You do. Well, the thing is, the I saw a lot of people walking through town wearing pink. Mm. So I'm assuming. I'm not the only one who's thought of this. <laughs> oh, this is like this is like a major. It's become thing. a thing, hasn't it? It's because I wanted to go see. I wanted to see them on opening day because you know I had nothing better to do. I can't get a ticket for both movies really? until next month. No, the Light Cinema in Cambridge has like the big IMAX theatre. I'm like, okay, I'll go do that. There is not. I've never seen the Lights IMAX fully booked. I saw Endgame like opening day. And their IMAX was still like I don't know two thirds full. Wow! But but their IMAX is is full until like August, which is wild. That's nuts, isn't especially it for a three hour a three hour film about the atomic bomb. It's yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone was telling me it's tipped for an Oscar. So you know. people have been saying that they think uh, RDJ is going to get a uh, supporting well, nom for doing it. Well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still I still want to see it, obviously, but like it. From everything I've heard, like it's a, I, I like a double feature anyway, but 
I like that it's not people going, oh, did you go see Barbie versus or Oppenheimer? It's like, no, we go see both. We support both. It's What's the it? first time that I've been really excited to go to the cinema. What's everybody uh, calling it? Barbieheimer or something? Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'm tempted to do Barbenheimer Impossible because I still haven't seen Dead Reckoning yet. Oh, and I'm just like, Ethan, you must I, just, go watch it. I just close it out. I, I know, you must I know. Go watch it. Honestly, it's going to be <laughs> the end. Oh, my God. Not the end of this one, but the end of the next one. I mean, that's got. Well, that that's that's the thing. I've been like, I I I saw the last one in cinema, and I was like, I'm I was blown away, and I need to go see this. But like, the I've seen one film this year, and it's real bad. <laughs> I hope you heard that, folks. There was a pop. <laughs> <laughs> George and he got in the kitchen. <laughs> he's saying, he's saying, this is taking longer than I expected. <laughs> she's doing her best. Makes us doing her best. She's she's trying to hurry. She's trying. To I hurry. knew it was going to be a long recorded one today. It'll be good. Yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah, but let like I've seen one film in the cinema this year and it's real bad because it was the Mario Brothers movie and now I'm the only one left here at the table to talk because they're still finishing everything so I'm going to just talk about something nonsense that I found out which is Marvel Studios have the right to the Hulk so there'll be some kind of Hulk film I guess I don't know I don't really care anymore anyway what other films are coming out there's that Martin Scorsese one also, which is kill it, uh, the kill it, the killing flowers of a, of a something. Uh, that looks cool. That's DiCaprio. And it's all about, um, the, the, um, was it, uh, American Indians, Native Americans that I hope Ian cuts that one. Cause I feel really embarrassed that I said that. Um, <laughs> But, uh, right now, uh, Liam and Megan are pouring what well, I'm assuming is champagne there, into there. some plastic champagne flutes. Oh, I think. Oh, look out, Liam. Liam nearly tripped. We had a baker's batch incident almost. Right. Are you ready? Oh, that's sick. Okay. Liam, you kind of scored earlier because you started singing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay, you can come in now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ian and Georgia. Happy birthday to you. And many more. Just so you know, there's uh, there's candles in Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, I did both. That's okay. They have, okay. They have little army men in them. <laughs> We that have, was a we have to a Prosecco. Previous, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pour the, this is the, the worst pour I in the world. I thought you was going to pop it when they come in, you see. I thought you'd have uh, just got oh, the I could have done. I was trying Do to be organised for the... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to produce is what you're learning it's, here. It's hard. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. That's why I got Felix to help, because it's it's such, <laughs> a, it's such a difficult thing to do by yourself. It's a little soldier man. There's the army man. I was like, what's the army man? All right, saving Private Ryan. So this is... I don't just bring little army men just for the fun of it. Well, I was thinking, I'm like... That's a Ted Lasso thing, but it's not really. How would that be re- relevant? I know Lasso was our. I'm like, oh wait, hang on. Same right. I tried to use the matches, and uh, one got stuck on the. Uh, oh jeez, it box. did too. Yeah. So there we it go. Was nuts. Ian, I look forward to you listening back to this when you you do do the edit, and you just hear that Liam and I go on like the weirdest tangent, and then you can hear me panic. Yeah, it's brilliant. Right. Okay, so is, gonna... is, is it all appropriate for me to air? Because I, I oh, tend to yeah. just publish them now. <laughs> I don't tend to do a whole lot of listening or editing. It should until be I, fine. until I listen back in the car afterwards. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. 
Should I give it I made a verbiage hiccup, but it was like immediately rectified. As long as it wasn't a profanity. Oh no. No, no. Profanity, no. And not even profanity. I mean we're pretty we're pretty liberal with the yeah. uh with the I swear buttons. I just say yeah. everything's explicit. It's just as long as nothing that we couldn't publish for whatever reason. I got a terminology wrong and immediately corrected it. Well, this I is, think it's fine. This is very kind, guys. Yeah, Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank I you. was sitting there going when I heard the pop so whatever this is, it's incredibly sweet. <laughs> I don't know it would literally be incredibly sweet. <laughs> And you got some army men. This is fantastic. This is great. Thank you very much. Yes, we will. Fifty army men. (laughs) Fifty army men. There you go. Happy birthday, guys. Hey, thank you very much. To quote quote Pink, raise your glass. So did, what did you um, think of my challenge? Did you change the the song? We didn't try for a moment. We did not even try. Nice, nice, nice. Quite nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Happy birthday, guys! Thank you very much. I'll tell and you what. Thanks I, for hanging in there, people. Who's listening? <laughs> <laughs> I was going as quickly as I could, but it was, it's, it's really fiddly yeah, yeah, getting yeah. things out when you try to hide them in a bag. I, I tried went to help. I went to Tesco to get some stuff today. On the way, I thought, "Oh, I'll go to uh, Costa because Costa, which is a, uh, I'm not sure people in Canada would know this. It's some, somewhat adjacent to a Starbucks. It's the same kind of an idea. It's Isn't that uh, trans across the Atlantic. Trans- I think Costa is in the states. I don't think it's in Canada. Oh, okay. And because I know Costa had a reference on how much your mother back in the day, so they must have crossed the pond there. But I don't think they're in Canada. Oh, okay. So it's like Second Cup. It's like um, Starbucks. And so I went in there and I got because I'm, I have a Costa card. It gives you apparently on your birthday. It gives you a uh, a free treat. A free treat. Nice. I was just going there to get a cup of coffee, and then I opened my app to go. Do I have enough for a free coffee? I didn't. But I had one of these free treats. I'm like, oh, I see the girl behind the counter. She's like, I got one of these things. What can I have? And she went, basically anything that you see in the showcase over here. I was like, great, I'll have one of these. And she goes, is it your birthday today? I said, actually, it is. And so she said, happy birthday. Said, oh, thank you very much. And um, at the end, so I scanned my thing, get my, my my free treat. And then she went, okay, thanks a lot. And I was like, yeah, I stole you for, for, for the coffee. And she went, nope, happy birthday. Oh, And I was like, that's, I, said, I said, that's incredibly kind. Thank you very much. Oh, that is nice. Well, has anybody had the popcorn one? That's literally what I've got is the popcorn brownie. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I will give you a review later on as to how that went. That I have a, a mini story about buying these donuts. Um, I was sort of crouched trying to look at all the different options you could get. And so I was there first. I will say this. And a lady came up behind me and she was desperate to get some as well. So we were both trying to fill up our boxes at the same time. Um, I would usually be polite and just wait until they're finished because it's a very small cabinet. Did um, you wrestle it to the ground? Well, no, but it got to the point where there was, you could put 12 donuts in your box and there was only enough for one of us to have 12 and one to have 11. Oh. So as I was the one that was there first, you think you would have said, oh, you know, you were here first, but no, she was like. I'm just counting the donuts now. Yeah. Yeah, there's 11 donuts Wow. 12. So she was like, oh, it's my son's birthday. I need to get these donuts for him. And I was like, well, I'm celebrating two birthdays too. And literally she took the last one. And filled up her 12. And I was like, oh. And I went to the desk and they had none left. So I have 11 donuts. So these are special donuts. They are special, special donuts. Yeah. Thank you very much. When did you get Thank them, you, Megs? Megan. Um, Before rehearsal. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I took a, t- a trip to Tesco's on the way. Well done, you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to be more assertive in my donut Megan, package. I still think I you should have wrestled I, I should have wrestled. Yeah. You should have done. You should have wrestled time, in the middle of Tesco. I'm out of the couple sound effects to the board today. <laughs> <laughs> I will wrestle for donuts. There do you are. want to open your birthday presents now then? Hey, I can definitely do that. Yeah, you're on yeah. birthday mode still. All right. I'm going to have to probably... Birthday, birthday, birthday. Can I reach? Talk about the birthday. It's all about the Is birthday. there an order I should do this in? Um, Do the flat one first. 
Ooh. It's a big flat box. A big flat yeah, box. That's very kind. Thank you very much. It's flat it's box. It's got like pretend string like, on the cardboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I didn't wrap that one because it. Thought the, my eyes were going on me from. <laughs> the box has got like pretend wrapping on it anyway. And there's a box Ooh, in the box. There's a box in the box. Da, 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 oh my god, that looks amazing. Oh, sick! That's this is cool. That's brilliant. mad! Got a little best film ever, like, wall hanging yeah. thing. It's, so. a, it's a metal one, so you shouldn't be able to, like, oh, stay or break it or whatever. Someone yeah. ever, yeah, let me does take he have a, a history a of breaking picture. photos? I don't think so, but I'll, I'll hold it up here, and we'll ka-chow. <laughs> Oh, hang on. That's awesome. <laughs> what were you doing? You Very were just cool. texting someone, weren't you? <laughs> no, 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 you no. so were. He's got his phone out. I'm posing for the picture. He's like, hang on. <laughs> Who designed that, by the way? <sighs> what, the logo? Yeah. Ian did. Uh oh. Why is you that when you're talking? <laughs> yeah. You look grimaced. Oh, do I look grimaced? <laughs> so people can definitely will post both. The one with me in the grimace, because that's me waiting for Liam to take the picture when he's on his phone texting someone. There is also some wall hanging. Yeah, in there, I saw so there's some can... hardware yeah. in there. Oh, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I'm actually quite, you're a big fan of the logo, aren't you, Liam? I am. I love the yeah. logo. I love it. Why were you saying that? Were you, were you, were you positive on it? No, I was, I was just curious. Oh, okay. Do you know curious. why? Because you were saying to me uh, a while back, because um, I said to you, I really love the logo. It really pops and it's really brilliant what you did. And you went, oh, I'd like to tweak it. I'd like to do this and do that. And I was like, really? Why would you want to tweak perfection? You can't put that back on the can you? You know? possible to? Is it okay? So uh, oh, oh, oh. I'm hoping. Or not. You, okay, it's fine. I'm hoping you don't um, change the logo. Well, no, that looks beautiful, actually. Maybe it's, it's just nice, seeing it, it? In, in that sort of a scope. No, that's great. Yeah. That's great. I had to like download it and like find the original download and then I sharpened it in Lightroom so that it was a bio. That's quality. what it is. It's the sharpening. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. It. <laughs> I'm like, it looks really good, whatever you've done. So yeah, yeah sh- share with me that image. See, I wouldn't know how to do all that. Yeah. Well, we, 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 we do what we're good. We do what we, we have skills to do, right? Yeah. So. Well, if we, if we become, you know, like big, 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 and I need to Careful pull my weight heavy. more. <laughs> you're gonna have to show me. Careful, it's quite heavy. You're gonna have to show me how to do the technical stuff. Yeah, okay. we'll take you from don't know how to open Twitter on my phone to you know Adobe expert. I'll be working for Microsoft. <laughs> Oh, if, if they'd have me. So I'm opening present two of two here. Yeah. It's an oblong box it with has a blue, a blue ribbon. ribbon. I won't lie, that blue ribbon came off a present I got yesterday. But no, I always cool. reuse the bags. You know when you get a bag? This is oh, where Pip would have been, Pip, been Pip's great, great at opening presents. He's, but I do have a rental <gasps> inspection. Liam, don't. Let him open it that way. Don't pull, don't pull, don't pull on Ethan. Careful. <laughs> what? Mm. You don't even know what I was looking at. No, I just thought you were going to spoil it. <laughs> Turn it over. Oh. oh I got a no. black box. I got a black box. <laughs> What's a black box? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's a proper metal and glass one. Oh, so that's mad. Proper metal and glass that says... Let's get, let's get, get, get off your phone. <laughs> it says recording. I'll smile nice and big here with that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The patrons can literally help keep the light on. Hey, that's cool. It has that's got bulbs nuts. in. I checked it worked, so you can plug it in. Now there are limits to what I can do with this place as a rental, as far as putting things on the walls and stuff like that. No, I was thinking you might be able to use those like 3M tag things that you can like. Could do that. There. Could put it on top of the uh, yeah, on top of the trophy cabinet and yeah. things like that. Yeah, we can do stuff as we uh, as we go on. That's very cool. And then as I. I've a hundred percent. Like when I'm buying my house, it's like there will be a specific podcast room. <laughs> Is there going to be a specific? Oh, podcast? oh there will be a specific podcast Ooh, room. Oh, yeah. a house. I got about a year, Ooh, and then yeah, and then it's house buying. So. so the poster's going up on the wall. I don't the, know if you've the, got a. Um, the world is going on the wall. You've got a plug, yeah, yeah. 
Just careful because it's, it's glass. When we do our final episode, we're, we're, we're 35 minutes in, right? <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's probably going, I, I tuned in to listen. The title's going to say <laughs> Saving <Private> Movie <laughs> Birthday Bonanza and. Oh, that's not it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. And. Checking in with the morning report. I love this. Can we talk about this for two minutes? Probably more than that. Yeah, we hit 100,000 downloads. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think we hit it like literally actually just about an hour after we went off the air last week. (laughs) That's nuts. But it was kind of nice because we kind of, we were hoping it was going to be for this day anyway. I said it as a timeline and then I was like, we're actually going a bit too fast. Wow. For the the, the product that I want to get. That's incredible. Uh, If I haven't said it enough times, one more time, thank you. It was a very thoughtful gift. You're very (laughs) welcome. I'm make sure I've said that. You only, um, said, you only said not so long ago, Georgia knows how to buy gifts. It, it's a skill. It's mm. an absolute skill. And Georgia's definitely got it. Whoop, whoop. Um, AJ says, wishing Georgia and Ian happy birthdays and podcast anniversary. BFE has brought so much joy these past few months. Uh, I was looking for a pretty woman deep dive and discussion. The rest is history. BFE is a gem among movie podcasts and is something very special. Oh, that's really lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then Ray said... I'm starting a thing, hashtag TRJ Weekly, where I share favorite things I find inspiring, entertaining, inspirational, etc. This week, it's best film ever. Listen to film reviews, classics and new, perfect for those who enjoy dissecting movies from plot and actress performance to sound and costume design with a splash of jokes and banter. I think if I was splash. doing the uh, recipe, it'd be a bit more useful. <laughs> like a tidal wave. A, a liberal pour, maybe. <laughs> Plus a special series on the side, analyzing Friends episodes, a delightful listen hosted by Ian, Liam, Ethan, Megan, and Georgia. He even got the order right. He's better than well, us. He's better than Ethan. <laughs> <He's, yeah. laughs> so that is fantastic. Uh, and it was really well that those two things happened to come on, on this week of all weeks, especially. And it's very kind whenever someone reaches out and then publicly endorses, too. That's that's yeah, that's you. wild. I mean, there's... There's that. And then the, the, the most extreme form of that is when people say, I find value in this and I want to help do the Patreon. I want yeah. to help keep the lights, in this case, the one I've just got, literally on. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> here, at the, uh, here at the Studio of Awesomeness. Um, and uh, that's always that's always really, really nice as the conversations continue here. Oh, we've got more. Gl- and the funny thing was, at this point, I've got two bottles of Prosecco in the fridge I was going to bring out, but you guys oh. have beat me to the punch. Oh. We've nearly got through this one. Well, so. we will be well Proseccoed. Then I will uh, I will clinky-clink everybody on 100,000. That is amazing, though, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, you look around the room, and we've got... Uh, We've got people who helped get us to 100,000, whether yeah. it's uh, people who have been here uh, since the beginning, me and Liam, episode one. Yep. yep. I was on episode you, one. You were on the couch shouting, <laughs> profi- kind of like you just did, just shouting just random shouting comments. random thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to Ethan, who joined a little bit into it, and Megan, who's been the last few months. Yeah. And, whoop, whoop. and I happen to have a message from someone else who was involved in it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's not it. That's, uh, <laughs> that's He's pressing on the wrong button. I'm pushing today. the wrong button because I have it on the first uh, bank of sounds. Here it is. Wait, do I? Hey, friends. This is Ellie. And Debbie. And we've just got back from watching Moulin Rouge in the West End in London. It was absolutely amazing. Fantastic show. Highly recommend it. Great day out. It was super bright and colourful, just like Baz Luhrmann's film. However, I do still prefer the film because it is, of course, the best film ever. Hear, hear. 
Just wanted to say congratulations to you guys on hitting 100,000 downloads. Amazing achievement. Keep up the good work. We're super proud of you, as you should be of yourselves. It's fantastic to hear that you've reached this amazing milestone. So well done. But for now, we're off out. So we just want to send you lots and lots of love. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop. Oh. Apparently, I put a little on both sides. Apparently, didn't come across. Oh. Um, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, um, you. Appreciate yeah. appreciate that. I do agree with them, though. The film is still better than the musical. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. And you can comment on this because you can, can, can. I can, can, can. <laughs> can, can, can. Yeah. That was lovely to hear. Ellie. It was lovely to hear yeah, from Ellie. And so, I was speaking to Ellie um, at the One Act Festival, and I said, yep. "We got this, we got this milestone coming up. It'd yep. be really great." And and she kind of hummed it hard and went, "No, it's you guys." I said, no, no, no. I said, "You're a massive part of that first Absolutely. year and a bit." Of the of, of the pod and should definitely yeah. uh, should feel that you can. So not so much as a congratulations. It's one of the nice says congratulations, but I'm like you are part of this. You're not just congratulating us. You are. It's part of that congratulations goes to you. You Absolutely, helped. Yeah. You helped build this thing. And we always said you can always come back. Yeah. So there's so, that. And it was lovely to hear Debbie, who I believe still holds the record for the most guest appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not really counting Megs as a guest anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She's just no longer a guest. She's part of the show. Yeah, you're not getting rid of me then. <laughs> I'm really enjoying having two female voices on the pod again. Yes. I really, really am. So that's been Yeah, as opposed to just here's oh, George to speak on behalf of all women. Now we can now we can kind of split that up a little bit. It's it's quite nice. Yeah. It's it, it, it's a fun energy. So yeah, there we it go. was a big hole left by Ellie, so Yeah. 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 Not that we don't appreciate Ethan the energy he's brought to oh, it. Absolutely. Far far, far um, from it. I'm sorry you can't have Prosecco and Donuts, Ethan. We'll digitally send them with our telekinesis <laughs> through the airwaves somehow. It's okay. I've got water. I don't think my doctor will let me drink alcohol right now. Well, on, on, on behalf of, um, we keep the lights on. The studio of Osmonds. We've upgraded a lot of the kit around around the tables and yada yada yada. Um, Ethan's the next one who's going to be seeing an upgrade in the next couple of weeks. So in the next couple of weeks, folks, you should hear an up, uptake in Liam, uh, Liam and Ethan's audio quality. <laughs> Not that our quality is bad, but we're, we're, we're going to make it better. And so that's thanks to, I, I believe it's important that when we use Patreon funds that we go ahead and we say, here's what we're using it for. It's always about making the pod better than it was the day before. Yeah, and if we can make it mm. better and sound quality, because you've always been big on sound I've quality. I've always been big on sound quality. You know, I mean, even when we didn't have the budget, you can still care about sound quality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, there's people that record on their phones. There's people that record on uh, different stuff that they use. Did you just put an army man inside the prime? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't have a secret plan for the rest of the uh, evening. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's already one on top of Liam's mic. Yeah, I saw that. It's going to be one of those episodes. (laughs) Benny and June called. If you wonder why we go a little bit skew-iffy, it's... Because she's putting army men everywhere. I want to play a game, as I often do with this sort of thing. Um, I want to guess, see if people can guess what our top 10 most downloaded episodes of all time are. That got us to 100,000. I'm only counting full reviews. Back to the Future. Back to the Future is our number one of all time. Episode one, Back to the Future, is our highest of all time. Dark Knight. Dark Knight is our number two of all time. Episode four. Oh, Georgia, you're on What else you got? Um, Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the Ring, number five, episode number 85. Armageddon. No. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. No. Any that I would know because I've been in them. I'm going to punt here no. because I think this is number three. Because it takes time to build up some of these numbers just as a result, yeah. Angels okay. with dirty faces. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that must be Two So Love. Okay, I'm going to give you some uh, some things. <laughs> Number 10, 
uh, is the one Ellie brought to the table, episode 23. Is that Moulin Rouge? No. Oh, I love Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge is not very highly regarded as far as our download numbers goes. I agree, but what. A, things that are early either went gangbusters or they're at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this was Daniel Craig. Uh, Oh, go with track and tattoo? Yep. Uh, Oh, yes. Number nine, he is the one. He's the one. Oh, Neo, Neo, The the Matrix. Episode number 100, The Matrix, yep. Number eight, Grandpa, am I pretty? I was going to say Little Miss Sunshine. Which I'm really surprised by, because it is our highest, as far as our ratings go, it is the best film ever at this point. And it's going to be hard to knock off. Yeah. But I'm surprised it's found... The popularity that it has I'm with glad people. It, has. it must be. Yeah. It must yeah, be. Yeah. People will definitely agree. Number seven. Number seven. Three billboards. No. Episode number 14. Oh, early on. Yep. Uh, early on. We're more than just a jock, a brain, a princess. Oh, uh, the Breakfast uh, Club. Breakfast Club. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Number six. Eki, 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 Bekang. Whoops, it boy. Oh, that's a great one, Holy too. Grail. Holy Grail. Episode 81, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. My telekinesis mm. isn't quite there yet, guys. Thank you. Episode <laughs> number four, Two Households, both alike in dignity. Oh, oh Romeo and Juliet. Wow. Romeo and Yeah, I'm really surprised by that. Oh, I love one, that. I'm and the last one on the list, our number three of all time, is episode three. You're an inanimate fucking object. <laughs> in Bruges. In Bruges is our number you know three, yeah. That's hard for me because I always think In Bruges was our second one. Nah, number two was so, Amelie. Amelie, yeah. I'd yeah. put them the other way around. I've also got our lowest 10 episodes. Ooh. Ooh. Now, this is reviews only, not. Because otherwise, it'd be a bunch of Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff. Okay, so. so, so <laughs> that doesn't so, surprise me. Yeah. So maybe I should go through the ones I brought to the table. Uh, I don't think there's any of yours in here. What? Nope. Okay. How's Moving Castle? No. Oh. No, the Studio Ghibli crowd would have, would have come out uh, for that. Um, something about Mary. No. No, it did very I was telling uh, you it did very well when it came out. A lot of it's early stuff. It just didn't hit and made so old ago. People don't go back Emily. and look for it. Nope. Oh. Um, there are three episodes in our first 11 up here, though. So Joker? No, no, Joker did well. Uh, that did well, yeah. All right, I let's let's go ahead and I'm trying to remember them all. Yeah. Oh, I, I should say, uh, in our best of all time, number ten was Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Only one download behind that is the town. And oh, number t- never seen it. And number twelve, only one episode download behind that is Independence Day. Oh, wow. So it's really close in the ten, eleven, twelve spot. Number ten, Eva. Wally. 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 Wow. I like Wally. Number nine. 69, dudes. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. That belongs there. Number eight. Oh, I don't know how to how else to say this one. It's the American president. Number episode oh, 37. <laughs> number seven. Just keep spinning. Just keep spinning. Wait, that, is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Just keep spinning. Not swimming. Not swimming. Oh, so it's not Turn glory. back the clock. Rewind the clock. Um, ah, I have a robot voice. <laughs> I've got no idea. What? It's oh, the theory of everything. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Stephen Hawking. Oh. Hawking. Hawking. Oh, Hawking. Do you know what? Yeah. That's a good movie. Why would people not want to download that? I think because episode six. Oh, okay. When They're do you find on. us? You know what I mean? Oh, I see. So if you Back to the Future is different because it's, it's one of those ones that people go looking for. Yeah, it's in pop culture. Isn't it? Number episode uh, the sixth lowest of all time. So obviously, as we go up, it's less downloads. Number mm-hmm. six. Uh, Georgia brought this for our first WrestleMania week feature. Or is that Fighting with my family? Fighting with my family, with my family. Oh, yeah. That's a great oh. film. Yeah. Actually, for a, I'm not into wrestling, but I did watch that and enjoyed that one. Number no, I five. To, I have to say, the book is better because when you turn the page, 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> number, number five, also a Georgia pick. Oh, no. Nice. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? Nice. 1979's Muppet Movie, number wow. five. That is an almost perfect film. Yep. Why is that so low? People are sad. I think it's old. I think it's nineteen seventy nine, and it was really, and it was really, really early in our run. To a birthday present to me, people. If you've not seen the Muppets movie, nineteen seventy nine, the Muppet movie. Let's the yeah, let's yeah. get the name. Go the and watch it. Is it available it's on? Yeah, it's available on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. not all the them are. For that one, Everyone and you get to see Kim ride a bike just for Georgia. Number four, yeah. and this really is a caveat. It should be an asterisk. For the record, people, that's how you say the word asterisk. What's that mean? People say asterix, and that oh, asterix, asterix isn't real. Oh, okay. It's a star, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number, episode 183, Hail Caesar. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it was just last week. That was shit, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was just last week. <laughs> yeah, that was it shit. takes a couple of weeks for things to get out of the out of the t- bottom 10. Episode number... Th- uh, so our third of all time, Ba-Ram You. Ba-Ram babe. You. Oh, babe. Babe. That'll do, pig. That'll do. We've done baby. We have reviewed. Oh, I'm surprised by that one. (laughs) I'm here again. Number two. Our second lowest of all time. Episode 10. And all that jazz. So the quality of the film's got nothing to do with the level. Yeah, it's musicals, which we find don't don't do well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, I like Chicago. Chicago. Oh, I love Chicago. Mm. That was George and I going through grieving because we thought our show didn't canceled. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, well done you. And then number one was literally the next week. <laughs> it was our first collab we ever did. Oh, what was it? I can't remember. My brain stopped. No, what was it? Oh, we talked about it last week. I want to be we? loved by you, just Thank you. you. And nobody, nobody else but you. Oh, um, um, some like it hot. Some like it hot. Still yes, our worst do. downloaded. I love some like it hot. People should really give Chicago some like thing. it hot Muppet mm. movie. Much more love than this getting. I think so, but it, somebody's going to be the bottom ten. But these are just hey, tends to be there. I'm just happy that the crow, that famous romantic comedy, is not <laughs> in the bottom ten. I'm just hoping we're going to get to the the movie at some point before the hour mark. That's but a we've still got movie as well. Yeah, weight game, weight game. Let's all play the weight game. Um, down four and a half pounds again. Well Yay. done. Yeah, but you are allowed a donut. Oh, I'm going to have the donut. Yeah, I'm yes. not worried there, because last night I decided <laughs> you were going to do the mcdonald's challenge aren't you i have done the mcdonald's challenge is what i will say what is that so the mcdonald's challenge was something that was going on on twitter and i saw it and went that seems almost doable so on a late night i was bored think last night yes i decided i'm gonna give this a go so i went to mcdonald's and i ordered everything that was in this picture so if you can do it 90 minutes i'll give you not really but if someone could do if someone give you 3500 dollars would you would you give this a go and it's three double quarter pounders with cheese one quarter pounder with cheese 20 nuggets, two American medium fries. Well, which is a, a large. So so I got larges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And four medium American soft drinks. So I got larges because I looked yeah, at the yeah. milliliter level. And I went to set it up. I even turned the cameras on to, to, to record myself. I will never be airing this footage. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing all right. And then, like, things were, like, happening. The battery died in the camera. So I had a little, like, timer. So it was keeping going. It was yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to go fix that. And then my memory card got full. And I went, oh, for flippity-dippity. So I couldn't get it off. So I had to switch to my phone yeah. to record. And I got... <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, and, my goodness me. And I got... Uh, 
I got everything down except for 10, the last 10 nuggets. Really? And I it was down to my, I did three of the four soft drinks. And when yeah. I finished a third soft drink, my stomach went, nope. Wow. And it decided to start I, I coming. So there's no like crazy footage of me like spewing all over my table, <laughs> like which we're all sat at right now. I, I did make it to, to the toilet in time, but it was, what, it what was pretty. What was the price of this altogether? 30 something pounds that's not bad it wasn't too bad it was it was worth it for fun i'd gone to a um i'd gone to a social event earlier in the day and so i'd had a little bit to eat and plus i've been eating not as much as you so if you were to properly do like a proper like i'm gonna get training for my food challenge i think i could do it yeah but i'm not in any rush to to try it again (sighs) no thank you nine nuggets from the end you were were you Ten. Ten. Ten nuggets from the end. Whoa. I got ten of the twenty down, and I had one Dude, I had one still, that's still large soft break still, to finish. Still quite good. It was all right. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you all, by the time I was done, I hated the taste of a quarter pounder with cheese. I can imagine. Oh, yeah, that's it was a lot brutal. Because there's, no, there's nothing else in a quarter pounder either. Well, there's like, interesting. there's onions, and it's not like lettuce or tomato no. or anything like that, which would have helped. Uh, which would have helped. It's just a lot of ketchup. It's, it's just lots of ketchup. Not nearly enough. I could have used more sauce. All I was getting was this dry beef. That's all I was getting. I was like, "Oh, this is this is horrendous." As we're as we're refilling the uh, the prosecco, is that second bottle more prosecco, or what is that? If we, it's Buck's Fizz, but oh, Buck's with Fizz. mango or something. Oh, can mango you, Buck can, Fizz. Can you chug that one so I can have the mango one? Oh, you, Did you want the mango? One? Yeah. Well, why don't we just switch cups? I'm I'm, I'm okay with switching cups. It's fine. If we hit two hundred thousand downloads at some point in time. We will all do the McDonald's challenge. Well, I am Live. saying, I am saying, we are going to do. Unfortunately, Megs can't join us, but we're all going to Brewdog. Brewdog. Mm. We have a date on that, right? We said August the was it seventh? Oh, it was eleventh. Well, 11th? I'm supposed to be in Rhodes, but okay. Rhodes is like burning down at the yes, moment. Yes, it is. So I might not be in oh. Rhodes. Who knows? Okay. So I mean, hopefully, it won't burn down. We should be at the Brewdog in Cambridge. I think it's August eleventh to do their chicken wing unlimited. Oh, chicken wing. August chicken the ninth. August ninth. I, said, I put it in the group chat. So is that what I said? I think so. Okay, so August yeah, 9th. Yeah, it is 9th. Okay, the Wednesday of that week. So if that's the 9th, it's the 9th. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. So if there's any... Good thing. Remember, so if there's anybody out there who's like, hey, what come join us. We're going to be the Brewdog in Cambridge on August 9th. My birthday chicken wing death. There we go. Probably about... Because yours is the 8th, right? Your birthday? Yeah, mine's the 8th. So, so I'm just going to be in Cambridge like both those two days because I'm doing Barbenheimer on my birthday now. There you go. Yeah. So there we are. Chicken wings. So, chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Yes, we, our friendship oh, I'm is sad a... sad I'm going to miss that, but hopefully Rose Hopefully, Hopefully it's down. not burning, but if it no. is, come join us and let your mouth do some burning at the uh, yeah. buffalo wings. I will at, uh, try. We'll see what are. happens. I, so, had a, I had a jar of jalapenos the other day. Well, just, just a jar of jalapenos? Well, with a burger, but, you know, I, yeah. I wanted um, I wanted pickle in my burger, and I went to Wimpy. Wimpy don't do pickle. What is the hottest chilli you've ever had, Liam? Pass. I don't know what they're called. I just eat chilies because I like chilies. I think I maybe like a naga. I think not. Yeah, that's a hot one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't I, do hot, 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 hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. But I can do hot, hot, hot. Just not feeling. I hot, grew hot, some hot. chilies in 2020, and I think it was a naga that I had, and that was that was a terrible experience. And I think it was more just because I grew it. Right. Oh, naga chili, it's fine. Jeez, Ian's quite good. You had the. We went to the Indian. That's hot. We went out to see yeah. something in London as a group, and we went to TGI Fridays, and they had like a was it like like a like a. Oh, it's like that sc- a Scotch bonnet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love a yeah, Scotch yeah, yeah. bonnet thing. Oh. I had one of those. They put they pop. They pinned one to the top of my burger. I had that, and that was a bit much. Yeah. Instantly, when I first, but I, I had a couple drinks, actually. so I wasn't thinking. 
Maybe it was a ghost pepper. <laughs> Whatever it was, I wasn't thinking. I just ate it because I was, I'd had a couple of drinks. I was feeling, you know, confident. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> oh, jeez. For about 15 minutes, I just sat staring at my burger from a distance. I believe I was sat like one but opposite you, like on a diagonal and kind of went, it's not a good idea. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're not going to listen to me, but don't do it. And then you did it. You're like, it's fine. It's fine. And then all of a sudden, when I- when I first met my uh, my girlfriend's dad, because he's from Ghana, he cooks a lot of jollof, and he loves to cook with spice. And he was like, oh, here's some jollof, and here's some sauce if you want it. And I was like, oh, sauce, nice. Not thinking that the sauce is made out of, like, 70% scotch bonnet. That Jeez, was a mistake. Ethan. Yeah, no, thank you. I went Ethan, back for seconds. Ethan, you tend to end your stories he in, like... Trump you, doesn't he? No, not top Trump me. He can talk <laughs> Trump me all you want. That's fine. But he tends to just get to like the part which is almost the build up to the story. I forgot it was Scotch Bonnet. And the, the interesting part of the story is, and then I ate it and it was intense. But he just gets to the setup and then he stops. <laughs> yeah. It's like you told a joke, but you never deliver the punchline. What he did, yeah. he said he went for seconds. So he, he liked it. Oh, okay. Got to love a bit of spice. <laughs> spice girls. Woo. Woo. There we go. You hear they're uh, going to do it again. Are they? Are they? And this time, Victoria's going to join. When? Really? They, yep. There's rumors about this all the time. They were supposed to go to Glastonbury. Every, but then every it didn't five happen. years, they're clever. Just do it, and then five years wait and just do it again. It's brilliant. Just we be need a nostalgia. To do it again, Liam. We should. Yes, that was fun. That was fun. Let's do it again. All right, well, I'll pick you up in Cambridge. I'll actually get my hair in bunches this time, though. Oh, okay. Um, what was I, I looking for? Oh, that's what I was looking for. Uh, yeah, so uh, let's actually, almost an hour into the episode, let's pivot to the film, shall we? <laughs> pivot. Do so, we have to? Uh, we do, because we got to talk about Saving Private Ryan, which is the thing. I was like, oh, it's going to be a big a big film, a big day for us, but also a big film. And it's a film that deserves <laughs> the attention. I mean, it's a massive film. So um, Saving Private Ryan. So uh, Sorry, Shaving Ryan's Privates. What? No, we're not doing that. Oh, Okay. Uh, the pitch. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, I'll throw to Felix here. Following the Normandy landings, a group of U.S. soldiers go behind enemy lines to retrieve a paratrooper whose brothers have been killed in action. Happy birthday, George and Ian. Nobody's asked me when mine is. Does anybody know oh. when Felix is? Passive aggressive much. I reckon it has just reminded me that I haven't, looked, day. I haven't looked at the um, Patreon, Patreon birthdays. birthdays for a while. I Whoops. To, I need to get him on the... Yeah, on we the, need him on the thing. I need, really the, I need to Georgia proof this. <laughs> I'm thinking about a lot of other things at the same I time. I don't mind problems. I know you are too. I don't mind problems. I'm just always about solutions as well. Yeah. So not about blame, but how do we make sure this doesn't happen again? So if we put a little list, boom, we don't forget. That would be good. I need to put it out again because we've got some new patrons. I'll do that. There we go. Let Georgia, if you're new to the Patreon, let Georgia know your birthday. And we can apologize after the fact when we forget when your birthday is. So uh, what's going on with so Felix? sorry. Or? Huh? What's going on with Felix? I don't know. I'll talk to him. Yeah, I'll talk. I didn't know he said that. I feel a bit bad. I think but, it's because you didn't invite him to chicken wings. Let's talk about it. Yeah. He said he can't. He's, he's a staunch vegetarian, refuses to be in the place. <laughs> if you open to meet Felix, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, directed by um, Steven Spielberg. Who's he? Yeah, uh, we've done a few of them. I'm just going to do uh, this. Is the sh- this is the short list? Jaws, the Indiana Jones one through four, E.T. Jurassic Park trilogy, uh, Schindler's List, Catch Me If You Can, Munich, Lincoln, Bridge of Spies, Lincoln. I said that twice. The West Side Story and the Fablemans. That's the short list. Yeah, there's nothing in there. I think I've seen. Written by Robert <laughs> Rodat, who's done Fly Away Home. Oh, oh, the geese. oh, the geese. Oh, yeah. They're flying with me. Oh, oh. I like that. The Patriot. 
Oh, that's not too bad. Oh, Thor of a Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> the one you don't oh, like. Oh, no. I hate Thor of a Dark World. <laughs> So I definitely think he's peaked. Uh, cinematography by Janos Kaminsky, Schindler's List, Jerry Maguire, Amistad, Catch Me If You Can, Lincoln, Bridge of Spies. That speaks volumes. Lincoln, The Post. <laughs> Lincoln twice. I just thought I'd throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, no. But you know what? The cinematography in this was fucking amazing. <laughs> Music by John Williams, who did Star Wars. Who's he? Indiana Jones. Oh. Superman. Mm-hmm. These are the franchises. Harry Potter. Superman. E.T. Home Alone, Jurassic Park, and of course, he's most well known for You Are Welcome, a promotional film for the Tourist Information Office of Newfoundland. Uh, of course. I remember <laughs> As that. Johnny Williams. <laughs> Johnny Williams. Uh, we didn't do this. 100,000 downloads. The poster's been put back. We were supposed to scratch some of this off. We were. That's on Liam. So, if people don't know the backstory behind the pod, it was basically I bought Liam a poster for Christmas one year. That was. You did. About. Here are 100 films that we need to watch before. So, it been. Four years? It would have been 2020. Yeah. So, yeah, Christmas Day. Christmas Day. 2019. Yeah, yeah. So, it was like, here's this. And then Liam asked, can we watch all these movies together? And I went, sure. And then after we watched about three or four, I kind of went again. Because we talked about doing a podcast before at some point or something. But I said, we should really be documenting this. And he agreed. And so, uh, that's how the podcast really got started. It was going to be movies just on the poster at first. It was originally. And then... Someone got ambitious, I guess. I uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do that one. So are there any that we need to t- so take off the list so far? Because I think we had about, th- I don't know how many we had going in that were already knocked off. Something about 30, I think, we'd, we'd already had scratched one, two, off. Three, four, five, six, so definitely more than the donuts more than that Meg's brought. More than, 30. more than 30 already scratched off? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. We it's absolutely missed James to Guzman's birthday. I'm really sorry. Happy birthday, James Guzman. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, James to Guzman. Happy birthday, James. We are toasting you, and we will eat a donut in your honor. Absolutely. It was only three weeks ago, so I don't feel too bad. There we are. Well, he's had him on last week. We could have said oh, happy birthday to him. sorry, James. <laughs> James, I, I, we should send up the reflections and corrections. James is such a sweet guy. Yeah. And when we got off and we stopped the recording, he he just thanked us for for all the content which was lovely of him to say okay i have a dilemma here okay rage of the lost ark we've watched Raiders of the lost ark me and you did not officially watch oh uh, so the pod watched it but you didn't mm. leave it leave oh, it either half done or not done you, you didn't choose that here was i no you weren't here um oh that's another dilemma what's that lord of the rings the trilogy we can erase the first two-thirds of it first two-thirds that's not fair, because there's 100 films you should watch before you die, and they put the whole trilogy. That's cheating. That is cheating, because that moves it to 102. Mm-hmm. I, oh. I, I think Star Wars is the same, if memory serves. The Big Lebowski? Yeah, we can get rid of that. I'm not watching that ever again in my life. I don't know Me either. White Russians were fun, though. That's a, they were I, I do fun. like when we find other things we can do alongside the film. This is why I film. bought the army men, because I couldn't find any <laughs> obvious foodie-themed things. The notebook? Apart from rations, yep. I guess. I think Ellie brought that to the table. Yeah. How come we didn't screw that one? Screw that one. Scratch that one. (laughs) (laughs) Good time to remind everybody our Rachel McAdams Award is named after, at least originally was named after our most attractive female. (laughs) Day Dancing. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Day Dancing all in one. Uh, I'll let you keep making that joke. (laughs) Who's Who's responsible for that film? You say they're responsible. I'm doing the. I'm doing the line. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Here we are. Jurassic Park. Yep. Debbie joined us for that one. Memory serves. Oh yeah, I don't know on that. That's funny. Do you know what you have? A, you have a good memory for this. 
Because I go blank when I try and remember what we're doing. I meant to say, like, all the people who have joined us at some point to help get us here. I mean, you know, who, who's been on the pod? I mean, we've had, we've had Richard. We've had Debbie. I see Richard the other day, actually. Anthony. Anthony. Anthony yeah. that, and that's so just from Debbie. around the block. They live next door to me. Yes, they do. They do. Um, so I see and them all the time. Literally, I could throw a golf ball from my house and hit yours. So. Oh, oh, we also Probably. had Ethan on the you podcast. You might hit the windows. Yes, Ethan. <laughs> uh, Jay Salahi, of course. Let's not oh, forget course, him. Let's yeah. not forget... Uh, Simon Callow. Simon Callow. Oh. Um, we've had... Uh, uh, my sister joined us on the pod. Yes, we have. Uh, a couple of occasions we've had, uh, I think we had uh, G- um, Tom from Pod Jerky. We've had Alex from Main Street Finance. We've had Nick and Russ from the Nick and Russ Don't Know Anything podcast. Um, we haven't done Halloween, have we? No. No. That just comes up on the Halloween episode. It just keeps getting, it keeps yeah. getting oh, nominated. You need to watch Halloween. <clears throat> hey, For it's Halloween. not us. It's, it's, oh. it's the public. This is Spinal Tap. Yep, this is Spinal Tap. Turn it up to 11. On there? Yeah. Yeah. That's why we went for it, because it's like That's really highly regarded. In somebody's That was a me choice. That was a you choice. That yeah. is despicable. It's really, I've I, I discovered in hindsight, it's a really quotable movie. It's one of those movies that's better once you've seen it than when you've seen it for the first time. Mm. It, again, if, it get, if you get that humor. I'm still going to rank it that highly, but I'm like, it's, it's kind of like Austin I just Powers. That's where, someone's top 100 films. Yeah, it's considered a comedy classic. Apparently, there's one called Saving Private Ryan. Hey, there we go. We can erase <laughs> that. We've watched it. We're going to review it. Eventually review it. Eventually, an hour and three minutes into the pod, plus the opening. Jeez. <laughs> what do you think is the little picture? Uh, I don't know. You'll have to tell us. Soon? Dog's takes. Ah, uh, uh, makes sense. Uh, oh, Truman Show. Truman Show. Oh, we've done more than we realized. Yeah, know? that's why I wanted to bring it out. It's been a while since we've gone ahead and done it. It's a Truman Show. It's been a while. What if everybody really was watching you? Cool, yeah. Yep. Don't you maybe have some sort of existential uh, Who was the person who... Oh, it was, it was Carlo who wouldn't let that go. That was to Carlo what Arma, uh, Armageddon is to David from Scriptical. Oh, dear. What's going on now? <laughs> or was Carlo just... I was arguing, like, you know, no one wants to watch Truman in a boring... Because uh, it's not subtle when you get up and walk across the room to plant the <laughs> army men. Do you know what? As you stop. As you stop. An army man on a There's things on here that I've never heard of, like her. Yeah. Oh, that's um, uh, that's the Walking Phoenix. Yeah, it's Walking one Phoenix. from a couple years ago. Yeah. Lagan. Yeah, there's some stuff that'll be foreign film on there. I don't know how much you love foreign films. Goodwill Hunting. We did that. <laughs> no, we haven't done Goodwill oh, Hunting oh, yet. Oh, oh, oh. We talked about it on the. We've talked a lot Williams about it, but we've never done it. It will get done yeah. at some point. It's fantastic. The Intouchables. Don't know what that is. Yeah, it's not the same as. Uh, wait, the, wait. The Untouchables. Yeah, the Intouchables. The Intouchables. Yeah, that's not the Untouchables. Oh, seven, seventh Samurai. I haven't seen that. I'd like yep. to see that. So lots of good stuff up there on the poster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Look. Yeah. So we've, we're probably about forty-five in now. I would guess. Yeah. Between yeah. 40 and 45 of 100. So there we That's go. That's not too bad. We're, We're not doing too badly at all. Let's go ahead. The first time I saw this, um, this was, was this your first view in, Liam? Of, uh, yeah, my, yeah my first view. How did I miss this movie? Don't know. Uh, Georgia, your first watch? It was, yeah. Ethan, I think you said last week when we announced it, it was going to be your first watch. Yeah, I watched it last night. Oh, really? Uh, I watched yeah. I, I watched it this morning. But I, I watched Barbie last night. <laughs> Um, Megs, Will you, I like it? Uh, I'm going to ask you in a second. I'll say when I first... Uh, I watched this for the first time probably about 9 to 12 months after it came out. Oh, yeah. It was one of those ones where... <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park where it was just so highly touted yeah. that I'm not sure... I think I just avoided it because it, it didn't... It wasn't the sort of stuff that was me. Yeah, well, I was talking to my girlfriend about this the other, uh, yesterday 
And I was saying that, um, you know, what were we up to at that age? And I was like, well, yeah, I can see why that passed me. Because I was in college, I was, you know, doing performing yep. arts, I was doing these other things. War movies was not on my mind, you know. And I'm not even sure if Barbie Girl came out round about then, you know. That's a really weird link to make, but all right. Well, yeah, because Barbie's coming out, isn't it? Yeah, okay, yeah. But um, we were just discussing it, that was all. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and I never, ever got round to watching it. But that's an all-star cast. When you look through this cast, yeah. man, I was picking people up. Oh. Well, we'll get there. I do oh, name them. Yeah. But there's one person in this <laughs> film, right, I completely missed. Because yep. he, was, he was, like, more of an extra than... Sure. But, you know, he's one of my favourite actors. There's a few of them in here. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about Oh, it. my God. Max, had you seen this before? No, but my dad, he loves army films. He was um, in the army and he was a captain. He was in the Falklands War. Okay. So he yeah. fought at the Battle of Goose Green. And he's actually in a history book. Wow. Because he went and saved some people from a church or something. So I've got a copy of that somewhere. Wow. I've got a nice big full picture of him rescuing someone. So that's quite cool. Now, George is famous for hating war movies. But... They are fighting Nazis. So I'm hoping this is one where George's whole, I don't understand why we have to have war. I'm hoping the idea that you're fighting and killing Nazis. Oh, no, I'm fully understanding why there is war, why there was war in the past. The fact that we have war present day blows my mind. Okay. Let's do some context corner and do, uh, so producer Mark Gordon was a fan of Robert Rodat's previous work on films such as Tall Tale and Fly Away Home. They're flying with me. The pair met in early 95 Mm -hmm. to discuss potential projects and ideas. Within a few weeks, Rodat conceived Saving Private Ryan. He was inspired by a gift from his wife, a historical book about D-Day, called D-Day, June 6, 1944, of a climactic battle of World War II. Uh, it was written by Stephen E. Ambrose, recounted the events of, well, Normandy. Uh, Rodat visited a monument in Keene, New Hampshire, dedicated to American soldiers killed in combat. He noticed the losses included brothers and said the idea of losing a son to war is painful beyond description. The idea of losing more than one is inconceivable. So he wrote the script over the following year. Michael Bay was originally hired to direct this. Oh, Jesus Christ. So uh, I said, but left the project because he couldn't resolve how to approach the material. And I've written my notes here. Can you imagine that I responded? Of course you can. Pearl Harbor. I like Pearl Harbor. But you're you're the one guy who liked (laughs) Pearl Harbor. Because that's what happens when you Michael Bay World War II. Yeah, it's different, I'll be it's honest. It's different, yeah. It's yeah. very different. Yeah. So at least he was good enough to go, maybe I'm not right for this. And then uh, I was like, was Pearl Harbor like 2001? Uh, yeah. I never saw it, but yeah. 2000, 2001, yeah. Yeah. So about three years later, he said, okay, I'll give it a go. Uh, we have, again, was it Ben Affleck in that, wasn't it? Ben Affleck, yeah. yeah, yeah I swear, ben Affleck like, and everything. I, I swear, I I, in the audio commentary, all he does is shit talk the film. He's like, why did we make this? This is stupid. Is that Armageddon oh. you're talking about, or is Pearl Harbor? Might be Armageddon. Armageddon, he talks <laughs> crap throughout it. Never mind. I, I, whenever there's a Ben Affleck movie where he gets kind of grumpy, I just assume it's that one. Yeah, so basically. Nana! All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Nana. Um, where we are here. Uh, so then a junior agent named Karen Sage, the Creative Origins Agency, representing uh, an actor of what I will call Smom Spanks. Smom Spanks. Smom Spanks. Hmm, Sounds like a promising up-and-comer. Yep. Uh, He gave Smanks the script, who was immediately interested and met with Gordon and Levinson, and Smanks shared the script with his friend Steven Spielberg, who agreed to direct because Spielberg was a big fan of Smom Smanks and wanted to work together for quite some time. 
Is he is he in relation to? I'm not saying. Uh, Rodat <laughs> thought the that Paramount would cancel the project after the studio purchased two other World War II era scripts, one called Combat and one called I am not making this up with Wings as Eagles. <gasps> that was in the other movie. That was the George Clooney like yes, scandal. Yeah. What are the odds? That's not That's amazing. That is crazy. I like it when we get that double plays, double features like that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I said, isn't that, hey, isn't that Baird Whitlock's big breakout film? <laughs> <laughs> With popular actors such as Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger attached to those other two films. However, having secured the involvement of Hanks and Spielberg, two of the highest paid and most successful actors and directors, uh, that was Spanks and Spielberg, I should have said, Gordon suggested Paramount executives prioritize saving Private Ryan. Uh, Spielberg would then, through his company, DreamWorks Pictures, help finance the film. As a result, it basically removed all the other producers from any clout on the film. Because Levinson said, you know what the score is when you go in with Spielberg. You're not going to be on set making decisions. No, 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 exactly. So in August 97, Summer Redstone, Sumner Redstone, chairman of Paramount's parent company, Viacom, had Spielberg flip a coin Viacom. to determine the film's distribution rights. Wow. So Spielberg wins the toss. He gets the favored North American distribution rights, and Paramount will get the international rights. But if it goes, he loses it, it goes the other way around. Wow. Spielberg won the toying toss and got the... Uh, the toying toss. The coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had that so, much yet. Is that a spoonerism? It might be. Smoms Manx yes, is a big fan is. of uh, of, <laughs> of a of a toying toss. And uh, so he got the North American distribution rights. And then, uh, then as what are the odds? Paramount received the North American distribution rights to instead to DreamWorks' Deep Impact. <laughs> oh, for fuck's that sake. That keeps coming around, doesn't it? That's nuts. <laughs> We're going to have to do this smell. at some point. I it, think you should. Deep Impact is the um, Joss Whedon. <laughs> it just keeps coming up. It does, doesn't it? Uh, to keep the budget low, Spielberg and Hanks took almost no upfront salaries, but in exchange, they'd get 17.5% of the gross profits Ooh. each. Oh, my God. Money, so money, combined, money. every profit dollar between the two of them, they take 35 cents of it. Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty good, isn't it? So uh, we'll talk about some of the inspirations we get along. Spielberg wanted older actors to uh for his main cast claiming that young soldiers would look older than their age under the stresses of war uh and people who weren't cast but were in the short running just something worth considering pete postlethwaite yeah tony shaloub who's he you ever see marvelous mrs mazel yeah he's midge's dad yeah yeah wow and garth brooks were considered for unspecified roles Oh my god! So I'm trying to figure out who would these three guys have played because I don't have the answer. I think I, as we go through, I might suggest a couple, but I don't know. I think Garth Brooks. Well, we'll talk about we oh, okay. <laughs> So let's do the deep dive. We start with a lone trumpet, and it's the score, and it's John Williams, and the score is fantastic in this film throughout. Throughout, absolutely throughout. Um, See, I didn't notice it as much because it's the not sound, supposed to be that kind of film with no, a big anthem, though. Is there's it? lots of noise, and we couldn't get the TV settings right. And all I could hear was the sound effects really loud, which, of course, there is a lot of. Yeah. So I didn't really notice the music, but I think that was more our telly problems. The music is almost like the last post. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 it's that, sort of remnants of that. It's, it's feeling of that, isn't it? Have we, we already have gone the through f- a second bottle per second? Yes. It's in the glasses. Well, this is mango something. Right? But that was, that was Buck's Fizz, so that's no, not that's, strong. That's, that's the... 
Okay. I was going to say, do you, have one more the, the <laughs> do you have the fact about how Williams composed this? Because I was talking to a friend last night and they told me this fact about uh, his composer. <laughs> so it's a fact it. or a fact? I'm using finger no, this is, a, this is a fact fact. All right. Um, the, um, they wanted Williams to write huge epic music for the battle scenes and he refused to and left them mostly silent uh, music wise and said it was, was more impactful yeah, that's uh, what I that way. And then they put in they put in parentheses. He was right. He was right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So a desaturated American flag flies in the foreground as an old man is followed from behind by his family at a graveyard. George, we are in a conversation. I'm gonna leave it to the end of the film. Okay. Okay. Uh, the following of family is massive here. Like they're all following him, and you think about the legacy of what that means yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. Uh, we see paired images of the stars and stripes and the tricolor, which is the official name of the French flag. It's just the tricolor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he walks between countless headstones on the ground and stops before one of them, breaking down and falling to his knees. But the name is hidden from us. The camera is positioned behind the gravestone. So we don't know who the guy is. We don't know who the gravestone is. It's just a number of graves. Just Yep. Countless graves. Uh, I've been to, uh, I've been on a pair of battlefields trips with, with school. Yeah, and we've gone to some of the major British slash Canadian uh, war monuments and grave sites in in France and Belgium, and it's a powerful. There's one where it's just count. Same How idea. Many crosses are there in that one? <sighs> yeah, thousands. Probably ten. Th- probably ten thousand. Because wasn't it? Oh, this could be wrong, but weren't there about three thousand casualties on Normandy the, alone? On the norm- yeah, at the beach. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So like. The American one is massive. I never went to the American one, but we were told if you ever go there, huge. Wow. But we went to one with a lot of Brit, Canadian, Australian, kind of Commonwealth. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was massive as well. And it was just this, this endless parade. I've got, I've got pictures for, from there. And then Vimy Ridge, any Canadian should go to Vimy Ridge. It's fantastic in the sense that it's, it's, a, it's an architectural marvel. But what it represents is just insane. But we have a friend, Paul. Yeah. Who goes to do a walk around these battlefields every year. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm I'm part of a musical review night where we're going to sing and raise money for his walk. I'm coming to watch it. There we go. I'm singing cellophane. Do you, do you want to know what I'm singing? Shall I leave a surprise? Uh, no, surprise me. Okay. Liam, are you coming to this with me? What's this? The review show. Where's that? Don't worry. It'll, we'll tell you off, Mike. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Liam's all, what? Huh? Who? I'm, I'm used to remembering stuff. Or Yeah, we noticed when we said about the chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, there's a slow zoom, and we increase the diegetic sound of warfare as we zoom into this old man's eyes. And that's called a sound bridge, when you have the sound from the next scene overlaps with the visual of what you see in the previous scene. A bit like in, I think, what's that? Was it Apocalypse Now with the the helicopter? When the ceiling fan's going the on. Ceiling fan, I yeah. believe so, yeah. It's yeah, been a while since I've seen Apocalypse Now. But yeah. <laughs> That was an epic. That was, a, I, think, I think I'm still watching it in some regards. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and then we, in, so, uh, introduction to cinemas. Cinemas were intro- instructed to keep the volume up when they showed the film because the sound effects play such a crucial part of the overall effect of the film. Spielberg also requested that no one gain admittance to the movie once it had already begun, just as Alfred Hitchcock did during the release of Psycho. So if you're not there for the start, you ain't coming in. You ain't in. coming in, yeah. I don't see, might be an instruction. I don't see cinemas turning people down and going, yeah, don't take your money. <laughs> Not really. No. But it's interesting. June 6, 1944, Omaha Beach. And it's blue. It's blue and it's gray. They strip all the color out of this film stock. Mm, yeah, yeah. To show that war is 
bleak. Not colorful. It's bleak. It's 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 either death or it's dull. And it's always raining in this movie. But nothing happens, which yeah. is a... It's uh, a tsunami of chaos. That's what it is. A tsunami of chaos. I've been teaching metaphors. That's poetic, Megan. Yep. I like yeah, there it. There you go. Meet John H. Miller, played by Smom Smanks, who you might have guessed. Oh, it's Tom Hanks. See, I've, got a different, I've got a different name for him, but I don't think I should repeat it here. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep it to myself for now. <laughs> what is... How many appearances do you think he's on the pod now? Um, Nine. No. Ethan, you're low. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought I was overselling. Eleven. Twelve. You're high. Ten. It's ten. Ten. <laughs> how many can you name? Catch me if you can. Yes. Toy Story. The things Toy Story, they yes. do. What? Like, what the things they do. The things Jerry they do. What the things. The what the things they do. Uh, Sleeps in Seattle. Sleeps in Seattle's right. I don't know. Who what do you else? think you are? No. What, 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 what are you saying? <laughs> that thing you do. <laughs> that, <laughs> thing you do. <laughs> that thing you do. I knew I'd get there eventually. Are you okay? I think I've got four. I don't know. Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story's been volcano. said. Joe versus the volcano. One. I need to watch that again. I enjoyed that. Uh, We're missing four. Um... Houston, we have a problem. Oh, Apollo 13. You still haven't done the Green Mile, have you? No. I keep no. asking that every week. Life is like a box of chocolates. Forrest Gump. Forrest Forrest Gump. Gump. With Jay Salahi, that one. Yeah, that was, was good. Uh, I think maybe we've said, oh. Uh, 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 oh. Was he in Big? Did, have you done Big? Big. We've done Big. Big. That was what I was trying to think of the thing yeah, yeah, yeah. for. So I think we've hey. doing oh, big. Oh, I said Big. Uh, I'm sorry. There were a lot of voice. It was, it was like okay. bullets whizzing by my head. <laughs> uh, Miller is the adult in the story, was the theory. Everybody else were like boys, and he was the grown-up, intended to project a calmness and feeling of safety, but is undermined by his tremor. And the first thing we see is we see his hand tremor before we even see his face. Yes, we do. Yeah. Other people who were up, apparently, although we... I don't know how much, because Hanks is the one who brought up the Spielberg's attention. Yeah. But other people who are considered, I mean, the one makes sense. If it's the 90s and you want a big epic, who are you putting in here? 90s big epic, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say that. And then the other one, uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, Kevin Costner. No, I said Harrison Ford. Uh, Kevin Costner. <laughs> Not Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner's doing like Waterworld and stuff like that at this time. Jesus, he's kind of moved on. Thinking? Yeah, he's kind of moved on to do bad stuff. Uh, Spielberg <laughs> wanted Hanks to play Miller because he thought he was the only actor who would, quote, not want to use his teeth to pull a pin out from a hand grenade. So he'd play him as vulnerable rather than like, I'm the toughest man there ever. Oh, well, it's how you direct the actors, not how the actors choose to play the part. Well, I mean, you you got to consider you got to consider like there's that but when you sign these big actors a lot of them have some sort of degree of control over how they're presented and well, if they refer to as they of course well that's why they cast well, Hanks because exactly, they went he's the yeah. guy who'll do that's it odd. and obviously Tom Hanks has a bit more than just the actor in it he's more than just Tom that. Hanks is a huge producer yeah, yeah, at this point yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hanks formed Miller's character based on the history of a second ranger battalion prior to Omaha Beach saying he believed that Miller's chief characteristic was he was horribly afraid of getting more of his men killed. Yeah. That was his number one motivation. You could see that. Some random guy vomits uh, on this boat as they approach the beach, just like he tried to do the Twitter McDonald's challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, I should keep that joke in. And I'm like, no, nah, it's all right. It's fictional. Uh, Miller tells his men that he'll see them on the beach. And as soon as they lower the front guard on their on their vessel, oh. like two guys get like shot and like the blood spatter flies onto the camera lens. And that was a choice to leave that stuff on the lens. Even if it exposed the fact that it's a film, they thought it was grittier that way. They, yeah. Mm. Total right choice. And that's handheld camera, wasn't it? Uh, almost get- all the film is done with handheld camera. Yeah. 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 
Uh, let's talk about Omaha Beach, or should I say Curaclo, Ireland, which is where they actually shot it. Oh, okay. Uh, Spielberg described existing World War II films as sanitized and sentimentalized, focused on depicting honor and the glory of service in a way that was, quote, very safe and wholly untrue. Spielberg believed the legacy of the Vietnam War made his generation less interested in glorifying combat in film. See, Georgia, you and Spielberg would be on the same page on this. Yeah. One of the many ways I consider you guys to be kindred spirits. Yeah, we're exactly the same person. He wanted to present the courage of the soldiers in the face of palpable terror and almost blind terror. He said, I cannot tell you how many veterans came up to me and said, please be honest about it. Please don't make another Hollywood movie about World War II. Please tell our stories. And he says, I remember one of the veterans telling me the entire charge up to the beach was a blur. Not to his memory, because he still remembered every single grain of sand when he had his face buried in it from that fusillade raining down on them from above. But he described how everything was not in focus for him. And he described the sounds. He described the vibrations of every concussion of every 88 shell that hit the beach, which gave some of them bloody noses, rattled their ears. The ground would come up and slam into their faces from the concussions. And this sequence was filmed over three to four weeks at a cost of $12 million alone just for this scene. I was going to say, that had to be... That's a big moment. And as I was watching it with my dad, and I said to him, is this realistic? Because obviously he's got experience of being in these sort of situations, obviously not in Model 2. But, no, but where do they serve? Um, which which combat was he in? Meg's the Falklands, yeah, yeah. Goose Green. You said that at the start. I'm sorry, I missed that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, so I said to him, is this realistic? He doesn't usually sort of talk about the... They tend not the, to, do they? No. Yeah. Um, so I don't tend to ask about, you know, but he did say it was quite realistic. Yeah. So. Um, the scene involved 1,500 people, including 400 crew, 1,000 volunteer reserve and Irish army soldiers, and dozens of extras and about 30 amputees and paraplegics fitted with prosthetic limbs to portray disfigured soldiers. Yeah. Their numbers were supplemented with over 1,000 mannequins. See, today this would all be digital, and you lose it. Mm, you would. You that lose it. Real. It felt great. Yeah. It felt like you were there. The extras were divided into platoons of a designated leader, allowing... Because this thing... I'm, I'm not going to go into everything that's historically accurate about this film. Like, this tank was really... You can find all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, It'd be yeah. a nine-hour pod. Just trust me when I say it's it's hella accurate. It's and, and we're nearly an hour and a half in anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, costume designer Joanna Johnston contracted a American company responsible for making boots for soldiers during World War II to make about 2,000 pairs of boots wow. using the last batch of dye from that period. So there's still dye kicking about. How crazy is wow. that? I'd keep my boots. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Soldiers in the ocean also wore wetsuits beneath their uniforms to minimize hypothermia. And the Department for Veteran Affairs set up a special 800 number to help the hundreds of former soldiers who were traumatized after seeing the film. Uh, 800 number is, I don't know if it's the same over here. Free it's, number? Yeah, it's toll free. Yeah. yeah. What, could you? Ex- I don't know if that explains it in this, but you know when they're in the water? Yes. And there's, sorry, water. Yeah, you was right in Norfolk there. Water. Water. <laughs> when, I was, when I was trying to learn how to say water for uh, Spamalot. <laughs> I couldn't figure out. Like, you like, oh, water. Well, I'm like, what do you say? Water. Like, water. <laughs> <laughs> the bullets going through that. Oh, how what they, a great how thing. How do they do? How I do don't they have that? that. I don't. But what was even more impressive was a the bullets going through the water, but then also, and I think I mentioned here, but as the camera comes up and down out of the water, the you water. lose all the sound and then you gain it all back. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. Great. The sound in this Nuts. film is fantastic. Nuts. Mm. Yep. I was watching this with like a proper like home cinema soundbar and I was watching it with my mum and I, I had to scream over and be like, is this too loud for you? Because of like how and it was like 50% volume, but you it, gone, it hit. This is how Steven Spielberg wants it. 
We're not turning it down. Loud. This is the correct way the director intended. No, you weren't here, Uncle Jim. When we started the movie, you don't get to come in now. <laughs> See, this is the opposite of a Nolan film, because I can hear everything and the yeah, dialogue. It is the opposite of a Nolan I'm film. I'm terrified for Oppenheimer's sound. I think he'll have learned by now. I hope so. I hope so. He's had apparently two of them. His, apparently his director friends bullied him over Tenant. And so and they should. Even- you couldn't hear a lot of it. I rewatched it. Still couldn't hear shit. Um, so I've got here. The, it's also colorless, and the sound is driving the narrative more than the visuals. And I really stand by that. I think the sound mm. is is directing us as to where to go. Yeah, I agree. So many men die before they even get to the beach itself. I've got my notes. Bullets are whizzing through the water. You this is be. all I have, Liam. Brackets. That looks cool. That does. <laughs> You'd be lucky to even get they do to that? the end point of the beach, wouldn't you? Like this really gets the idea that it's. Like, Tom Hanks, as much as we want to go, you're alive because you're a great captain or whatever it is, it's more like you're alive because you're just... There's a whole lot of dumb luck in this film. very dumb luck because it doesn't matter how good a soldier you are. It's like being up in the air in an airplane. It's just odds. It doesn't matter. If you're in a It's random. It's chaos. It's random. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, you might be able to 5% here, 5% there, but eventually, if you're in enough of these things, they'll get you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you're too close to the front, it's over. If you're too far at the back, like there is the tiniest percentage yep. of, of anything. Miller starts to give instructions to a guy. Uh, this was, I mean, it's 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 weird to say it's funny, but it was funny. But mm. at the same point, it, it's really stark. He's giving instructions to his guys right beside him, and then he gets shot. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh. He looks around, and they kind of do the bit where, like, it often gets used when like, a character's concussed in a film. Where they kind of make it all like ringing sound in the yeah. ears, and you just times, see him look yeah. at these boys who are dying all around him. Uh, a couple guys got lit up by fire. Oh, oh that was. And then other boys like who look scared, embracing for death, and we see limbs torn off. A guy picked up his own dismembered arm. Ugh. Oh, and the sound here is numb, and we return to his shaky hand. And someone, so he gives his, his guys, who will later meet, some instructions. And they go, where's the rallying point? And he goes, anywhere but here. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, just get out of here. Because this is the, it's all dumb luck, but this is our greatest likelihood of dying if we mm. stay here. We Did need to see, move. You know the crosses they had on the beach? Yes. The the stakes and the, the sort of it was just obstacles, wasn't it? Just obstacles, yeah. yeah. But did you see how they were all trying to fight for that one bit of protection? That little bit of cover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, a soldier with his guts kind of outside of his oh, body calls out oh, for his God. mother. Oh. And he gets to this point where you're at the front of the beach and they've got the barbed wire across. It's kind of as far as you can go. And he asks the guy beside him, who's in command here? And he just hears, you are, sir. <laughs> so it's like, oh, thanks for that. Oh, I'm in charge. Okay. That's not in good. Chaos, and yeah. so he asks his right-hand man, where are we? And the guy says, precisely where we're supposed to be, but no one else is. I'll talk to him in a minute and who he is. Um, Do you think I like this fucking hair, man? Oh yeah, where'd he get there? <laughs> <laughs> the radio. So he says, tell them, tell the, the guys, there's a guy with a radio, tell them this. And he goes, okay. And then he goes to talk to him again, and he's been shot yeah. in the meantime. In and then he goes to make concave. the phone call himself, and the, the machine's been shot as well. And so, why would you... Why would you take your helmet off, right? I know it's probably not much of a... They did that a few times, though. They kept falling yeah, off. Like, mm. But he, he, one guy took his helmet off. Well, I'm about to talk about him. Oh, jeez. The medic Get down. The medic's working on a guy in the gunfire, and they stop the bleeding, and they're like, yeah, we stopped the bleeding. And then the guy gets shot in the head, and it was all for nothing. And the pointlessness of war is just apparent. Mm. 
And he says, give us a fucking break, man. Yeah, he's like, yeah. And then this one guy gets shot in the helmet, and he takes off his helmet to look at it, and then eats a second shot in yeah. the head, and now he doesn't mm. have the helmet on. And I, why is he doing it? I think it's for us as the audience to go, this is how quickly it can all be yeah, over. Yeah. One oh. mistake, and you're done. Yeah. Mm. The Americans create some sort of a bomb that creates a hole in the German line, and they charge through, and we meet Mike Hovarth, played by Tom Sizemore. His third appearance in the pod, Liam's already referenced one of them, which was Point Break. Point Break. Which we do with M from Verbal Diorama while we're shouting out people. Do you know who the weird thing, us. though? Every time I see him, that's the first thing that goes through my head. Can you name the other film we've done with him in? Oh, he was another support, wasn't he? Yeah, he's not really a lead, is he? Uh, I can't even think of a good quote. It's just, let's imagine me and you running very slowly through, through, through an airport. Not airport, airstrip, basically. Oh, heat, wow. heat, yeah. heat, yeah. <laughs> he was in heat. That's the only way you could have you could have explained it. That's yeah. the only thing I could make a reference where I'm like, oh, because we we wait two thirds of the movie and then go have a cup of coffee. Go for a cup of coffee. Or yeah. Georgia can't recognize yeah. one of us from the other because even though one of us has got a goatee and one of us doesn't, Whoa. they look the same. In <laughs> help you know a father again at 88 or something, Steve. Yeah. Yep. Um, Tom Sizemore was cast in a thin red line when Spielberg offered him a role as Hovarth, Miller's friend and confidant. He had a history of drug addiction, and Spielberg mandated that he pass regular drug tests to keep his part of the role would be recast and all his scenes reshot. Describing his character, Sizemore said he was a quiet man. He was taciturn. He followed orders, and he loved the captain. If he had a tragic flaw, it was that he didn't know when he's had enough, when it was time to say, I can't do this anymore. That's true. Uh, Tom Sizemore's playing himself in this film. He's brilliant. He is, but he's playing himself in this film. Yeah, but he's brilliant. Yes. I love Tom Sizemore. My thought is this has got to be the Pete Postlethwaite role. Yes. Am I, am I wrong? Like, no, no, I don't no, think no, there's no. anybody else who this could have been. That's what I'd have thought, yeah. yeah. Uh, could could also have been Tony Shalhoub. I'm trying to think how old he would have been at the time, but it could have been Shalhoub. they cast it older, didn't they, because the yeah. others are younger. I don't think it's Garth Brooks. No, Garth Brooks, I think, is a different character. I, I do, too. Okay, it'd be interesting when we get there and we see if it's the same guy. There we are. Um, they make a stand against some shooters on top of a ridge who are making the area unpassable. They sneak up behind and take out the Germans in a section of the ridge and then light it up like a barbecue. And they say, don't shoot them, let them burn as the Germans start to ply out. That's the tough, Germans try to surrender and are shot and Hovarth tells them to stop shooting and two men walk up clearly surrendering. One is bald and they're shot and the two German shoulders who are shot trying to surrender are actually speaking Czech. They were saying, quote, please don't shoot me. I am not German. I am Czech. I didn't kill anyone. I am Czech. They were members of what the Germans called Ost battalions, uh, mostly Czech and Polish, taken prisoner in Eastern European countries. If you go on the um, on the closed captioning, and I did, it says speaking Czech. And I, I confirm this. It, uh, it is accurate. Can I ask also, while you're on the, the language thing, yep. why did they choose not to um, hear the Germans talk? What do you mean? Because near the end, I was like, I want to know what he's saying. Yeah, but that's the reason for it. That's that. A, that's why you need um, Upham as a character. So he get, he's a translator. So it puts us in the same shoes as Tom Hanks and the rest of the men. Oh, Okay. So that's privileged information, which only one you guy make can know. Your own assumptions about sure you what do. you think. So when they shoot for two of them, we don't. It's really unless I read and that Hanks, to you, Hanks, you'd never know this. Hank Miller is it? Miller. Miller. Hanks. Um, he even looks at them in disgust. I want to point out that Megs has been very good and not jumped ahead once so far. I'm no, being a good girl today. I haven't really that jumped ahead. I'm just saying me. the language 
I thought, you know, I wanted to know what was going on. Yeah. Because I'm making my own assumptions. I think it puts us on. in the shoes of the man. When you well, go, if you don't know, what do you do? You shoot because mm. you don't know, because you have mm. ignorance, because you have fear, because who's to say blank, blank, blank. They're mm. all wearing similar uniforms. Oh, it was really well, hard to tell them apart. How do you know who you're shooting at? How do you know I it's one on your side or their side? I had a huge issue of going, who am I, who am I looking at? Oh, who are they shooting at? They would have been in the same situation, wouldn't they? Sure. Germans really, have more of a dark you know, uniform chaos. than us. They? Yep. Who are you shooting my, at? My grandmother was Czech. W- she was, was a... She um, shot by Tom Hanks? I hope not. No, no. Well, it wasn't she was, Tom no, Hanks who shot him. No, uh, she was an evacuee from the uh, from I guess it was Czechoslovakia then, but Czech Republic now. Yes, like during World War Two. That that fact's just oh. That's Wait, awful. hang on. What would you say? She was a, an evacuee. She was a, she was an evacuee. Yeah, she mm. um she came from Czech uh, Czech to the UK, and by the time the war ended, everyone in her family was gone, except wow. her brother. Her brother, who her like the 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 guy who was looking after her was a uh, Christian. Uh, I think he was not a bishop, he, but he was in the church, and he basically went through Europe to try and find them. And did couldn't. she stay after the war? Or yeah, she stayed. She stayed in. I think it was Carlisle, oh, okay. and then met my granddad and had my dad, and then yeah. had me. But because because it was it was either a Catholic family or Christian family, uh, she immediately was no longer Jewish. Okay. So ups and downs. Mm. Um, as he gets shot, the two men who don't seem to be two of Miller's guys say, "What did he say?" And he goes, "Look, I washed for supper." And Miller looks on concerned at the men being so cavalier at shooting these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And we meet Adrian Caparzo, played by Vin Diesel. I wasn't expecting this one. I am Groot. This is Vin Diesel. In there. That was Vin Diesel. Yeah. Which one's Vin all about his family? Uh, if, if, to, to make it the most obvious, Vin, this is the guy who takes the little girl out of the. Uh, oh, that's Vin Diesel. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. So okay, I recognize yeah, it was Vin Diesel. <laughs> well, I know because she out. asked which one he was. No, so I'm like, what's the most obvious thing he does? I know. Diesel was cast for Spielberg saw his self-starring directorial efforts. Who knew he was a director? Yeah. Um, uh, two films called Multifacial and Strays. He was working as a telemarketer at the time, having struggled to secure acting jobs, and this basically sets him up. Yeah, incredible. he uses this yeah. one from a Spielberg film, and he gives him a, a you know he's a memorable role, if nothing else. I think this mm. is the Garth Brooks role. Oh, I don't think this is the Garth Brooks role. Interesting. Idea, yeah. Okay, I'll tell you who I think it is when we get there. Okay, he finds a Hitler youth knife and hands it over to Stanley Fish Mellish, who I'll call Fish for the rest of the film. Fish, yeah. played by Adam Goldberg, his second appearance on the pod. But you know who this guy most pr- pr- primarily is? Mm, I'm trying to think which one. There's so many. In there. He's a Jewish guy. He's the oh, guy who like mocks he, them yeah. as they all he go walking by. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you know who he is outside of this? He's, Ch- he's Chandler's roommate, Eddie, from Friends. Yes, of course. The, uh, yeah, yeah. I know this, but I was trying to figure out which one was who. Yep. There's so many faces in this movie. Okay, so now you know who it is. Do you know what other film we've done with a minute? Um, it's this year. Um, I remember you saying that it was yes. that fact, but I don't know which film it was. Oh, I, oh, I remember a minute. Frost yourself. Oh, diamonds. Um. Oh, what is it? Uh, oh, how to is yeah, it? Yeah. Our love fern. Yeah. How to lose a guy in ten days? That's it. Oh. <laughs> Eddie was brilliant in this. We're going to call him Eddie. Do you know what his role didn't exist in the script until he was cast? And mm. like, this would be a totally different film without like a Jewish character in it. Do you know what? He, mm. uh, he was a standout in this. And I don't know if you noticed, uh, I am jumping ahead now. At the end, when they go back to the graveyard, there's a very prominent star of David. Yeah. 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 
Uh, and he breaks down crying when he sees this Hitler youth knife because it's yeah. the manifestation of everything that yeah, yeah, he's yeah. here for. Absolutely. Uh, Hovarf collects dirt that says France and adds it to a bag. I'd love to see more of this, this bag he's got where he's got dirt from all over. We didn't see mm. it after us. This is, this is saying that basically these are all the places he's been to fight, isn't it? Yeah, Belgium, France. Italy. And all Italy. Yeah, he's yeah, been all over. There's one that just said Africa, which is like if we just put one that said Europe. But <laughs> yep, you're wrong. He he didn't know. World War Two. We tend to think of it primarily as a European yeah. war with some stuff in the South Pacific, but we forget Africa was n- Northern mm. Africa was absolutely a uh, yeah part of the conquest. Uh, conquest conflict um we focus on miller and someone tells him it's quite a view and he agrees and we get what he sees but before that, we get a close-up on the eyes which is very similar to the close-up on the eyes we got on the old man at the start of the film mm-hmm. so the question is are they trying to suggest this is miller mm. see i didn't get that because the film's showing us that i looked at him and i went no way that's not well, it's, it's hard it's hard to go back and see it for the, well you did see it for the first time didn't i you? did see it for the first time okay, so i thought I, the cinematography was absolute i'm gonna say this the cinematography is them trying to tell you it's him yes i agree yes but i kept saying no it's not just I based on it, yeah. on his face shape i didn't feel i <laughs> thought we were gonna cut i thought we were gonna cut back to like sort of i thought it's gonna be like a back and forth thing for a second and then obviously the next yeah, shot clearly right. was not this that's, is that's this trying is, to make you think that's miller it's weird to say this this is very a league of their own <laughs> well, they start with like a, yeah, the yeah, old people yeah, all yeah. gathering together. Then we have the story. Then we go back to them at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we then get a uh, like a montage of the beach with everybody dead, including an S Ryan face down mm. in the sand. It was like, what's so important? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Because he says, doesn't he? That's a in that beautiful view. Yep. And when he said that, oh, he says quite a view. Quite a view. Beautiful. So, okay, yeah. something like that. But I, I genuinely thought he was looking the other way. Like further forward, no, he's talking back. about just. And the, I went until yeah, yeah, and I thought yeah. that's not that's. Not, uh, the movie was shot in order. It began June twenty seventh, and then on August twenty seventh. So they did this in sixty one days. Wow, which Ooh. feels impressive. Yeah, yeah. The Two months of filming, brilliant. eight weeks of filming. The beat scene took twenty five of those sixty one days. Wow. Filming completed 50 shots, up to 50 shots a day, and they weren't storyboarded in advance. So they didn't know really what shot they were looking for or what they were going to do until they got out there to allow for spontaneity. To wait. which point, I'm like, if you're Spielberg, good shout. If you're the cinematographer, you're like, help me out. <laughs> Give me an idea what I'm shooting tomorrow, please. Talk about all the Dutch angles and every angle. You can- and, and it's a wonderfully shot film. Possibly mm, think, yeah. yeah. Spielberg wanted actors, the actors, to get little rest. Quote, a war is fought fast. I wanted to keep all the actors off balance. I didn't want them to be able to read 75 pages of a novel. I wanted to work fast enough so they always felt as if they were in combat. I had to keep them on the set, which meant shooting the film even faster than I normally do. War doesn't give you a break. And it was shot from front to to end, pretty much. So some of the crew found this a mentally demoralizing experience because the cast started together and then left one at a time. Yeah. And so it was just like a few people left at the end. That's like war. Yeah, I dig dig directors (laughs) who think on this level. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You can really feel it as well. And doing it. Like within them. And doing it from start to finish, which is unheard of, isn't it? Because they normally take scenes different. Just what's convenient for our shooting schedule, yeah, what's convenient yeah, yeah, yeah. for what we can get, yeah. But you do get that feeling of there's a camaraderie. And people. keep everybody to the end, and then we all clap yeah. until the last day. Different Ooh. story here. Um, the voices of several senior officers are heard giving eulogies, typed out by ladies in an office. One woman holds up two at her desk, though, and is concerned and checks out a third pile. She then adds a third into her letters before showing it to a colonel with one arm. 
Did anybody? I recognize, lost my mind. Did anybody recognize the Colonel Ethan? Obviously, did anybody yeah. else? Ethan, who is it? It's Brian Cranston. Say my name. Yeah. And this is this is still when he's doing Malcolm in the Middle, right? See, this is this is ninety eight. Filmed in ninety seven. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. This is hard for me, right? Because there's so many people in this film. Oh, that's that huge. I, I picked out mm. yep. and so many people I saw. I knew that was Brian Cranston, but if you held up a picture, went, "This is the guy." Yep. Me trying to focus on the first yep. time I watched it. This is the trying to focus on all the characters. You don't have to justify why you didn't get it. It's okay. No, no, no. But I do because that's the thing. Okay. He's done three. Okay, here's what I'll throw at you then. He's done three films in the pod. Can you name either of you ever two? Because they've both been in like little supporting roles like this. Um, open to anybody. One was an early, no early, in, early. Nope. Was he in like in Bruges? Nope. No, no, not early in episodes. I mean, I can't even remember. I saw the. I looked over my list. I don't even remember him in the first one. Oh, um, it's like. You do no. That's, that's not um, thing you do in his. Yep. Um, What's it called? Um, uh, 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 Wolf Wall Street. No, no, we haven't done Wolf of Wall Street. Really. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get here? I led you here, for I am Spartacus. That's what I was thinking of. That thing you do. Um, He's so somewhere in that thing you it do. It took me three days just trying to say the film. It did, which it did earlier. <laughs> and everyone's Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, he's the I guy. Who's, he's the guy who's trying to get him a book deal. Uh, yes, yeah, oh. watch that one. You see, so uh, the three letters of the three brothers are going to be sent home that day, and there's a fourth brother somewhere in Normandy. And we cut to the farmhouse, and Mum sees the car arriving, and steadies herself for what it could mean. Oh. And the camera's kept inside the house as she goes outside. And that's, so, that's, that's that Lawrence of Arabia thing, isn't it? Is, is that Lawrence of Arabia? Sure. I don't know this. Well, Lawrence of Arabia at the beginning is this camel that just comes. You stay with one focus and the camel just comes. It's a bit okay. like the car. There's a lot of films. The Godfather's is a very famous scene where we stay outside the room yeah. with the wife as, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, not De Niro, but Pacino is like embraced and made. Or is it De Niro? I forget which one's which in that. But he's embraced and made part of the family. Yeah. And so we kept outside of there, and it's sort of as a result, we're inside the house, and we can see the picture of the four brothers off to the right. But she knows what she knows what's coming. Oh, she knows. Well, she knows, knows she's one of them's dead. Well, yeah. yeah, she don't know there's three of them, does she? Yeah. Would they have had the special actual visit, or would it have just been in the post usually? No, was it no, it would so be it would be delivered visit. by a soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think. We did that thing you do. There's there's the telegram, and that's actually delivered by just a regular guy. So maybe it isn't. I don't know. But do you remember they when they always show one, them in movies though most of the time, don't they? As yeah. people coming up and usually it's a soldier, but in that thing you do, it wasn't. It was just a regular no, post no, guy. It was, yeah, yeah. Just a just a postal worker, telegram. Um so a super senior guy um is said, Well, why do we have to bring him by? What's the point of that? Oh, I've cut myself off. Can you guys still hear me though? <laughs> I can tell you. Okay, great. Where did that come out of? Can anybody, your earphones that have come out. Just yeah, of I'm aware of that. If someone can try I and can see, hear is you. there a uh, Okay, so where has that gone to? There must I be a, a half connection here somewhere. Oh, yeah. You got it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, if you could put that back in there. There we go. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> um, oh, I've got sound in one ear. i got to tweak it a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah, I need See, new headphones. Do you I want need these new, blue ones? No, I need new headphones, but I'm okay. It's, it's both now. I'm okay. okay. Um, we will upgrade. So the, Yeah, we will. That's the next thing after Ethan is we're yeah. all getting headphones. <laughs> a super senior guy reads a Oh, I have to upgrade Megs as well, <laughs> My headphones are all right. No, no, I mean like the microphone. We could get like another, another, another um, we get another arm and another oh. one of those to match that. So then we'll all have proper 
Because this fills out the bleeding of others. Oh, does it? Yeah, whereas my voice and Liam's voice will get picked up on your mic a little bit. Oh, dear. There we are. So <laughs> I saw it last week because you said something and it was off the mic and you had to bring your voice back around and you can barely hear your voice when really? you miss the mic and then when you bring it back around, you hear it really clearly. So clearly the, the settings clearly work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're very much a road podcast. There's road, <laughs> there's road everywhere here. So, Ian yeah. sent me two links of mics to look at and they were both roads. Yeah, we're doing road. That's who we are. Yeah, we, we are, are a going, road. We need road. Yeah, so we're going. <laughs> we do need roads. Very good. Um, so Super Senior Guy leads, reads a letter from Abraham Lincoln, which explains why we don't have people just do things halfway. That's a heavy, heavy monologue thing he, he well, not monologue. But he reads a, a letter from Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If the boy's alive, we're going to send somebody out to find him, and then we're going to get the hell out of there. And the Ryan family was based on four Nyland brothers, detailed in the book that he read, uh, the writer read at the start of the uh, pod. There, who were deployed during World War II, two were killed, and a third was presumed dead. Per sole survivor policy, the fourth was returned from the war. Uh, the eldest was actually later found and liberated from a prisoner of war camp wow. after they thought he was dead. So I was wondering about this sole survivor policy um, and like how how does it work? So if there's two brothers and one of them dies, so they have to bring the other it one back. It seems like if you're a two, or is it sorry, like you, you don't have, have enough, you don't have enough brothers. Not enough <laughs> this was the only bit that I. It seems like you with. have to be three or four. Yeah, yeah. It just seemed. It seemed kind of arbitrary because if you only have one son. Yeah, you're screwed. And he's been sent out to war. Like, he's the well, last remaining son in his family. lost the son, all of your sons. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't get my head around this bit and how, obviously, the whole thing that happens later. It just seems to stop, like, statistics, like, or, like, you lost four sons in combat. Yeah. But it's a lot of effort to go to bring one back. That's the, basically the plot that's of the movie. I know. That's what I was trying to <laughs> say. Yeah. risking lives... Yep. To go and do that, you know, if they happen to come in contact with him, say, oh, well, you can go home now. But actually sending people out, which I know is the whole premise of the film. Yep. it To me, I just couldn't get my head around that. Which is good, because I think it, it shows some but, of the strife. Much like when we have the debates and things like Whiplash, which I know you're, you're a massive fan of. Whiplash? But Whiplash, yeah. Whip. Oh, whip. Cool Whiplash. Uh, much like that, though, I think these these arguments you have where you can see the nuance, you can go, he's not wrong, but he's not wrong. I get what he's saying. Would That's what makes the best. Oh, this is an actual thing. But not in this. Did they actually send a group of 10 or 8? It was 8, wasn't it? Would they have sent a group of soldiers out to specifically find somebody? I don't. They did, send, they did send the eldest, uh, the sort of innocent, this, this boy home. So they had to go find him and, and send him home. Now, this film makes it a bit more interesting with the fact that he's no one knows where he is. Well, this is the problem. So you got to find him. So that that's the yeah. I just can't imagine. Is this movie fight a bit? Your, it, it's for the point of the movie. Maybe. I don't know. But would they risk their soldiers to go find one soldier to send him home? Yeah, man, the man the versus debate. the mission. This, this is the debate. Is the well, debate isn't it? I know it's that's they the heartfelt that thing to do, but then. Obviously, as the film goes on, we know what happens to them all. Uh, I don't know. There was a case in World War II where five brothers were all aboard a ship that sunk during World War II, and they decided we're not putting five of them in the same place again. Yeah. Well, that was the well, that First World sense. War. That's why they changed it, wasn't it? Because First World War, some villages were wiped out because they they fought together, they were friends together. Mm-hmm. Hence why they said, right, we're splitting you up so yep. that villages and towns can carry on yeah. when you come back like if you go to canada's very similar to, to, to the uk and that no matter how small your town is you can find a war memorial yeah from you know family from members of the town who were killed in world war one or world war two world war one especially like wiped out like a generation of men yep because i think something like three times the men die in world war one than world war two yep 
So and that's the thing that people don't don't people think because of World War Two because it's the one with. I guess more clear iconography, mm. <laughs> you know, the whole Nazi thing. Yeah. Um, and we think that's going to be, because it's also more recent, we think the numbers will be bigger, but actually World War One, the numbers are insane. Send them over there. It was just way, again, what we said, like it's just random, right? Yeah. So just keep sending, who who runs out of men first is basically what World War One. is. what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. A war of attrition. If we yeah. had World War Three, do you think everyone would be, would have to sign up and like, what would they do with women? Would women um, just get called up as well this time? Conscription, interesting. I don't. Yes. I think it'd be a much different situation it because would be. I think. I mean, World, hopefully, it'll never happen. World but. War One and World War Two existed in a time when you believed in the whole. You believed in the government. You believed in your country. You believed in all these things. People would be. We more now live. It we now live in a time when is there a greater glorification of the self than social media? Look how look how look how wonderful I am. Let me cultivate my mm-hmm. thing. And we're all, well, this, everyone's got their own opinions about their own governments, and as they should, but if there was a war coming out, this idea that you'd be willing to lay down your life for someone you've never, that's not going to happen today. But then no, what no, happens no. to a country if you don't have enough people fighting for it? What is a country? I mean, this is a, it's a totally different so, world now. With everything that we have, there's so many, like, nukes, there's so many I mean, drones, well, there's look, so many things that these days, you, I read the other day that tanks are now redundant in war. I don't know. But look, look, look at the stories you hear about, like what's happening with the Ukraine and the Russians. And every I can't believe that it's all the time you, you're hearing about how the Russians are like losing control of their men or they're refusing mm. to do stuff. And you know how much of that is media spin? I don't know because because I won't know because I'm not there. But this well, idea of it, we all have who's been there because the difference is we all have our we have access now. Like the the, the world is so mm. is so wireless. Mm. The ability to control the narrative explicitly is gone because we, we can all access it. Then I wonder. Some, in, oh, sorry, Ethan. Oh, no, I was going to say there's some guy on TikTok who his entire thing is just, I'm in Ukraine. Look at the daily vlog of a guy who's in Ukraine during it. Let me tell you this and that. But it still feels kind of wrong to see that because it feel it still feels like very, hey guys, it's me. Like I don't. That feels. Like it's taken away from the weight of the situation. Yeah, when it's like, hey, it's your boy Jimmy. <laughs> it's like, you know, don't like, do the TikTok dance in the battlefield. Like, share, and subscribe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like that. That's awful. I, I I got a friend who's teaching in Russia, and I've asked him. I said, what's what's it like over there? What's just just what what's what's the news like? And he gives their side of it, and he says, look, what we're hearing over here is this, this, and this. And, you know, so I know what they're being told. Now, they have a pretty healthy distrust of Western media over there, but it's like, you know, it makes you kind of consider some of the shot. I'm the first to Um, go. (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's really weird in the notion of, obviously, some nations are still trying to create, there's still war going on. And what does that mean about the ability to actually discard all that other stuff and go, I believe, in the nation's cause? And I might not agree, but I'm going to follow orders. I'm going to be told I should follow orders. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, 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 a really, it's a really weird situation. And, hey, we have listeners in Russia. We have listeners in we the do. Ukraine. Like, yep. And there's people on, on, on all sides and people who aren't in the room where it happens and yet are being told to go out and do stuff. It's yeah. bizarre, like this idea of total fidelity to an to a cause written by our government. It just feels so against what we would do now. Because it's almost as if war is pointless now. I just can't believe happen. human beings can do mm. what, what they do to other human beings. We haven't learned from our past. No. 
I remember last year I saw on the news there was some video of like some bunch of Russian soldiers, and I think the Ukraine's like, "Why are you doing this?" And just the response because it was like some kid basically just going, "I don't know, I don't know why, but I'm here." Speaking of, I don't know why. Let's go to D Day plus three. Tom Hanks is walking around and seeing men eat like sandwiches and shave themselves in a mirror. Whereas earlier he was using a mirror to see if he was going to get shot. And so he's having a hard time with it, obviously. Because that was a war zone, you know, a couple yeah. of hours back, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> he speaks to an old guy, Dennis Farina. Oh, did you not recognize him when he showed up? Anything to declare? Yeah, don't go to England. <sighs> Snatch, right? Oh, Bullet yeah, Tooth yeah, Tony yeah, and Avi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I recognize them. And he gets told, hey, you got another mission. He goes, how many did you lose? He's like 30 something. He's like, yeah, yeah, we got another mission and it's, it's tough, but that's why they gave it to you because you're that guy. Came straight from the top. And he's got to go rescue this kid. And so he needs a new interpreter because his interpreter has died. And so he gets a new interpreter uh, named Upham. Uh, Upham is played by. Oh, Jeremy something. I didn't get his name down. But he's uh, this twitchy little kid, and he wants to bring his typewriter. <laughs> and he shows him a pencil instead. You don't need that. Yeah, he's like, because this guy's just signed up to, like, translate documents. That's what his job is. He's not is. prepared to go out and he's Jeremy Davies. Jeremy Davies, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Who I know best is Daniel Faraday in Lost. I love this guy. He was also in Twister. Twister. Remember, do you remember Twister? Yeah, yeah. He's, I, he's the, I think he's the guy who sort of looks at the pop cans and sort of decides we should. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, but yeah, so Upham's getting a lot of grief from the other boys because he doesn't know how to act amongst a group and he's trying to talk and he's that guy. It's his first day at the job and he wants to be in on, on, on all he's the information so awkward, yet. Isn't he? And he's going up and ask some questions and it's like this, you know, he's like, I'm writing a book about brotherhood. And like, what do you know about brotherhood? You don't know. You haven't been here. Yeah, and they're like, and don't salute the captain because when you salute the captain, it tells the snipers which guy to take out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, they're definitely not like cushion it in any capacity. No. And then we meet Richard Ribens, played by Edward Burns. Um, he looked familiar. He's done a lot of things, but he's just kind of that guy in a lot of films. Because to start with, I thought that was Ben Affleck. Oh, did you? You could only see a chin. This is the guy I, I think. Can see that. This is the guy I think Garth Brooks will play. Did you? I do. I think he'd be this guy. Uh, he was described as a wise guy in the script, uh, but the experience of filming the Omaha Beach Land had inspired uh, Edward Burns to give him a, a harder edge. And he wants to know what the logic is of sending eight guys to get one, even if it is FUBAR, and FUBAR would be a... Uh, Fucked up beyond all recognition. Well, there's the there's, there's a reveal for an hour later in the film, but you're right, that's, yeah. That's what I kind of agree with, though. <laughs> but just I don't think old. that existed back then, FUBAR. Do you, think, do you think this film gives us Fubar into the, into the general I, yeah, yeah, vernacular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that was. That's not something you would have said back then. I never heard that. Well, they, they, they're, until they're, then. they're trying to kind of claim that this is. Yeah, this question is: is this is this? I mean, the film created is my question. Oh uh, yeah, I Should think I have so. Have a Google. You can. What was the what was the genesis of Fubar? The origin of Fubar. Yeah. Oh, I meant this was the first time I ever heard of Fubar. Whatever in your life, you never heard Fubar yeah, before. I've never yesterday? heard someone. And not until yesterday. Oh, no. really? Okay, I've said wow. foobard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's a verb. Um, meet and then we meet Barry Pepper. Uh, sorry, we meet Private Jackson, played by Barry Pepper. Uh, he's the sharpshooter. Oh, I like him. Oh, well, he was talented. If you've seen the Green Mile, yeah, you've seen this guy's the serial killer or something, isn't he? Or is no. he ever? Is he never? Is he never guard? He's the guard. He's, he's the, the guard. evil guard. That the evil guard. Little he's Mr. Guard Jiggles. He's the guard who don't put the thing back on his head, is he? 
to make oh, it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. He's a little, he's a little, he's a little, yeah, yeah, he's nasty in that. He thinks this is a waste of his talent, and he and the captain goes, "This is how you gripe. This is how to do it." Mm. And they go, "Don't you gripe, captain?" He goes, "I gripe upwards." And yeah, I'm yeah, like, you "Gripe down, you gripe up." Someone was the head of the department. I'm like, "Yeah, I hear this." <laughs> There's so much I let my I let the team know about how I feel about things, and then certain things I go upwards with. Yeah, and I tell the team who's underneath me, that middle leader group. I said, "You can disagree with me, but when we go out in that room, or if you're talking to anybody one on one on the outside, we're all on the same page." Mm-hmm. That's why this way that has to be yeah. or else this whole thing falls down. Yeah. But if you disagree with me, we can go to a room and we can talk about it. Whatever we decide upon, if I pull rank and go, this is how we're doing it, but this is how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I've got a great team. That's so, how leadership works. That's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. just like if for someone above me and says, this is the way we're doing it, this is the way we're doing it. All yeah. right. Um, so he goes, well, and so um, Ed Burns' character, Ryben, says, well, what if I was a major? What would you say then? Well, he said, if you were a major, I'd say, I think this is an excellent mission and a fine <laughs> use of our resources. <laughs> the irony is always brilliant. And it starts to rain, and then we hear gunfire. And I was going, is this on their heads? And no, it actually no, is another sound bridge, kind of, as we go across this village where the Germans have been splitting the American forces in two. Um, a messenger goes out to give a message and uh, he gets shot and then he's shot like 20 more times by the Germans and the Americans get hot and Miller says we do the same thing to the Germans mm-hmm. as long as he's got a breath in him he carries that message yep. so you gotta make sure he's dead and um, Oppen wants to know where the captain's from and he says oh no one knows that it's $300 but it'll cost you five to get into the pot if you want to go ahead and get it and no one knows this for a living either so he's a walking enigma and this is great because it makes Oppen a great surrogate for the audience he's a new guy to the battalion we're a new guy to the battalion right mm-hmm. so as he gets information we get information and much like him I'd be pretty scared too doing what he's doing because he's yeah. clearly gone I haven't held a gun since basic training yeah 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 and you pretty can't scary. everybody who turns around in life and go oh, I'd have done this I'd have done that you don't know I totally think I'd be like you him you are in that situation you have no I'll idea myself I'd be petrified sometimes people who are completely f- like frightened and being the guy who yeah, locks through. it down and sometimes uh, I would never for a minute consider what I would do unless I was there I wouldn't know no Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. I would I know assume what I'd, like I'd, to do. I'd be afraid, but I know what I'd like to do. But I know who I want to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you just you just get on with it. I guess if you're out there, doesn't what else can you do? You yeah, day by day, don't you? you it's really interesting. Yeah. So um, it appears they, it is actually from World War Two. Oh, really? Yeah. Excellent. And to be fair, they were so worried about like accuracy of everything else. It does seem weird to create something. It just seemed odd. That's what Michael Bay would do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they come across a family of French people in this half blown up house, and the American they want the Americans to take their little girl. Why? And Caparzo takes the girl because it reminds him of his niece, and he's told, "Do not take that girl." And the guy just completely defies orders because he's all about family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get get this girl a little barbecue. Uh, (laughs) Miller rips the little girl out of Caparzo's hands as we follow orders. And then Caparzo eats a a bullet. And no one saw that coming because we didn't know there was a a sniper out there. And uh, he's calling out to Fish because he's got a letter and he wants Fish to deliver. But Fish has been told you don't go out there. You don't go out there. And And Wade, the medic's like, can you see him? Can you see him? He's like, stay where you are. 
don't move. They all seem to have letters, though, in their pockets. Was no, that, I think that's the same it's the letter. same letter. Oh, it's the same letter. It's like a cursed oh, letter. See, I missed that. I thought yeah. they were yeah. written letters. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, it's it the same letter. On? I wish I'd made that a little bit more obvious. I thought that was a, I thought no, that was a they different... They did. No, I, the I just assumed the they all had their own yeah. personal see, letter. I, I knew because I read an article thing about it, but it's all... I thought it was they all had their own letters that they wanted to get past. If you follow the bouncing ball, whoever gets the letter is the next one to eat it, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed that somehow. So, um, oh, I saw that. Caparzo has a letter and wants Fish to deliver it. And we see things through the eyes of the scope of a German sniper, but then he's killed by Jackson. Jackson's quoting Bible verses as he's shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this character's great. I love this oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Um, Miller comes up and says, that's why we can't take children and gives the, the little girl back to her uh, father. And the little girl then rightfully slaps her dad about I like 50 that times. Bit. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, I would do the same. What are you thinking if you have a dad? What do you think if you could parse You're not. I'm not being You're funny not though, right? Why would you? Why there was would you other members. You have more on? than one kid. No, no, no soldier is going to stand there and shoot kids and and, and a family, are they? That's got no weapons. An Eng- a British, a British, an American soldier. They're going to start aiming at. So yeah. there's a young girl with them. They're going to. I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, they, they they willingly let kids die in in certain places during this. That's true. I'd rather die with my family. Yeah. What was that girl? Um, exactly. Not with, yeah. not with the US. But if, yeah. if, if I mean, if you're in the Americans, like you can't be. L- you have a hard enough time getting through these places as it is, let alone yeah. taking care I'm of this little saying. girl. They're going to be going that through doesn't speak your language. The more she yeah. would be staying there. Uh, Medic Wade grabs the letter from Caparzo's dead hand because by the time they get back to him, he's dead. Did you recognize Wade, Georgia? Wade. Oh, yeah. Wade is the medic. My Are sister's that- having my baby. Yeah. Have you got what a fire? film? Is that? No, no, it's from Friends. Friends. Oh, it's, Phoebe, it's his it's second Phoebe, film. Phoebe's, it's Phoebe's, Phoebe's brother, brother. Oh, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, yeah second. Risby. Is, is he that thing you do? No. What's he? No. Avatar. Oh, I was an Avatar. Are you sure it's the second? It might be his third. Oh, maybe. Uh, I don't have anything on him though. Ah, oh, jeez. He's a great actor. He is. He's really good. Oh, he shows him. up in all these things oh, that you don't expect brilliant. him to be. Um, so where are the Germans? An accidental wall break reveals a whole bunch of Germans having a meeting. That's nice. Oh, that's the guy, bloody... Um, he leans on me. Where did it get to it? Where did it get to it? Oh, sorry. Uh, it's a standoff and the Americans all win because we have... Da, 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 da. I'm curious if George recognized this guy. It's a heads up, I'm recognized two people in this entire okay. film. So you should recognize this guy. You should recognize this guy. On. It's really tricky. Because no, no matter where you go, <laughs> even in war, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Cheers. Ted Danson. Danson. Oh. Sam oh, Malone himself. I know, I know, I know. Okay. Give me a moment. Sam Malone. Give him a moment. Sam Malone is the guy who kind of talks to, yeah, he's the, he's the head guy in this region, oh. this part yeah. of the film. The guy who knocks everything over, Sergeant Hill... Ethan, who plays this guy? It's Paul Giamatti. It is Paul Giamatti. And who you I might recognize him. as the chauffeur from Save, Save Mr. Mr. Banks. Mr. Banks. He's brilliant. He's so good. Oh, I think he's the, isn't, isn't, he, isn't, he, isn't he the main guy in The Lady in the Water? Isn't that him? Is Paul Giamatti in that? Oh, is that an M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah, yeah. I can never say his name. Uh, How do you say his name? Oh, no, no. The Lady in the Water is is not not in that Shyamalan. I'm getting them confused. That's what it is. Oh. Uh, but the lady in the water is Pan's Labyrinth, Kikiyama del Toro. Oh, del Toro. Yeah. 
I'm thinking Isn't of the it? other one. I'm thinking of the other one. Maybe it is that one. I don't oh, know. It is, it is that he thing you do that Giovanni Ravisi was also in. Paul Giamatti was the guy who was in the... Oh, you weren't here for the Truman Show, were you? No. Paul Giamatti was in the Truman Show. He was the guy who was, like, helping in the oh, control room. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah. That's he a great was. film. Um, he's the a great, worst film in existence. He's a great then we, I love that film. Then we, oh, according to your ratings, Transpotting is the worst film in existence. <laughs> I didn't rate Truman Show. We, would, you have rated it, would you have rated it lower than 2 out of 10? It gives me the same sort of feeling. We meet James Frederick Ryan, played by... This is the, this is the incorrect James Ryan. Uh... Okay, that Maimon. We find out his bro- no. This is yeah. We find that his brothers are dead, and you're going home. And he goes, well, "How did they die?" And he goes, "In action." And he <laughs> cries, and he goes, "That's not possible." No, no, it's possible. He goes, "No, my brother's still in grammar school." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes, you are James Francis Ryan. He goes, "No, I'm James Frederick Ryan from Minnesota." Oh, that would be a short <laughs> film if they found him that quickly, though. And so, <laughs> did you recognize who this was? Anybody? No, no. no. Oh, you're gonna kick yourselves. This is a very young Nathan Fillion. You're joking! You might recognize George as Captain Hammer. Oh! (laughs) The new Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's a very young Nathan Fillion. Was Nathan Fillion in, um, oh, what's that spacey thing? Firefly. Oh, he's in Firefly. Firefly. I was thinking Firefly. He's the main guy in Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danson and Hanks have a good scene together as they walk and talk, and some people say this revitalized uh, Danson's career. Because people really? thought he was just comedy, and then by doing this, he proved he could do something more, and it actually gave him... You don't realize how like tall the, that man is. Oh, Danson's a tall man, yeah. <laughs> and I thought he held his own with Hanks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He should, he, I always thought Danson should be more of a movie star than he was. Yeah, because he never really, really made it. Not deep. really. Not really. <sighs> um, take me to church. Miller and Hovarth are in a church reminiscent about a guy called Vecchio. And this is where Hanks goes... When you end up killing one of your men, it just said when you end up killing one of your men, hmm. you tell yourself it's so you can save one or two or even a hundred others. Do you know how many men I've lost under my control? And Hobart goes, how many? And he says instantly, 94. 94. Like it's always on his mind. He had it ready yeah. to go. Yeah. That means I saved the life of 10 times that many, many 20 times that many, right? And he needs, he needs, he needs absolution. Yeah. He needs someone to you go. Would need that, wouldn't you? you are doing good. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. and so during this time, Wade, the medic, is rewriting the letter to, to that's right, that's, Caparzo's father. Yeah. Too, too much blood it's on bloody it. on the one oh, side, yeah, and he's yeah. writing it out mm-hmm. again. And he says, um, he says, I wouldn't trade, this Ryan made me something, because I wouldn't trade 10 Ryans for one Vecchio or Caparzo. That's the thing. It's, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? The, they've the, gone the, to the find guy you know. Guy you you know, know him. Yeah. yeah, they've gone to find a stranger, and they've lost their own guys on the way. So Wade confesses uh, he pretended to be asleep in a story about his mom. Because he just didn't want to talk to his mother some nights and it haunts him. And I think we've all had that situation where mm. we've had someone, you know, I remember, I remember my dad sometimes, you know, like sometimes single dads do. Sometimes he he wouldn't show up on a weekend mm. when he was supposed to, or he'd phone us and say, I actually can't make it. And I remember once I was like, I don't want to go with you. <laughs> and then he, and then he got sick. Yeah, and so you think of that, and of course, my dad wasn't thinking about that at the no, end. You know what I mean? No, no, no. But no. you think of these but moments, do. don't yeah, you? Yeah. And you go, okay. The times I wasted. The times I. Yeah, one of my last conversations with my mom, she was worried. We, I was still upset about some fight we had. The last man was home, and I went, "Oh, mom, no, no, I hadn't even." I'm like, "Mom, no, no, no." That 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 ended when I when I we had it out. We got done with it. It was good. It was good. We're we're, we're fine. I said, "You yeah. need to know, we're fine." And not we're fine because it's it, it is this conversation at this point in the journey, but we're fine because we're fine. Yeah. And we have been fine. 
Yeah. I suppose, though, you never know when you're going to have a last moment with no. somebody, do mm, you? Because no. things are unexpected. So he's sitting there going, all she wanted to do was talk to me. That's all she wanted to do. Mm. Um, my uh, my uncle passed away, was it February or March this year, I think? I can't remember. Uh, but he, my, my granddad passed in December. And because he's in New Zealand, he phones, uh, he, he phoned the, the home phone and my mum was out. And I saw it just said unknown number. And I was like, it's probably just a, like a, like some stupid number. Like, I don't need to answer it. And then I listened to the voicemail and it's my uncle telling me, like, telling what's happened. And still, I'm like, I regret not answering the phone. I didn't know it was him, but oh, God, yeah. I regret not answering that phone. I, I, I do understand the regret. I yeah. do, I do. But it's, it's, it's slightly different in the sense that it was ignorance. You didn't know. Yeah. You didn't know. Um, but I do understand the regret. Mm. Uh, Upham tells Miller, I think war's good for you. And Upham's just this guy who's read about war. That's all he is. Yeah. And Miller picks up that he's quoting Emerson. This is Ralph Waldo Emerson. But also notes that Upham's trying to win the pool. He goes, what's it up to, 300? And he says, if it gets to 500, we'll split the money. And Upham says, why not go for 1,000 then, sir? And he goes, we might not live that long. So 500. And they go, okay, 500. And like, there's a guy who realizes, again, more of an Upham. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're probably not getting out of here. You just don't know when your last step's no. going to be, do you? Literally, it could just be, you could be snipered. In the next instant. Yeah. So Miller leads his men into a hospital area. It was this uh, area that uh, has been all sort of full of men who were injured. Um, it's just outside in the field, basically. Um, Fish, is fu- he runs up to a bunch of captured Germans and tells them, shows them the Star of David and says the German word for being Jewish mm-hmm. to mock them. And there's a pilot who's telling a story. It was we had a general on board. So they put a steel plate on the bottom of my, of my plane. But no one told me till I was in the air. He said, how am I supposed to fly this? It's so heavy. And the idea of how many men did we kill to try and protect one guy, which is the perfect metaphor for what's going mm-hmm. on. And there's a lot of that going around. And they all say foobar. And Upham still goes, I can't find this word. And it's a really weird mix of a little bit of humor as they haze the kid, mixed yeah. in some very dark stuff. And Jackson's given a bunch of dog tags and says, look for Ryan. And then Ryman's and Fish join him and it almost turns into a poker game there's a lot of stuff about like i got a straight flush i got this it's very disrespectful so much so that it's not even i thought it was the captain who came over in my head but it's not it's wade the medic who yeah. tells him stop doing this yeah because even hanks is in on it yeah he's, yeah, he's he, there he's, he's with, watching without care yeah, yeah. he's also uh, counting the yep things as well isn't he? Mm. the dog tags they were i'm guessing they were identification yeah that's what happens bodies. you wear them yeah, and that you, so you if everything else blows two, up yeah. you've got that is that yeah. the reason they always had two People have one two, to so take they, away, yeah, they took one, and one, one to leave on the body. body. Well, yeah. I suppose so. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never knew that. I didn't know. That. I just saw that as they took him. Miller starts shouting, so he's lost it now. He's like, "I'm, I'm completely. We're never going to find this guy." You start shouting, "Let me know, James Ryan. Let me know, James Ryan." And it attracts some attention, <laughs> and it does. And yeah. they bring up one guy who can't hear that well. I don't know if anybody's ever seen Sons of Anarchy here. Yeah. No. Do you know the guy with the big shaggy long hair and the big beard called Opie? Opie. That was Opie. He's like, I can't hear that well, that sir. Was That's Opie. No way. Years before, a good decade before. Wow, he looks so different. His voice is very high pitched as well, but if you look really carefully, you're like, I see it. Yeah. I need to rewatch that. Yeah. I was even knowing it. I was watching it going, I can barely see it in his I, face. I wouldn't have known that yeah. was Opie. And Opie's one of my favorite characters. 
Yeah, he's, he's got a really interesting arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He confirms that James Ryan is alive and Remmel babysitting the bridge and Miller makes a plan and he's been really cognizant of his handshake, but he forgets about it for a moment. Now the whole group sees his handshake and he sees them seeing his handshake and it's this unspoken thing and they just go ahead and they move on. Well, at least he's not the sniper, so you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they go across a cow field and it's got an old radar station, but they suss out there's a machine gun because there's these rotting bodies just waiting in the Those field. Those machine gun oh, guns are awful, aren't they? They're just horrible. They want to leave it and Miller goes, we can't leave it. We're setting up the next group then to eat it. We, yeah. we figured it out. We need to take him out. And this, again, is the men versus the mission. And he goes, it's not our mission. He goes, yeah, but we're not leaving it. And if, so we see the whole thing through the eyes of Upham, who stays back, and we just see they go up and out, and we're, we're, we're aligned. We lock with Upham. And then he runs up. Okay, it's over. Come on up. And we find out that Wade the medic has been shot. <sighs> oh, Wade. <sighs> and and goes, do you know what? Do you know what really got me? When there's a medic, you feel like you're in good hands. When that's the medic, mm. and you've got that guy who's fumbling and not getting it quite right, you know, and he's trying to guide them yep. through his own procedures and he knows what's coming. I don't know what's worse. Knowing knowing what's coming to you or if you're going to make it, are you going to make it, you know? Yeah, and they say, tell us how to fix you. And he goes, morphine. Oh, and that means... And that's um, not how to fix you. That means just... To make him comfortable. Make me comfortable. And he cries out, mama... There's a lot of that. And, and remember, what was his regret? Mm. His regret yeah, was I mom. pretended to be asleep yes. and I didn't talk to my mum. And they're pretending to give him the morphine, aren't they? So they give them, No, they give it to him twice. I think they give it oh, to him. I just don't think it's... Because I thought, I thought the first time to. I thought they were pretending mm. as well. Oh. No, I think it's I a, think they give a it travel, to him. Oh, they do? A travel morphine It just doesn't have, just, it doesn't have a plunge. It's just it you stick it in and it's done. holding anything to me. I think, I think you stick it in and then... It squeeze. just automatically releases, oh, yeah. I just assume they're pretending to ease no, him. No, 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 he, no. No, he's a medic. Well, he's dying, though, so he might not. You could go, it's a waste of morphine, but I think they decide. I think that the looks are about, is it worth giving to him if he's going to die anyway? Yeah. And they go, yeah, and then he dies. Miller then grabs the letter (sighs) out of his pocket. So this is still the Caparzo letter, but now Miller's got it. Yeah. Um, then a surviving German is found and everybody's taking their anger out on him. And Upham's going, this isn't right. And Upham's 100% correct in the sense that it's not right. But... It's, it's, it's you can see it from, and so I think we're supposed to be of up him going, yeah, is this, this isn't right with their rules. He surrendered. Yeah, but then where where are they going to take him? Where this, are is, they gonna... this was difficult because I at this moment this I is thought, why it's great because it's it does put you in a moral quandary. Yeah, it does. I, I was thinking, right, what are they going to do with him? Because either whatever they do is going to have a consequence at some point. I or felt either he's going to help them later on or he's going to go against them. I felt I understood up him. And I'd be sitting there going, this isn't right. And I probably would be this guy if I was in his situation or I was brand new. Yeah, same. I'm naive and I know what's right and I know what's wrong. And we don't do this. This isn't what we do. It's what makes us different from them. They do this. We don't do this. Yeah, I think you would. I think I would have felt that way. But I totally understand people who were like, my friend just died. Yeah. yeah. You need to pay for this. Yeah, because yeah. you were the one you know who caused it. Yeah. You know what's mad? Like, I was like, you watching, when I was watching that scene, I was going, no, I, I totally understand, like, Upham's thing. On reflection, knowing how well, this the, film goes. The, yeah, the film oh, yeah. Us. Yeah. On reflection, yeah. I mean, they could have yeah. wounded him so George- that he would. <laughs> George, Why is you're taking the top. 
So I'm trying to keep the fizz in. We're, we're trying to make sure this doesn't turn into a Benny and June episode fully here with Megs. <laughs> Trisha, what, what was your take on That'll this do. with Upham? I don't know. I, uh, I, I can't process this because I'm so far distanced from it. I, I just can't process as, it. As, as a film, as a member of the audience, what is your take though? Are you saying... I like that they who are you him. Who are you siding with? Are you oh, going... Upham, absolutely. Okay, okay. So, I think they should have maybe it's put a moral him in the leg or something. Yeah. They should have absolutely taken him out so that he can't go back. But not kill him. him. Yeah, but so he can't Because the film tells us Upham's yeah. wrong in the end. Just shoot him in the hand. Like, yeah. you don't have to absolutely. shoot You don't yeah. have to yeah. do any of so the damage. So you mean business, but yeah. he's still alive, so you're being, you know, you're being decent. Upham argues this isn't right. Miller walks away. They make the German dig the graves. Upham tries to give him water. Jackson slaps it away from him. He's trying to make, like, like the... And the hard he's funny, isn't he? He's being funny, he's laughing with him. He's trying to use all the American things that he knows. He's just mm. desperate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as 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 we all would be. So I think we all see Upham struggle because and he's the one left with them. And what does Up what can Upham do that none of them can do? Translate. He can speak can the speak language. language. Yeah. So the guy can speak his his heart more than just the Betty Boop. What a dish, right? He can do the whole the whole thing. Yeah. Um and so um Elsewhere, Miller's finding a quiet place and crying at this point because another guy has died on his watch. And they go to kill the lone gunman remaining, and Miller blindfolds him and tells him to march a thousand paces in that direction and surrender to the first Allied battalion he comes across. Ryben challenges Miller's decision and says, what if he finds one of his own guys? But you don't well, care about that. And just like it was a really good order, Sarge, just like, or Captain, just like it was a really good idea to come here. And he puts that right, right which is, he's already feeling it anyway, right? Yeah. And then you've got Sizemore, uh, Horvath is like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take this gun and I'm going to stand up for my captain because he's the, he's is the guy zero, 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 zero. If I'm with the captain, I'm okay. And Ryben's like, I'm marching off somewhere else. I didn't come to war to go find some kids. Oh, is this where they have the big argument, big stand oh, against each other? Like, he's got the yeah, gun right in his face. Yeah. He's proper, does, yeah. And it's everybody's shouting, and Upham's going, Sir, sir, he's going to shoot him. And Miller looks like he's just out to lunch. Miller's like checked out mentally. Yeah. And then um, Fisher's going, Ryan's dead. Ryan's dead. I can feel it in my, in, in my heart. Ryan's dead. And he just goes, eventually, he goes, Can we call Fish Eddie? He goes. <laughs> I mean, right, for all they know, Ryan could have been dead. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, let's just pointless. let's just end this. Yeah. And Hank says, "What's the uh, what's the pool I'm up to?" And everybody just gets quiet. And he goes, "I'm a school teacher. I'm a school teacher from Abbott, Pennsylvania. I I coach little league. I you know people tell me that I'm a when they tell them I'm, I teach English composition. They're like, oh, it makes sense. He goes, now no one knows. Have I changed that much? When my wife still recognize who I am when I go home? Well, he recognize himself. Yeah. He, and then she goes to the guy says if you want to go fine you can go it's fine but with every man i kill i get farther away from home i feel <sighs> yeah and ribin ends up falling in line because they they bury all the germ they bury everybody german and american alike they bury them all yeah and this they is never brought the, up again um, you know they put the the rifle with the helmet on my dad's got a tattoo on his arm with that sort of really? image with the rifle with the, the helmet on from i think something about his battalion or it See, I had no idea your dad had like a military history. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, he does. Uh, and then Robin falls in line, and he's like, he's there now for the rest of a go. Like this is enough. Yeah, for he don't. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't question it from there on in. I like this because this is a, an option. There's a certain voice of the audience coming through here. You didn't have to do this, and you chose to do this. And here's the ramifications of your actions. And I think the difference is they're going. You didn't think about this, and I think Hanks is going. I did think about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if this one kid who's dies, like he says earlier, if it saves 30 people for the next group who comes in who didn't notice it, yep. that's worth it, even if he was Wade, our friend. You're Frank in a Junior war, Junior. there's going to be sacrifices in there. You can't yeah. get around it. Um, when Captain Miller tells the rest of the unit he what he does for a living, his speech was much longer in the original script. Hank said he felt his character wouldn't have said so much about himself and told Spielberg as much. Spielberg agreed, and the speech was shortened. That's why I like Hanks. He gets it. Yeah. He's, certain, we, he's a we, good character actor. We saw in, what was it, Sleepless in Seattle? He was like, make, yeah. it, make me, no guy's going to save his changes, changes. And we're like, you got the kid fired, right? <laughs> <laughs> now at least it's, it's he's going, give, give me less lines here. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then we meet James Francis Ryan, who they literally run into blowing up a tank. That's lucky. <laughs> it's, it's Matt Damon's fourth appearance in the pod. And we want to go with this. This was Matt Damon? Matt Damon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, now Ethan's oh, made Ethan. the easy level joke. Anybody want to do the other stuff? This was actually the other person of the two I did recognize in this film. Did you recognize so, Matt Damon? Yes. Okay, because you're kind of famous for Matt Damon and Leo being a bit of a. Oh no, Matt Damon and Leo, I, I can pick oh, can out you? anywhere. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, what other movie have we seen that's got Matt Damon in it? Right. Okay. Uh, Face blindness, no, but memory of what he's been in. Not oh, so shocking! My memory yeah. is sh- my working memory for like anything uh, after like yesterday. Oh, Max has been shocking. so little. Ethan, really, it's on you because Ethan, oh. Liam's kind of famous for struggling on this sort of stuff. Yeah. The town. No, that was oh, was Ben Affleck and John Hamm. I'm sure he's in a Boston movie that we've and done. And Jeremy Renner. Uh, let's. Yeah, he is in a Boston he, movie he, that we've the, done. The, oh, the oh, it'll be Departed. Departed. Yeah, <laughs> Reverend Bruce right. brings us is to he Departed. In Snatch as well. No, he's not in Snatch. No. Who's that's, that? Brad Pitt. that's Brad Pitt. That's Brad. Uh, they look the same. What if I went? You, those are Terry Benedict's casinos. It is Ocean's oh, Eleven. Oh, of course. I thought it was Ocean's. Yeah. Any actors name Ocean's Eleven and the Departed, they're probably in it. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. third one, really hard one to do. He plays, I believe he plays Loki in the oh, play oh, within oh, the Ragnarok. movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. So cameo part for the third. That was quite funny. Though, that was really funny. Yeah. Spielberg wanted the relatively unknown actor to portray Ryan. Uh, he visited the set of Goodwill Hunting, and Robin Williams introduced him to Damon because Robin Williams and Spielberg have that long-standing Aww, from Hook. Robin Williams, right? Nice. So Spielberg cast him shortly after, believing he possessed a great American every boy look, and I would agree with that. Like he's mm. like you know red, white, and blue. Oh all yeah, yeah, yeah. Unaware that Goodwill Hunting success would raise his profile. <laughs> Other people up for the role, and one of them turned it down, apparently. I'm trying to think of how I want to phrase this. I am Sergeant Ryan's regret. What? Huh? <laughs> I'm trying to think I of how I'm going to phrase this. Get this clue. Okay, first rule of Fight Club. Oh, is oh. it Norton? Ed Norton turns us down. He, I can't imagine him playing it, though. Huh? Him. Matt Damon and what's the other one that I said I thought was Brad Matt Pitt. Damon, Brad Pitt. They all look the same. I don't think Edward yeah. Norton Edward looks the same Norton. as. No, I give you, I, I'll give you Brad Pitt and Matt Damon. I think Norton's yeah, I got think, a much more yeah. narrow face. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. the Ed Norton one. But the, the other one. Sort of the other like one. Another, another Dr. Horrible reference. Oh. NPH. No way. He yeah, he could have done this. Have you have you seen him do serious shit? He is very, very good. Oh, no, it's not my doubt, but he could be, he'd be serious. It's the He's idea trying. that. Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, who? Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris. Is he the singing, dancing Oscars guy? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know. Barney from How I Met Your Mother. Not, who's not yeah. Hugh Jackman, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doogie Hauser. 
Yeah, Doogie Howser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor do, Who. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 on, Just on Neil Patrick and How My Mother, we were, um, the end notes of my song where I sing a big note, the, the chords are like, we're really familiar. I'm like, what is that? What is that? And Jock started playing it today and just goes, da, 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 da. Oh. I'm like, I, can, I can't unhear that now. <laughs> there were chords there were loads of references in that song, actually. There were, yeah. Or things that might sound like it. Yeah. Um, I'm he, glad they had Damon. Yes. He's informed mm. of the news and the separate and rest of his group, and he refuses to leave the bridge because he says uh, the bridge will protect him. Like, this is one of two working bridges left, basically, in France, I think we're told. this Or this region of France, anyway. I can understand why he want, don't want to leave his buddies. I can understand he, there'd be less of them, and by I think, having... I think as you can you understand what everybody's saying in this situation. Yes, I know. Yeah. Can I just clarify yeah, yeah, yeah. this? Which is why it's great. But later I, on... But they've gone I all the way to I didn't get understand him. why he, his actions were different. Okay, we'll have to talk about it. We'll talk about it later yeah. when we get there. So the sitch with this bit, bridge, yep. are they trying to get across it, or are the Germans no. trying They're to get They're trying to keep it. control of it. To stop They're them getting the across bridge. the border. Because if the Germans can't get across that bridge, they can't move their troops across to combat Allied troops. Could right. they not just get on boats? It's a much well. Keep in mind, you're in the middle not, of France. It's 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 a it's a it's, it's a, not really a based on what it's actually, a longer way to go around. I know, around but if, if yeah, based it's on the plan B of the bridge the whole time, and the fact that the it's not the Allies that are trying to get across the bridge, it is the Germans. Why on earth do they not just take out both bridges anyway? Oh yeah, they could blow them up. Oh, because if you, it, cause, it, cause, no, because if you're the Americans, you, you want you forward. want you want access to the bridge for when it behooves you. Yeah, right. Otherwise, you can't but advance true, but forward. The, but it wasn't the immediate threat the Germans getting across. That's it. why they have it rigged. If we can't hold the bridge, we will blow it up. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we would rather lose control of the bridge for everybody than have the Germans have gain access to it and control of it. It just because once we lose it, we we probably ain't getting it back. But it, it, they kind of spoke about it as if like as long as they can't get across, we're fine. Yeah, which is why they've got it rigged. We've like it's, 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 twice it's as much. Of, it kind of just seemed, but that was like why a last you go man standing. Just take thing, it down. Oh, because you, if you to want to advance, forward, you still need what, it. Ideally, at this point in the war, and it's something that American war films don't do well, is sort of pl- place yourself as to where in the war you are. So at this point in the war, the tide has turned and it's definitely going the way of the Allies. American war movies tend to forget the fact that other countries are also fighting the war. Yeah. <laughs> like Britain's fighting it, Russia's fighting it. And they just they spoke about it very much as if like it's really important America, that they do yeah. not get across. So rather yes, than it would be it, it would be terrible mean, if they lose control of it. Yes, yeah. but if I have this thing, whatever it is, and the important thing is that the Germans don't get out. Now, could I blow it up on day one? Sure, I could. But if I can use it to my benefit. Then that's they didn't speak about the benefit of it very much. They kind of just said they cannot get across this bridge. Yeah, I guess so. it was no, just that's the, the whole idea reason why they were holding it. Yeah, that's the reason why it's, imp- it's important Waiting to have it, so they reason. don't have it. Yeah. Now it does kind of go all Lord of the Rings at the end, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um. So, Ryben calls Ryan an asshole. He said two men died trying to get to you, and at which point he takes it really well because I might be like. I didn't ask for y'all to come get me. No. And he doesn't do I, that. I still don't understand why they were sent on that mission in the first place. But, you know, we wouldn't have a film Well, he's told it, it's so. a PR stunt, which, which it is. I mean, They're it would look really bad. for America, looking out for the families. Yeah. You know, I, I do and get Hank's that. And Hank's compartmentalized but... it by going, if this gets me home, fine, I'll, I'll go get Ryan. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because I'll get him out of the war. Yeah. Oh, mm. what, if he completed that if mission. If he completed the mission. It seems to be the idea he thinks, if he, I can do this, I get oh, to go Oh, home. okay, so you've got a bit more incentive. So would that have been all of them, do you think? Or just him as the captain? It says that he gets it. It's implied, I think Hovarf says, I'll get it. 
Okay. Now, whether it's true or not, that's at least their motivation. So, they, okay, so yeah. I might, with that motivation, so I might risk from the top, that, hasn't it? Because yeah. then I could get out of the war. And, and, and he's a good soldier. Like, Hanks is a good soldier. What am I told to do? Mm. I will do that thing. Even if it is foobar, which the kid says, there's not to make reply, there's not to reason why, there's but to do and die. And the other guys go, it's another thing that he quotes. And it's this one's not Emerson. This one's Charge of a Light Brigade by uh, yeah. Alfred Lord Tennyson. Half a league, half a league. Half, half a league, league onward. onward. Yep. Yeah. Um, so uh, Ryan tells, says, well, what do we tell your mother? He says, tell my mother that when you found me, uh, I remained with the only brothers I had left. And then he jumps behind the sandbags and joins men. Uh, who would just be called the, the guys we need to die in the rest of the film until the important guys yeah. die. Yeah. And everyone keeps protecting Ryan, don't they? Yeah. The red shirts. Um, yeah, basically. Um, Spielberg had the principal cast take part in a six-day boot camp, wanting them to experience cold, wet, and exhaustive conditions, like those of World War II soldiers, overseen by uh, the historical accuracy guy and retired U.S. Marines. The, char- the actors remained in character while simulating attacks, performing five mile runs with full backpacks weapons training military exercises and push-ups after making mistakes on three hours of sleep per night in cold and rainy conditions so this is like sizemore this is like um, dedication this is shaking the head when you're talking about this is the, oh, this is the entire cast oh, well, that's, that's, yeah. the men <laughs> wanted to quit but hanks convinced them otherwise saying they would not regret they would regret if they didn't follow through the experience and it would help them understand their characters and their motivations. I mean, they're not actually in war. If they were in this real situation, it would have been much worse for yeah. them. So at least they can do is go through that, I guess. Vin Diesel Thanks, said, it. at that moment, we got this huge respect for him in real life. We were all exhausted. We all wanted to leave. And here was this guy who was a superstar who doesn't have to be here voting to stay. Um, and so, oh, did I say all the principal cast? I did, but Spielberg purposely kept Damon out of the boot camp. Because he wanted the oh. other actors to resent him. Ooh. That's like that next level clever. stuff, isn't it? Just if I was a director, you have a friend who would do this. Yes, you do. that's the kind of thing he would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if I have that in me. No, I, I, I would. I'm do not. It. I'm not as mentally manipulative <laughs> as a director. <laughs> Miller asks Holvarf what he's thinking, and he says, "He says I'm thinking a couple things. One is why we save it, but the other one is." What if Saving Private Ryan, roll credits, is the one thing we do good in this terrible war? And he says, what if it gets me home? And so that's his motivation as well. Um, and so saving the bridge and getting Ryan, because Ryan's not leaving because they're undermanned. I liked it when he said that and he was like, it's not really answering my question. Because left me in a rock, yeah, between a rock and a hard place. Because <laughs> Hanks could go, fine, we tried to get him. He refused to come. Could they have gone back at that point? I think so. I yeah, mean, yeah, it does yeah. make sense to them to support the defense of the bridge, though, doesn't it? As it this sort of turns into what Act 3 is. Now it's about saving the bridge. If we save the bridge, we save Orion. But they could have turned back sure. and gone, we couldn't find him. And well, you could have gone, either you'd lie and say you couldn't find him, or you go, he refused to come. Yeah. Either one's fine. He disobeyed orders. Go punish him. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, and so they're going to make a sticky bomb. And it turns out that only the captain knows what a sticky bomb is. And it's when you put some C4 in your sock. And then you go ahead and you coat it with axle grease. So it sticks. And then you go ahead. Throws and- it. So it sticks. Then, then, do a whole lot, then do a whole lot of throwing. Throw it. <laughs> yeah. So it sticks. <laughs> they prepare for the Germans by making lots of sticky bombs. No socks. Fish and Upham uh, discuss the meaning of foobar, and he, and he gets smartened up to it. Yeah. They've accepted him as one of their own at this point. Um, and then Ryan shares a story about Alice Jardine, the ugly girl, who uh, 
He gets woken up by his brothers the day before his brother goes off to uh, basic training. And this speech was ad-libbed, apparently, by, by Matt Damon. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, about spying on his brother in the barn with the ugly girl. Uh, the speech was rambling and not particularly funny or interesting, but the crew decided that's why it worked. It was true to an unformed kid like Ryan, fated to be at the center of his incredible operation. Uh, Spielberg liked it so much, he decided to leave it in the film. And it even asks, what about your wife in the rose bushes? Tell me that story. And he goes, no. That one's just for That's me. For me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, the German tanks, and then listen to music. They're hanging out, which seems really weird. But what else are you going to do? You're just hanging out. Edith Perf, is that name? Sure, the name of the song on yeah, the thing. Yeah. yeah, and then you can hear the German tanks, and oh everybody gosh. gets into position. Uh, this uh, this this build up was absolutely amazing because I'm on I'm on tenor hooks. I'm like. You know the Germans are coming, don't oh you? Oh, my God. Mm. Just, just throw just it at me and let me get in the middle of it. Or just don't, don't just leave me hanging, especially when you see the, the shadow of the tank. Yeah. Oh. Rybens looks Ryan up and down and nods. And it's that idea of, okay, you're the guy we're here to save. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Here, we're in. And I'm going to look to a proper spot. I'm going to get them out of the last bottle of Prosecco Last battle Prosecco. I mean, how how would you cope with this? Like, you're just waiting around to pretty much you're going to die. Awfully. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, when you've got time to think, that's when you start having doubts about stuff. That's when you start thinking too much, which is why when you're on the boats and you're breaching the storm on the beaches, you've not got time to think. You're just going survive, 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 survive. Yeah. When the adrenaline when kicks in there and you're waiting for it. Yeah, I think the it. adrenaline would kick in because oh, they're all knackered anyway, aren't they? God. I could feel it. I could feel the anticipation. Mm. I could feel... They have got a rough plan, though. They've got the sticky bombs. They've got the they're last the man tower. standing to blow up the bridge. Yeah, up in the, tower. In the tower. Although, if you were the Germans, Sharp would you shooter. not look for the high points and try and get the sniper? Because you know they're going to have a sniper in that big tower. I well, Ryben goes well, forward on this did, like mini tank thing and tries to draw them to go down this this bottleneck. He needs he need tips up. <laughs> and he gets one of the two tanks takes the bait. And they go down that way. And uh, the sticky bomb works at detracking de- de- a tank. Well, the first one don't. Because the guy holds it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he blows himself up. How does he blow yeah. himself up? Yeah, I missed that does. one. Yeah. I don't think he gets away in time. Gets stuck um, sticky bomb. But it looks like our heroes are winning for a bit, which is the cruel thing, because they show, yeah. that's going to work. It's going to work. Yeah. And then Upham is pinned down, and then uh, not so much pinned, and then he's just kind of paralyzed by fear. Feel like show shock or something. He has moments where he like runs a little bit here and runs a little bit there, but he just he just seems to be has he got all the ammo frozen. He's the guy, yeah, yeah, he's got yeah, ammo. Yeah. And he was told you'll he be you'll be Johnny people. on the spot. Mm. But it's asking a lot for a guy who never thought he'd be in this situation. But he's probably the one most people would relate this, to in a way, right? This and this is respect, why you're like almost yeah. willing him through this the is screen. Why I respect this film so massively because this is probably the, one of the most accurate bits in here yeah. is people not being able to be... Not everyone is a don't, hero. Don't, don't they can't glorify honour. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. everybody who shoots every- the stars and stripes should go, no. I can do no, this. God, yeah. no, because that is not what it is and that's not what it ever would have been for every single person. Most of them were probably terrified. My, my, almost all my memories of this film are this character from the first time I watched yeah. it. It's this character and his journey. Bits I don't remember. I didn't remember, how but the you, ones I did were him totally. If you're him, how do you how do you make that balance in your life to go? I need to move forward. Like he, you could see it was going to be a thing when he got taken from his little like typewriter pool he was in. He was fumbling around. Where he's going? Right I don't need. He? he tries to bring a typewriter. Like he has no idea what he's getting mm. in for. None. 
and he tries to be like one of the guys and they won't accept him and then we get to this part here and oh, i struggle with this next bit um where am I at here? Uh, he goes upstairs, and there's a fight between Fish, Eddie the roommate, Eddie. and the German. If he the, the, the same German they let go at the start of Act Two. Yeah. This one destroyed me. Yeah. The one where he went, it's not yeah. right, it's not right. And it now, was, he, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it's, it's Fish's thing that gets me. Because, granted, I have a bias anyway, because I, I, I like to see a Jewish person thrive in these films and survive. And the whole time he's like, I'm, I'm, it's me, the Jude, I'm the one who, who was able to stop you and seeing him just, oh, that, 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 that killed me. Especially because he's got a personal history with this guy. And then he says yeah. something to him and he says, what does that mean? And he, he'll never know. No. And he mm-hmm. dies not knowing what, the, and we don't get to know either, That's which is powerful. Knife in the- if we had <sighs> subtitles, that actually gets taken away because we need to be as helpless as, as I, fishes. I, I like the fact they don't have subtitles. He could have, he could have saved him, couldn't he? Yeah, he's, but that, that's, that's the point. He's petrified mm. Regret. <sighs> I like how he just War doesn't make us all heroes. I didn't realize that was the same guy that they let go. Yeah, it was the same guy he let it, go. It wasn't until later for me. Him go? They should huh? have shot him in the leg. I, I picked it up. When I first watched it, I picked it up instantly. Is that why they let him go? Yes. Tip for tat type. Yeah, I suppose so. Mm. Um, And so uh, he walks. So then the German guy goes downstairs and he walks by Upham, who's crying on the stairs. And I've forgotten Mm. my notes. He lets him live with his cowardice and his regret. Yes. Mm. He knows he's not a threat anyway, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. But it it is a a bit of a threat. He even says says Upham or something like that as he walks by him to go. Oh, no, that's. Is that later? That's that's later. Oh, it is later. You're right. You're right. Yeah, before a certain thing. Hovarth throws his helmet at a guy because they both throw their helmets because they both (laughs) thought I have a Which is a little bit of humor in like a silly situation. He then, they both hit their pistols out and he gets shot in the leg. He's successful in killing the guy, but he gets, it's his first hit. And then he goes and he like sort of throws himself against the wall and it's like this acceptance of, I ain't getting out of here. He knows, doesn't he? This, this will be the end of me. So how am I going to finish this? And he just keep going, doesn't he? They make the decision to blow the bridge and Horvath eats about three shots and then falls down and he claims he just had the, the wind knocked out of him. <sighs> Which if you took a shot in the lung, I guess is accurate. But, yeah. Yeah. Miller shot down and there's a moment to look at his men and it's just like Omaha Beach. It's like the start of the movie. He's looking around and everybody's dying yeah. and he looks over and Mike's now dead. His, his second. Yeah. yeah. The movie keeps giving up him chances to kill the Germans. They're like right beside him. Right beside mm. him. And he won't do it and they the, the completely ignore it. He's not a threat. The German even takes out. Do they out- know he's there? So I didn't it's feel an they interesting knew that, question. I didn't know. That, I didn't feel they knew he was there. It's an interesting question. He must have not been noticed in some regard because surely someone would have taken. And he him won't out. do anything. No. And he takes out Miller in the leg, and Upham still just watches. And Miller sits on the bridge, and it's this great shot. It's like the shot of the movie oh, where he like so fires a, a gun. He looks against a tank. Yeah, and he does every hope. Nothing. Twice. Nothing. nothing. Third time, tank blows up. You're like, what? And then just the planes fly yeah. overhead. Every moment of hope I had as the tank was, I just disappeared. Wouldn't you have aimed for the, the hole where they looked through? I don't think it would have mattered. This moment was a real one-two punch because I've got no hope. Oh, maybe. Oh. It's all safe now. The eagles have come. They've come. Why yeah. didn't they come like two minutes earlier? It is one of those things where you go, kind of like the Indiana Jones thing. If they hadn't done anything. Yeah. Could everybody have gone home if they just had like retreated? Because the plane still would have come. Yeah, 
Yeah, did they need to be there? Did they, they need know. to be there? Is the question. This know. is a lack I, of communication here. I haven't mentioned <laughs> like it. Harry Potter thing. I must have like missed. If you just hadn't have done anything, then nothing would yeah. have happened. If oh. the planes were coming anyway. I didn't mention earlier. Jackson got taken out by a tank shot. I mean, even yeah. had like the yeah. point of view shot of like the gun of the tank, and he still tried to save his mate. He's yeah, like, the planes have He's been missing there. A couple if they too. didn't know there were people there, they need to go and help. Yeah, Upham takes six men prisoner. Uh, but he shoots the one that he let go earlier. Mm. He, he, learned, shoots he, he learned his lesson. He learned his lesson. Well, he's not got any And it says there are five. Clear off. Go. The bridge is never blown up. Miller calls Ryan over and tells him to earn this. Oh. And he dies. And they focus on his hand. And, of course, he's dead now. So his hand ain't oh, trembling anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reben takes the letter out of Miller's pocket. And the assumption is he have, he's successful getting into Capraldo's father. And there's a still shot of Ryan looking over everybody, and then it morphs into the old man from earlier, which is very cool for 1998. Like, yeah, that wasn't... Yeah. I, I rewatched that. I, like, scrolled back and rewatched that little transition, because it's very, very good. It's re- for 98, it's yeah, fantastic. It's very, very right? Yeah, yeah. And then Dakota, the old man Ryan, says to the gravestone of Captain Miller, every day I think what you said to me that day on the bridge... I tried to live my life the best I could. I hope that that was enough. This, for this you. bit did get me. I was, I did get teary. Yeah, this bit. George, do you want to? I was watching with my dad though as well, so I, I think that probably helped. Do you want to talk? What kind of took your stakes out of this? Yes, yeah, so, um, I watched this on Amazon Prime, and I paused it at one point. Um, Very early near, in the film. near the beginning, yeah. Um, and Amazon's Amazon Prime's X-ray just goes old man Ryan. So I know for the entire film. That Ryan, Ryan makes, it makes it out alive. I know, but it's called saving that, Private Ryan. So you can't. Well, we didn't have this discussion. Saved. No, 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 no. That doesn't. Absolutely not. Saving is an act in the current tense. In the, is present. I you guess. do not know whether you, he did or didn't save them. The film just implies this is the mission where we go to try and save Private Ryan. But having known at the very beginning. Oh yeah, he makes it out alive. It made the rest of this film it would have so been, fucking. It would have been too depressing though if if they'd so gone to save it well, and then he died. I did right try to make you think that was Miller. But I think the film does try and psych you out. Now whether it's successful or not, I, I don't was, know. I, I, was, I think I'd if I was anyway, right. if I wasn't taking notes for a podcast, I wouldn't notice the double close up on the eyes. I don't think. Oh, I don't think. Uh, I didn't notice I, I that anyway. I thought it was Ryan from the start. I assumed it was Ryan. I was just waiting. I was like, who's going to be Ryan? He don't look like Tom Hanks. No. He don't look, old man Ryan don't look like Tom Hanks. No. None. See, my two thoughts were going at the, at the beginning because the, like, the eyes were like, oh, maybe it's Miller. And I got to a point where I went, oh, are they going to have it so that Oppum's the, and it's just, it's just, he's the last one. But what Georgia mentioned. The whole arc is about the Ryan family though. So there needs mm. to yeah. be a Ryan at the end. What Georgia mm. mentions is, is, a, is a salient point though, in the sense that there was another movie we watched. I forget which one it was. But it was where a character ends up being so. Oh, it was. Uh, I think it was. What was the sequel to the Knives Out called? Glass oh, Glass Onion. Onion. I think it was oh. one of those was revealed to me because I paused it. Not was Netflix. Anyway, and some, some other movie where, where I paused. I, I wish. Yeah, it's an interesting option. Because yeah, the minute you pause I, I it, like it. It, 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 it's really helpful for me in the plot yeah. for going. What was his name again? All oh, right, really it was this. Useful for me yeah. in most films where I'm going. Okay, who is this? Because I've forgotten what this person's yeah. name is. Or like, they whatever. shouldn't put spoilers in, or they should have but, them in a different yeah. color or something. Mm. So it could, it could just be old man. You have to go yeah, old man yeah. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, and then at the end, it- you can change it. Yeah, yeah. But like, so I. So it's interesting how the spectatorship, the the way we watch films now, actually ended up being a bit of a 
a hindrance for the way because there's no way spielberg wanted george to know two minutes in no no but that's old man ryan no because he's gonna he's, he, he, was, he was gonna play with us a bit but that didn't look anything like um i thought myself that was miller when he was walking yep but when you got a close-up i went nah even the facial structure is not tom hanks the clearest misdirect is that close-up on the eyes the same cinematography yeah. technique in both. Yeah, 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 yeah. i didn't notice it <laughs> yeah, that's, I was only noticing because I was taking notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you're you're clued into these things. True, true. Maybe yeah, it's interesting now. I think about the way I used to watch films back in the day versus what I've done even over the last six, seven years teaching film. Before I made the switch to teaching film as a full time sort of thing, and the way that that's in in sort of modifying the way I view films, uh, it's it's a totally different game. So I'm I'm more clued into oh why would you use that 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 shot at this time? Oh, why did you come back to this shot? Oh, clearly you're making a link. So um, he continues, old man Ryan says to his wife, tell me I've lived a good life. Tell me I'm a good man. Now, I know there's, we said about, about your dad, like there's times where they don't really discuss much. But she kind of gone so like almost a surprise. I'm like, yo, if he's doing this, give him what he needs right now. And she, she goes, you are. But that kind of just like clears off. And I'm like, all right. Well, you got his family hovering in the background. Of the, none, though. Of that fam- none of those people would be there if he was dead. Yeah. yeah. So. so that's what it's implying, though, isn't it? Old man Ryan succeeded in that respect. He did succeed, and he mm-hmm. had a successful family. And it's the idea. Remember what was the thing? Is if I save one man, or if I give lose one man, what do I do? I save ten. I save twenty. And there was about ten members of the family in mm. tow there. Yeah. yeah and they yeah, don't yeah. get it. Like the, like the the one son's like taking pictures and stuff. Like he doesn't get it. Well, he knows it's important to dad, but he's 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 almost a tourist. Again, he's probably but how can, how can you know unless you've done it? Yeah. And we get a privileged position that his family doesn't even get because he's probably not telling them the story, and we're getting the whole thing. Yeah. So old man Ryan salutes the headstone. The wife had to go, Captain Jim Miller. <laughs> just point it out in case it would have been clocked on. It would have been better if he just went, "Who's that?" And he went, "The greatest man I ever knew." And you show like the yeah. shot of the headstone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hate to say this, Mr. Spielberg. I think my version's better. Mm-hmm. I do. You should totally direct a film one day. I should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on that, do you know I've been um, asked to be a production designer on short film? That's cool. Just saying. What, I'm very curious on how it comes out. Fantastic. I have, an, have I ever told you I have an idea for a short film, but it stars you two? Does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this is the one you told me. I've got a great idea for What's a film. What's happening in this film? But we, but we need a third. Oh. I got an idea. Oh, it's a good one. I think oh. it's good. I think it's really good. Okay. You've had yeah. this for a couple of years, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. You'll have to tell me about this. I'll do it. We're doing, once we're done, I'll, I'll share about it. I've got yeah. an idea. Okay. It's a heck of an idea. Watch your film. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, old man Ryan salutes the headstone. We fade to black with the American flag from earlier still waving all desaturated. Nice colorless. hell of a start and the finish. Yep. It's a circular narrative. Circular narrative. It's a circular narrative. Uh, some bits and bobs. The Fuck film was the blocked by the censor board of India for too much violence. The board demanded cuts be made. Spielberg declined. I would have yes. done so as well. He said, fine, we won't release the movie in India. Realizing the seriousness of the situation, the home minister of India saw the film himself and impressed, ordered it to be released as it was. Oh, good. The film was, Sense. however, banned in Malaysia. Steven Spielberg yeah. refused to cut the violent scenes, and they didn't have an about turn on their feelings. Oh, okay. For its first airing on Dutch television, the network had announced it would split the movie into two parts to be shown on two consecutive days. Given the film's rating for viewers 16 and older, Dutch censors forbade starting the full on edit of the movie before 10 p.m., something the network found undesirable because the film was so long. However, the announcement split the film into two led to so many complaints from the viewers, they instead decided to show the film in its entirety starting at 9 p.m. 
Despite issuing a special warning about the film's violence in advance, the network was later fined for violation of its broadcast rules. Uh, Steven Spielberg's on record saying even if the film had received an NC-17 rating, he would have released it uncut anyway. In the German dubbed version, one of the actors, who was a German veteran in the Normandy invasion, dropped out and had to be replaced because of the emotional realism of the film. Oh. For 2000, 2006, Tom Hanks was inducted into the U.S. Army Rangers Hall of Fame as an honorary member, thanks to, largely to his portrayal of Captain John Miller. Yeah. And then I think finally, yes, it is finally, uh, although Steven Spielberg reduced the color saturation by 60% for artistic reasons, uh, both American, uh, sorry, both major American cat satellite providers, DirecTV and Dish Network, um, and numerous cable television providers turned up the chroma gain to re-enhance the color saturation the normal-looking levels when broadcasting the movie. They did this because in the first day of two of the broadcast run, their customer service centers were swamped with calls from viewers complaining something was wrong with the color on the program. <laughs> For this reason, most copies of the movie since have then come with a disclaimer in the beginning explaining the presentation of the color was with the full intention of the filmmakers. We're in the end game now. And we are in the end game now. Uh, not as bad as I thought we might be. Uh, Liam, we need a random word, buddy. Dog tags. Dog tags. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Okay. Mm. It's funny what you said about the colour, because um, my parents were having an argument while we were watching this. My mum was like, it's not bright enough. You need to turn the brightness up. <laughs> and my dad was like, oh, I've got to fill around the telly. So they were doing that. <laughs> so obviously that was probably how it should have been. I just assumed that was part of it. Yeah. That reminds me of when we did Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> and when Ellie said that she and her uncle got into an argument about the subtitles that show up as jokes at the bottom. Oh, I love that. And they spend forever trying to turn the subtitles <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> that's part of the joke. It is. Oh, I don't yeah. think they've been the llamas. Yeah. The, the a llama once bit my sister. Yeah, they're great. I love <laughs> they're those. They are great. Oh, that's such um, a good film. Let's talk that. about the money, money, money. Uh, 65 to $70 million. We haven't really settled on a particular endpoint number. What does it take home? Mm. 450. 450? 300. 300. Megan? 370. And Ethan? Ooh, I was going to go close. I'll go to 385. Liam wins. 482. Sorry, yeah, 482. Wow. So if that's 412 million profit. And they right? get what? 15%. And we said they each get 15%. So that means they both get they mo- more. They got 17.5, didn't they? Huh? 17.5, didn't they? Because you said it was Yeah, they both get 17.5. So probably they each get around $65 million. Woohoohoo! That's a lot of 35 cents. Yes, and they would later come on board together to do uh, maybe a little bit less because we haven't taken into consideration. Uh, we haven't taken into consideration marketing and things like that. But they would later team up on Band of Brothers, the award-winning HBO miniseries, again, based on the stories of soldiers. Did they team up again for a film to do Bridge of Spies? Uh, yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah. You know the guy I said to you who I'm a really big fan of? And did you notice him in the film? No. He's well, in the beginning who, on the who? beach. Andrew Scott. Okay, I don't know who else. He plays Moriarty in Sherlock. No! Yes! Wait, a very young Andrew Scott's in this? Yes! No way! Yes! 
So. Isn't that amazing? That's kind of funny because as I was watching it, it was I was getting reminded of nine. Later on, I was going to say it's reminding me of nineteen seventeen because a lot of nineteen seventeen is we we go from one location to another and we see some prestigious British actor, but this time it's prestigious American actor. And Andrew Scott is in nineteen seventeen as one is, of those actors. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love oh, Andrew Scott. Cool. The guy's amazing. Fleabag. <laughs> he is yeah. great in Fleabag. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the awards nominated for 11 Oscars. Mm. Best film, best director, best lead, best cinematography. Wow, okay. Sound. You're, you're blitzing through these. I've got the wins in, in, in bold <laughs> and everything. She said best picture nominated doesn't win. Okay. Best sound? Uh, yes, it wins best. Uh, no, sorry. Nominated for best sound. Best editing. Which is like, what? Yeah. Best editing, it wins the Oscar for best editing. Cinematography, yeah, wins the Oscar for best cinematography. Yeah. Uh, costumes, nah, uh, yes, original screenplay nominated but doesn't win. It's costumes, no. Is there uh, a sporting sound editing? Sound that? editing, it wins for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Sorry. Did we say Bless screenplay? You. Uh, we did. Yeah. Um, Was there one for supporting? Or? No, nothing for supporting. Okay. Uh, no visual. Actually, that's an interesting point. There's no effect on nominations, Not effects, but. No sort of effects there are of any sort, but not like no, no. not is not there a, one for Hanks. Yeah. Surprising, Hanks gets nominated. Now he doesn't win because he just done the double about two years before. So who uh, who wins? Because he does. What does he do? He does Philadelphia. He does Forrest, Forrest Gump, Gump, and then he'll do Castaway, and he'll do this. So yeah. pretty much after he wins the two back to back, it's like you need to be nominated, but you're not going to win. <laughs> Realize that he goes. Yeah, all right, I'm. Oh, yeah. He should. I mean, there's an there's an argument to be made. He should have won for this. It's arguments that he should have. If he's if he's the best of that year, even though he's won it two times, yes, I know, I know, he should still win. I, I'm just saying, it's probably what, yeah. Otherwise, that makes a mockery of the Who Oscars. He's, he's, he's got to. That's an interesting question. I don't have that information. It'd be interesting to know what he lost a... against. Yeah, see if you can find out. Yeah, please. Um, he's all. What's also nominated for uh, best art direction? Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. That sort of sets and things like that. That was good. Uh, best makeup. Yeah, for all the yeah, aesthetics. Yeah, the, the prosthetics. Pro- prosthetics yeah. yeah, okay. And best score, of course, for John Williams. Oh, that's what I was trying. And to say. oh, we did we mention best picture? Yeah, yeah. Nominated, but doesn't win. What wins? I'll tell you in a second. When Steven Spielberg Ooh. won the Academy Award for Best Director, uh, he began his speech with, "Am I allowed to say I really wanted this?" <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last film edited on a non-digital editing system to win an Academy Award for Best Editing. Wow. And the film would lose out to, and you know what? I stand by this. That's me. I don't know who's seen both films. This film loses Best Picture to Shakespeare in Love. Ooh. Oh, not seen mm, it. and I, it's I, often named I, as one of the greatest Oscar controversies in the history of the award show. Many people attribute it to the latter's win to producer, and it's a name that's attached to this film, unfortunately, Harvey Weinstein incessantly lobbying for his movie with Academy voters oh. while attacking this film for any historical inaccuracies. I love Shakespeare in Love. No, I, I do enjoy that. It's easy but... to give the award to the gritty war film. Yeah. It's not mm. as easy to give mm. it to so the... the, the ro- almost rom-com. Warm, humble. Yeah. It's like what people said this year yeah. with... Um, everything everywhere all at once as well it's easier to give it to the more serious films than the goofy one i have the uh the actors uh so nominated uh including is this sean Hanks. penn is this a sean no. penn win no okay no so um nominated is edward norton for american history x oh good, good nick's film. nick nolte for affliction mm. ian mckellen for gods and monsters and roberto ben 
Benini for Life is Beautiful. Oh, and it's won, it's won by uh, Benini. I, I love the Oscar. I make a love to the Oscar. That was that year. I didn't, never saw the film, oh, um, which I understand is one of the most depressing. I think it's on the, on the poster. I think it's one of the most depressing. Like, it's up there with The Pianist. Ooh. People say it's a hard watch. Um, we'll have to do it at some point yeah. if it's on the poster. Um, Mentionless list. Yeah, we got some heavy ones. That's, that's going to that's gonna be a fun one. Have you still not done that either? I, I swear um, I ask this every week as well. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, Ellie very famously went, that's poor guys. If none of us have seen this list. Yeah, well, this is why asking yeah, these questions. Why have you not done She's this? She's not film? wrong. It, I keep having to question It's because it's three it. hours because I know it's going to well, be three, three of the hardest hours. Yeah, but it's, it's hard going though, in, knowing yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. go in for like three of the worst hours. Fair. Oh yeah, that's Fair. why. That's why. Know, that's why I've avoided well, it. If you get your chance to, to, to choose, to choose a spot. Feel free to choose it's it. Like, it's like, cry. do I want to spend my Sunday like laughing, or do I want to spend it? Be- you ever see this? Oh, you guys don't really watch Seinfeld in this country that much, do you? No. There's an episode of Seinfeld where Jerry has to admit to his parents. Now Jerry Seinfeld's also a Jewish comedian, yeah. but he has to admit to his parents that he made out with a girl on Schindler's List. <laughs> 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 so yeah that's just, not sexy but it's the idea about yeah it's not about the sexiness but it's just they, they, they were alone in the movie theater for three hours I know and but still of, yeah. I think this is the reason why I didn't watch this film what Schindler's List the reason you didn't watch this no I think going into this film knowing it was going to be you know I heard the hype about the opening scene of Storm I'd much rather Beach. watch this than Avatar I would actually yeah. and I don't like war films yeah, so yeah no, no, no 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 but I think think they were saying how gritty it was and how legs and arms the, and the runtime is also a thing it's 249 too, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it didn't seem that it, when you no, caught it up in the it film it doesn't long. seem that it long no, and that's a testament to a, a good film a good isn't movie, it? yeah it's it's a film i know i need to watch at some point just for like importance oh i'm but i'm i'm not going to enjoy the the time during it yeah i like films that put me in moral quandaries and this film does this yeah, yeah. A, that's why and then you see it come back to haunt you yeah yeah Whoa. because yeah. like i said I, I think i'm i think i'd side with up them and then you see what happens and you go this is why they it's like it stabs so, your heart isn't it's, it? it's like which one mm. do you want do you want the movie that kills the two czech guys yeah because yeah. They, they die for nothing yeah but you can't have it where it's like you don't have that because they don't speak the language no and they and but 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 they, they kill this german guy so it's 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 a hard one it really is it is moral what's i've the, been thinking about it all day because of it what's the body count Ooh. Oh Christ! I think I, I know like, it. So I'll what for D Day? Like, what's, what's the body? Uh, or just in the film? Deaths that we see in this film. Oh, oh I, I don't, you can't even count the Omaha Beach. You have to count Omaha Beach. Anybody count? who we see die. Five thousand. I was going to say four and a half. Um, thousand. Yeah. Okay. Six thousand. Okay, Georgia, you want to go for it? I thought I wrote, read a stat that was like two hundred and fifty-five. Yeah, Georgia's right. Two hundred fifty-five. Oh, okay. The actual deaths oh. we see, it just feels oh, bigger because not, of what yeah. we're... the ones that you kind of assume have happened. Because then you say something on the dummy. Deaths okay. that we actually see. Right. Okay. That's still a lot People of who we see, see die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. Not just bodies laid on the beach. People oh, who we see okay. die. Okay, yeah. that's still a lot. That so technically, it. you won, Liam, even though you were about 14 times the actual <laughs> number. <laughs> oh, yeah, more than that, 16 or 18. Yeah. Well, you admitted that you'd seen the stat before. I still won. <laughs> That's Ian logic. Here, here, here's the next question. How many minutes are we into the film before we meet Private Ryan? It's quite uh, far. Um, Three quarters? Like an, hour and a half? I'm going to say an hour and 45. No, so I'm let's saying. do it in minutes. So Georgia says oh, 90. Gosh. Ethan says 105. I'm saying... How long was the whole movie again? Was it 149. One, 169, 170. What's, what's, yeah. two, what's two hours? 120. 120. I'm saying... 117. 117? 
125. Ethan's missed it by a minute. Yeah, it's 109. Oh, wow. 109. Wow. Okay, it seemed One hour and 49 minutes before we meet Private Ryan, which is great. He looked. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, 106. 106. <laughs> well, who, Ethan. who would you cast as who? Well, mm. you'd be Tom. I mean, Tom? He's an English teacher. So. Oh, English, I was going to say English teacher. I think you'd, you'd be him. Um, a bit about not speaking as much as I should. That might get in the way of it. But uh, I can imagine your hand might tremor as well. Yeah, I if you tremor. were there, that's my gimmick. I don't mind. I don't you mind. Can't be Tom Hanks too, Georgia. You know who I put Georgia as? Who would you Up put Georgia as? Oh, it's curious because I'm trying to think. Because obviously, just not male roles, but we'll just cast them as 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 females as need be. I should have Georgia and Ethan down for the same role, so I don't know about this now anymore. Oh, we're well, gonna say way. I'm gonna put Ethan down as fish. I like that. Woo! <laughs> I'm gonna put George down as Upham. Yeah. There's no old crow. I'm gonna put Megs down. <laughs> I'm gonna put Megs down as the Ed Burns character who like almost goes AWOL. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna put Liam down as Hovarth. You see. You think I like this hair man? Oh yes. <laughs> yes. So she's the one who like smack talks and goes, "Yeah, really good yeah, idea." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're the one who goes, "You're the one who's there always." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would nice, challenge yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, well, then. Anybody want to disagree with my with my cast at all? No. I'm happy with fish. Oh, yeah. George is a hundred percent up him. Yeah, that's definitely. a hard one to cast. Strong ideologies, would... but then having to deal with the ramifications of it would be challenging. Yeah, and you have to react a lot visually without saying anything, and that's a strength of yours. Is. Despite the fact they're giving you a how lead where you have all the dialogue. Today, Megs? Was it okay? Was my acting all right? No, your acting was lovely. Your acting's Thanks. very good. I got to scream mm. quite a bit today. Yeah, then I fun. come in and shout at everyone. And I'm like, all, what are you doing? You're all very good actors. Do you know what? We're going to try and see it. <laughs> I was thinking today. <laughs> no, because we're on the same week. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, you're yeah, aren't you? Yeah. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. The same week we're, in, we're on for Carrie. I will. Uh, so, uh, so Ian, I'm definitely going to see that. You've got to see Kev. I'm definitely going to see Carrie. Kev is. Chitty, uh, chitty, Carrie. Look, I'm sorry. I just have chitty. I just have no interest. That's why I didn't go for it. I have no interest it, in Chitty Chitty yeah. Bang. Yeah, if I, I, grew up, I grew up with Chitty Bang. If I can show up and see it, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll come see what? it. Who is Pops? I don't have, any, I don't Carrie, I don't have any, any... I will say this carry is going to be amazing. The, the vocals are amazing. Yeah, so far. I don't have any soon. access to Ryan and people who are in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, so that's fine, yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to. I, oh, I really want to see Carrie. Like, so. there's another show with another society. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go see that because I do have an accident, right? So. Yeah, but you're only one man. <laughs> I am only one man. That's right. <laughs> not two governors. That's, that's I'm right. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure you can tell me off, Mike. But I've, I've been. I've been curious who who's playing Karanika's Yeah, Fox. we can. We can do that. Out, yeah. Like. Um. You both should go see it. Just to. Yeah, it'll be good. It will I be really good. want to it'll see it. Good. I've actually. I was having a conversation with people um, on the Thursday from the review show, and we're all going to go. Yeah. We're, we're all going to see Carrie's group. Okay, that's so good. There we go. Yeah. Um. What do I have here? Who just Muppet this movie? Oh, surely, surely it's Tom yeah. Hanks. It's Tom Hanks. Everybody else is a Muppet. Yes. 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 The Germans Kermit, have to be Kermit human is, as well. No, Kermit is Upham. Tom Hanks would work really no, well. No, I was going to say Walter's Upham. Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Oh. Kermit's the only Muppet with the emotional range for Upham. Who's. F- Gonzo can be fish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eddie. Fozzie can be... It's hard. There's not really any hard-edged ones, Sam is there? Sam the Eagle's Ted one. Danson. Oh, it's all the one oh, who the one yes. that Liam, you said Liam would be. Who's Animal? Mm, that's not a bad idea. Trevor, who's Stadler or Waldor? Oh, st- they can both be Ryben. The guy oh, who's like, yeah, great idea to go take him out. I'm leaving. <laughs> they can both See, be I, 
I have two possibles for Sco- uh, for Scooter. It's either Wade. I think he'd be a good Wade. Or Oppum, because he's a, he- Scooter be a good. I'm of Georgia. I think. I think if you're gonna make Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. I think Kermit by definition yeah. goes to Oppum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Ryan? Oh, Beaker. Also a human. No, <laughs> Ryan is also a human. It has you to can't have two David. humans, though. Yeah, Muppet can. films can have one human. <laughs> what if it was Fozzie? Ryan. Miss Piggy. I'm going to stay here with the only. Or <laughs> <laughs> brother, as I have. Or Gonzo. I mean, geez, you could, I could reassign Gonzo. Oh, it's Rizzo. It's Rizzo the rat. Rizzo. <laughs> oh, Rizzo. Oh, his brothers. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Actually, yeah. That that's actually quite yes, good. Yeah. That does work. Well done. That's not bad. <laughs> Let's make it happen, Disney. Come on. <laughs> oh my, no, they not. They're not uh, doing anything good with the Muppets right now. So does this film have well. a villain problem? You can never go wrong. Mm. Cast him in Nazis. Nazis. Well, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> what should this film have been called? I mean, it's really hard to do better than Saving Private Ryan. Saving mm. Private Ryan slash The Bridge. The Bridge. D-Day. <laughs> Um, Storm those beaches. Beaches. This is like a tagline. Shaky, <laughs> shaky hand. Uh, I don't really know what else you could call it. Don't know. The brother. The brotherhood. The brotherhood. Grace Gale. It's the brotherhood of, of man. man. A, a great, great big brotherhood, brotherhood of man. man. I, I was trying to think of something with letters, like letters to to home or letters to mark. Well, just because it's the letter that kills Fubar. you. Fubar, Fubar. not bad. There's a film called Fubar. Oh. Um, TV series. Whose story is it? It's de- I mean, as much as it's called Saving Private Ryan, it's, it's not Miller's. his story, is it? It's mm-hmm. Miller's. Yeah. 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 What is the story? Man versus the mission. Man yeah. versus mission. War is stupid and brutal. well, not when you're fighting Nazis. And well, no, it's not, but it's it's stupid War that it gets hell. to that point. It's chaos. <laughs> War is chaos. Nazis. <laughs> no, it's War is chaos. War is stupid. <laughs> fighting Nazis is pretty... Well, no, the, the problem there's, is... There's a moral imperative. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. who was the, the biggest issue wasn't was, was Hitler, because Hitler was one that was brainwashed. We didn't everyone. mention when the Germans there and he's being taken down. There was still down, a lot of good people I can, that were like, He jumps the back in the pit and he's trying to like dig more in the hole because he's trying to give himself a few more minutes of life no matter what it is. Yeah. And he's saying, like, fuck Hitler. And you're like, he does, yeah, yeah. Now is that his real heart? Well, no. He's he's throwing it's anything against the wall until it sticks. Wants to hear it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, war isn't pointless, but it's just it it sickens me that it happens in the first place. Like there's a bit where like the bits where Hanks is looking at the other men who are just like killing people for no reason. And he's like, mm. I don't like this. And he even says like, we we do the same to them. Like let's not act like we're high and mighty here. Because um, I do the same to you. Yeah, yeah. Because that's exactly what we do to them. Yeah. So uh it's a hard one. You're taught that they are the bad guys, you're the good guys. But everyone's whatever side you're on, there's always a bad guy and a yeah, good yeah, guy, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, History yeah. is written by the winners, and is that the what people they say? you don't know and you just see as a faceless person, that's when it I gets heard, I heard a quote this week that, not this week, this last couple of months that said, We are the active heroes in our own story. Mm. I said like, Look what I did, I did this and I'm great. And we are the passive victims in our own tragedies. Hmm. So, you know, I didn't do anything and someone did this thing to me. So, musical inspiration. I think we got to do a, I Would Walk 500 Miles. Like <laughs> yeah. a bridge over trouble. Oh, that? Water. I was going to do Under the Bridge. I <laughs> <laughs> like a uh. bridge. Over troubled waters. Over troubled waters. <laughs> um, Love can what is build it good a for? bridge. 
Oh, jeez. Between do you want a really, heart do you want a really, mine. Do you want a really harsh one? Go on. What's that? Doom. I just died in your arms oh. tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. something, something you said. <laughs> Is there anything about letters? Uh, <sighs> I was going to say return to sender, but that isn't really. Well, a little cheery, but that's all right. Letters to America. Letters to America. There we are. That's the crime as well, isn't it? He ain't heaven. Shut through the heart. He's, <laughs> he's my brother. That's good. Shot to the heart, you're again. to blame. Yeah. You give love a bad name. You're as cold as ice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you're willing to sacrifice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, what was the that Germ- I want the German version of, uh, what is it, Major Tom? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why not to sing it. What was the All Saints version? What was the All Saints song, The Beach? The Shores. The Beach. Yeah. To the Beach. That one. That was for Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. The Beach of the same name. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go roll a whip. Well, good luck with this. Roll the women. Fantastic. Sit at the desk and type the sad letters. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a, there's the women were clever because there's that one lady who he noticed to, that all the rhymes attention. had been yeah. put forward. There's a story. The mother was brilliant. Something we didn't talk about. There's a story that Ryben, Ed Burns' character, says. The guy who was always kind of button heads with... They all uh, call out for their mamas, so they're They call for their mothers. Yeah. There's a story about how he was helping his mom shop, and this woman comes in, and she's got massive breasts, and he puts her in a in a corset that's not that's not med that that's too small for the breast she has. So her yeah. breasts are spilling out, and he says that he's quite aroused and has a sizable erection. And the woman says to him, "I want every time you get scared or whatever, there I want you to think of this moment." And she gives him something to distract him to to placate him on his way out. And I thought it was actually a really interesting story about this woman who wasn't able to help in any other way. So she uses her, her sexuality to kind of give him something to, is that the best? Meg's just looking to, at me kind of like, like yeah, you can't he sell this. He's thinking about her boobs getting an erection when he should be like, <laughs> but it's actually, it's actually really interesting because in the, the mo- cause let me, let me take your point. Let me return I fire. Don't understand on it, I understand Well, I'm not, a can man, I return so fire? It? Yeah, you can't go okay, anywhere, man. I am a man. <laughs> When does he tell the story? I can't right remember. before the German tanks roll in, and they need something to unify them as a group. And so he tells this story, and it is very kind of, you could argue it's kind of chauvinistic, but it is this thing that seems to bond them as it's men. It's a more, more camaraderie tale than actual, he's actually using I think it's actually happened. Men, men, I think it's actually happened, but I do think that it's this thing where it brings them together as a result of what at the time would have been a very uniform mm. thing where men did this and women did this, and that's what the rules were. Of course it would have done. But things were now starting to change. Oh. Oh, no, obviously the, the role of women in World War Two obviously then started to change how women, you know, were perceived. More advanced women, very, exactly. very much so. Obviously, we don't see that in this film, though, do we? So, no, no. women are very insignificant almost in this film. Georgia, what's your take stories, on my on my, on my on my thesis? I've heard Megan's side of it. <laughs> um, 
As long as she was aware that he would have been completely up for it and was like, yeah, let's go. She's a willing participant in it. She's so willing, is he. Yeah, no, she is, yeah no, they, they are both willing participants in it. And actually, no, I think it's kind of fucking beautiful. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is this woman who has been blessed and cursed with massive boobs who is going <laughs> these young men who i've obviously seen looking at them like throughout the like last years or whatever as they've grown up into young men there's i can give one of them who is about to probably go and die one last little bit of hey this is a bit of fun Bit of then, I would rather like <laughs> if my boyfriend, oh, yeah. if my boyfriend was it. out in war though. I'd rather. I don't well, know. Members, I'd it, rather it, their last it's, memory of me. It's not even boobs. It's it's not her boyfriend though. <laughs> well, it's he's a, just some random guy. It's just, yeah, it's just some. He's a oh, young yeah, kid yeah, yeah. going out to guy. war. Fair enough, they can think about my boobs. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Fair <laughs> not that there's much to think about, but you know, that's fine. Off you go. Also, delicate. Delicate. Was it the word we used? Delicate boobs. Delicate boobs. Are mine dangerous then? (laughs) Dangerous, mine are delicate. There you go. They both start with D. (laughs) I can't think of any boob related jokes about two Ds. I can't do it. You'd have to go up a few for me anyway. Let's move on. This episode is going just exploded. This episode's gone off the rails. With the bazookas. Uh, Where are we out here? Uh, Where are we at here? Uh, Let's do the usual roll around it. Best character. Meg, you want to start us off? Uh, I'm just going to have to go for Tom Hanks. Because I think he had good morals. He was quite human. He had his flaws. He tried to do his best with the situation. Uh, He was a captain. He was a captain like my dad was a captain. So I'm going going for him. Was that a captain? He was a captain. Yeah. I'm actually quite interested in talking to your dad. Yeah, well, it, yeah, me too. He doesn't often, I say, doesn't talk about it, but he. he no, he, it's hard because you want to talk, but I don't want it to be pressure filled. But it no. would be great to have a conversation. They were the best, like the memories he's got of all the stuff he did when he was in the army. Yeah, he, you know, he loves all the. He's telling me about parachute jumps he did, and you know, all this sort of stuff. <sighs> and it 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 does sound like he had a, a not a good time, not in the war, but, parts, no, no, I, but I the other the other parts, the and, other things when you're part of it, and the I camaraderie mean, yeah. he had with people. So it is. It is really interesting, Liam. Well, Ethan's going to go for fish, Eddie. So because I really liked Eddie in this. Um, can I can I have a cameo role as well? Oh fuck! Go can, ahead. Can, <laughs> can oh, sorry, I, what? <laughs> is that the first time you've let yourself swear? <laughs> in like a like hundred thousand downloads, it's the first time I've just dropped a casual f bomb. <laughs> oh fuck! Go ahead. <laughs> It's not anything to do with the Prosecco that's been flowing all episode as we celebrate both birthdays in 100k. Okay, my, my favourite cameo was Andrew Scott, who I didn't see, Storm the Beach. Oh, you didn't see him? No. Yeah, I didn't see him. Why is uh, he your favourite cameo if you didn't see Because you know him? he's there. It's oh, just a great little did you know I that. Just think, I just think he's, he's one of my favourite actors. Actually, cameo's interesting, oh, but go I, ahead. I, and I didn't see him. So I'm going to steal yours and have a favourite cameo as well. But okay, ahead. cool. Um... You can have a favorite cameo if you want, Max. My my favorite though, yeah. Other than Eddie Fish, how many are you going to name? No, <laughs> going to name the whole cast. Was Wade? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Giovanni Risby, Ribisi, Ribisi. I thought he was because on, he doesn't when, get enough love. He's a great character. When he's actor. storming that beach, yeah. he's not shooting anybody. He's no, he's fighting. just patching people up. He's patching them up and putting yourself. You're vulnerable the whole time you're working the on him. Whole time. Yeah. 
And even right through and the And they shoot end, a guy as he's working on him. So clearly it's not like if you're being worked on by a medic, you're like, you're okay. No. Just the opposite. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I hear you. And even when he's dying himself, he knows what's going on. His death is the most... Until the final scene, when everybody yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, dies, yeah, yeah. his death is the most impactful for me and me. Yeah, mm. Ethan, Liam nailed it on the head. It, it, it's fish. I like the the, the the second he started crying at um yeah. at the Hitler Youth Knife. I went, oh, okay. I'm I'm I immediately I like granted. I, of course I went, but I immediately aligned myself with fish and just went. I'm I I understand every bit of rage you have the anger he has at Oppen, the the anger that he has at ryan i i understand all of it yeah. and in the, his final scene it it just destroyed me if i get to have a favorite cameo though it's it's wacky old paul giamatti slip it over and break it a wall to reveal some nazis <laughs> oh we, yeah we got we got best we got best moment coming up come on Oh, I got a, I got a different thing for that. I just had to put my favorite it, cameo. It, it, it is a cool moment. Oh, right, cameo, yeah. Georgia. Yeah. I like Upham. I think he's great. Okay. Uh, I'm going to totally echo you. Uh, Upham is the character whose arc I'm actually most interested in. Um, Miller also. But I think mm-hmm. Upham's mm-hmm. the guy who we're sort of shown as our surrogate. And I'm like, I live the war through his eyes because I'm like, I'm not trained. I don't know what to do. Mm. My favorite cameo, Ted Danson. Hands yeah, down. Yeah, of course. Hands down. I, I think it's brilliant. He gives a sense mm. of authority, but no other character really seems... Farina does, but he's old. But, like, Danson, like, goes shot for shot with, with Hanks. With Hanks, yeah. And you totally believe they'd be equals. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. So, but up, um, why this guy hasn't done more stuff, I don't know. I'll but Jeremy what, Davies is great. Those Nazis don't like it up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um... Oh, Best moment, best element, Megs. Oh, um, I think the opening sequence on Omaha Beach, just because usually I tune out of a war film, but that was just so that sort of hooked me in a bit because it's so brutal. It's so like as it would have been probably. It's chaotic, but you kind of want to, you want to see them trying to beat the odds and survive, and it's just. And you're just thinking, why is this happening? Why why are they having to go through this? And that, that sort of drew me in at the beginning because I was kind of thinking, oh, I'm going to hate this film because I hate war films. But I actually got drawn in at that point. So that's, I'll have to say that's my sort of defining moment. Uh, I was going to say the same thing because uh, that does get you into the film and that's very, very gritty. It's potluck who survives. But as Megs has gone for that, I'm going to go for the bit that really did affect me more and that was eddie's death fish fish yeah that slow stab that slow stab Mm. because upham is on those stairs and he could save him all he's got to do is go five more steps and it's like you want to yell at the camera i was yelling at the camera go just save him yeah and then for the german guy to come down and look at him and go well you saved my life once this is a ticket for you yeah, I don't. I don't even think it's like a turnabout's fair play. I think it's a you just you're not you're not a threat. Yeah, it's that. Mm. Yeah. I don't even regard you as a threat, so I'm not going to kill you. Oh, such a because that whole scene is just like and poor old Eddie. I mean, fish. Um, you could see him plead almost <laughs> for his life. Sorry, I just realized in Friends he puts like a little gold fit, like goldfish cracker in a bowl. 
<laughs> they call them fish. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit funny. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? And as soon as that knife goes in, that's slow. That ain't, that ain't quick, is it? You know, so that's... that's oh, and the bit where he's like, tell me what you said, and it's like... Oh, no. oh yeah. No. Ethan. Um, it's specifically the way... This is sounds really morbid. Um, I'm, I'm in awe of the way that every single death in this film is constructed. Because out of the... Was it 252 or something? 255? Five? Mm-hmm. Ev- yeah. Every single one has this punch, which is just felt and you can really just the weight of every single death be it the allies or the nazis i feel every because though it's the way the audio is done the 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 just the the gruesomeness the just how vivid it is every single death hits me in such a serious way that most war films, if I watch them, it's like, oh, look, there's like 300 extras that are probably CGI that have just been sprayed and fallen to the floor. But this one, it te- every single hit hits. And it, it's very rare for film war films, I feel, to, to really nail that. Miss Carrie White? Scary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to sing that so many times a day. Um, I think my favorite bit is the fact that they include Upham as a character, as a character that mm-hmm. doesn't get who isn't all about the glory and who can't fight people and who can't kill people and who has a breakdown during a battle because it's so incredibly human to see that and I know it's, it's it, to, obviously it's, for some people who watch that it's incredibly frustrating, for me it was incredibly cathartic to see a war film with a person who just could not go upstairs and kill someone, I thought it was incredibly done even okay. though you know what he's... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, mine was probably the opening sequence, which Meg said, so I'm going to cheat. That's <laughs> what <So> I did. <laughs> <laughs> and say that... Um, I'll go on cinematography as a whole. Just just the handheld cinematography to sort of place you in a realism. And there were points where... I give myself a hard time. I, released a, I did a video project in the last seven days. I'm sure people around the table have probably seen it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, and I give myself a hard time when my cinematography is a little bit, a little bit handheld, yeah, a little do. bit shaky. But I'm like, actually, I was looking at it today, going, I'm not much different than the you know the Oscar award winner. In I, this think, I think you can get away with it when it's a chaotic situation, though. Yeah, it, it it sort of supports that. Yeah, so it, it it grounds it in the grittiness of it because war is not polished, war is not perfect, and neither was the cinematography. But that was what made it perfect. Mm. So we're flawed in our rawness, and I think there's something in that, and I think it's a beautifully shot film. So I will go with that. Grumbles, Megs, you got a smile. Still, wow, what do you got? What do you no, got? I still just can't get over the fact that they're going to send eight soldiers <laughs> to find one person just because his brothers have died. Yes, I know it's nice to the family so to harmless. send him back. Yes, but there's eight soldiers that could, they could have all died, and they might not have even got to him, and well, he might have been well, dead already. Well, most of them did. Who I lives? Upham. Ed Burns Upham. lives. Upham lives. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So two of them. Yeah. Two yeah. of eight. They've sacrificed yeah. six soldiers to save one, and I know that's the whole point. <laughs> and, he's, and he's only really concerned if Captain Miller's okay with it. It's <laughs> like it needs to be two of them. But would they, ever they actually do four? that? Yeah. Would they have sent that bigger group? 
to risk their lives to go and find one to send him home because his brothers have died. I don't oh, know. Yes. I know there is a, the sole survivor policy. and I don't know when that came into, when that was a thing and what the actual rules are of it, but. You know what they should have done? They should have sent Lassie. With a, Lassie, yeah. with a note around his neck. Well, I mean, it's, just it's lovely pigeon. that they wanted to send the brother home because the poor family, you, you can yep. feel for them. I can understand Give that. them one of their four kids back. I know. So yeah. you can understand. But say, when when they draw the line? Is it three brothers? Is it four? Is it... Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't also, know. how do you not know that might have been a publicity stunt for the American people to go, look, we're looking after these. We're looking after you. That's the one story that they can use for their propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. Who you knows? don't know, do you? Oh, it almost definitely yeah. is. Yeah, well, it probably would have been. We sent this Ryan home. He survived, and yeah. Uh, I should have mentioned you. that, like, we hear the voiceover of the chief of staff who's quoted the Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln letter yeah, from yeah. earlier. So, this, you know, hopefully, it can if bring Lincoln you some sort of joy in the. Yeah, okay, great. I tell you what, though. knowing that you've made such a massive sacrifice. Oh, fuck at off! At the altar of freedom, like exactly. it's great words. It's great words, though, isn't I it? No one did hate it. Speeches. That sort of speech, though. Yeah. That sort of words around war. That's like, oh, but you made the ultimate sacrifice, and don't you feel proud about that? Fuck you. No, I don't. War is shit. <laughs> wow, Abraham no Lincoln just got told like off. Winston Churchill, though. Huh? No one does speeches like Winston Churchill. Lincoln's up there, man. We we need to do Lincoln as a movie one day yeah, for the pod because Lincoln, Daniel Day, Day Lewis, Daniel Day Lewis, Lincoln's great. Mm. Lincoln's does, great. Does, huh? does Lincoln get shot in a theater? Yeah, he does. Yeah, oh. yeah. By an actor. <laughs> by an actor. <laughs> by an actor. <laughs> that's that's mad. Yeah. Um, Liam Grumble. How did I not notice Andrew Scott in the whole? <laughs> <of> that, <laughs> thing going on at the beginning all those people dying all well, those things going did, on all the shaky re- camera how did i not see him that's how you didn't recognize him you just said how did i not it? know opie well, as well that's on you liam opie i mean come on how did i not see that come on i mean come on. i don't know if i'm graping at straws graping uh gripping at straws grasping at straws i guess sometimes the shaky camera the yeah. handheld shaky camera got a little bit motion sickness a little bit but other than you that, weren't even watching on the big screen here i wasn't wasn't oh. i I might have seen Andrew Scott if I had it done. He would have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he waves the kid. I'm <laughs> 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 Andrew Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, yeah I, I struggled to find a, 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 a grumble with this. Ethan. Uh, I, too, am struggling to find one. So I, I guess um, it, it's um, Capuzzo's baffling decision to to take the screaming child uh while on technically a battlefield that that's the only one i have all right georgia um i don't like that they didn't use each other's names enough so i could only actually tell you the surname of miller ryan and upham Actually, because it makes yeah, they're all dressed the same. They've all got yes, helmets all on. Similar costumes. It's very, very difficult oh, for me to. Pick I don't think up Tom up. Sizemore's character is hard to figure out. No. I don't know who that is. He's his right hand man. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have, I think uh, I have a bit of face Mike. blindness as well. I, I, don't know. I do agree with that, George. The one, really? the one who yeah. gets the, shot. The, the guy who he says, "What should I do?" And he goes, "You, you don't want to ask. You don't want to tell me." He's the guy who holds the gun to. Uh, He's the one uh, that okay, says, yeah. "Saving but Private Ryan." A lot of them are really, really difficult to differentiate. I. Tom Sizemore is Tom Sizemore. I don't know who No, you're right, you're right. So it probably helps me a little bit in the fact that I do know who Tom Sizemore is. Thank you very much. Um, Is it my go? Yeah. Yes, you'll go. Has Ethan had a go? Ethan's had a go. Yeah. 
Some people say this film's too long. I don't know about this because I thought about it, and when it's two and fifty, I feels long. But I don't know what scene I get rid of. Yeah, that's hard. Isn't it? Like every scene means something. Yeah. So I don't think it's that. It's definitely not the color. It's definitely not. It's a really hard one. Now, it's the absence of mistakes doesn't make it or grievous errors doesn't make it a ten. It just makes it a film that didn't make any grievous mistakes. I think I like the fact that it's so brutal in the first act. It shows you ten- it should be. It shows you tenderness between men as well. It shows you. Um, this is like. Bear with me when I say this. This is like a Spice Girls thing, right? <laughs> if you hadn't said bear with me, how, I would have come out here. How are you thinking this is Spice Girls? I don't know where because you were going. each character has somebody you can relate to and has somebody who you will root for. Like Georgia roots for Upham and sees him. You know, I saw Wade, you know, and um, Eddie Frisch. And, um, you know, everybody has somebody they will link to in, in that platoon and will will follow and when there's more of them you you do you tend to do that if there's only two or three of them you don't tend to always see yourself with them same with the spice girls there's one spice girl that you will like more than the others i've got my complaint my complaint is that i'm not sure i buy the idea that when ryan refuses they'll go well let's go save the bridge they would I'm be not better off sure. going back, wouldn't they? Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure they just go, okay, they we'll just... Because anyway, what's but... happened now is Private Ryan is, is bossing them all around. Mm-hmm. Who's got the power? It's Private Ryan. Yeah. Whereas earlier, Tom Hanks is like ripping a, ripping a kid out of someone's arms going, you will learn to follow orders. And also, he's saying, I want to stay with my men. He's the one doing all the crying near the end. Yeah, and he moving. did do a big cry. Now, at certain points, um, Ed Burns' character has like his knee in his back, so he can't put himself in harm's way. Yeah, but yeah, there's a there, there, there's a thing. You know I mean, he's not he, he's not seen as the fighting that he was supposed to. Is this anybody's best role ever? I'll go. Jeremy Davies is up him. He's fantastic in this. Andrew Scott's, I think, is, <laughs> the guy was amazing. Uh, Tom Sizemore <laughs> probably his best thing. What do you about, like this fucking hair, man? What about Tom Hanks? What's his best role been, do you think? Oh, that yeah, I'm torn with this <laughs> and Philadelphia. 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 I think the last thing... Was it Tom Hanks who was in the Elvis film? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the last Parker. thing I've seen him He was brilliant. He's good now. Because he was a yeah. villain. People seem to think he's bad because his accent's off. I'm like, I, don't I care. think I prefer him in League of Their Own better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with you. He shows more of, a, more of an arc. I, I think he's quite quite steady in this i don't think it's quite the arc nice girl isn't he he's the adult sort of thing yeah he's kind of like i I think it's an excellent job but yeah i don't think there's much of a no it's not an arc he's he's a good guy in day one he's a good guy when he dies yeah yeah um i mean there's easy ones like um what's his name uh adam Adam goldberg i mean of course it's his best thing you know what i mean giovanni rabisi well he's probably better in he's probably better in flipping avatar isn't he don't like Avatar, though. He's, he's, he's fine in Avatar. I do like him in this, so I warm to him in this. It's hard, though. I mean, Vin Diesel's better in other things, but Vin Diesel's very good in this. But as far as who's is their best thing, Tom Sizemore. Not Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting. All day long, All Goodwill day Hunting. All day long, yeah. yes. We'll, All day we'll do long. George hasn't seen it. We'll, we'll, we'll see Goodwill Hunting one day. Oh, There's so many films that you haven't done yet. That you should do. I was actually going through. It's funny you say that. I was going through just for fun the other day, my flick chart. And a flick chart's, if you haven't done flick chart, 
sign up for flip chart it's bloody amazing <laughs> um you get to like list your favorite films and it pairs them against and you gotta choose which film's better this film or this film and you go oh this film and it creates a list for you mm-hmm. and i went through my top 60 and we haven't done eight eight or nine of my top 10 like oh, wow that's like, a lot. sorry no sorry apologies eight or nine of my top 20 oh okay I was going to say uh, eight, no, about no, nineteen of my top forty and twenty thirty of my top sixty. Okay, so about so. half the films I really rate really really high. We haven't touched yet, so I'm mm. like, oh, there's so much Ooh. stuff that's still up for grabs. Mm. That's the benefit of this pod where we were talking about when the Disney one came in so strong so early. I was like, hang on, like the Disney one will run out pretty quickly, but best film ever will go forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as we want it to go, because the list of the list of great films never. I mean. You know, Top Gun Maverick is definitely a film we need to do. We need to see it or skip it. We need we need, we need to do a proper review of it at Absolutely. some point. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So as much as there are new films that get released, I mean, Banshees of Inisherin could be done. Bobby. You know what I mean? Um, well, Barbie, Barbie will be a see it or skip it, and then it'll be at some point, I imagine, a proper review. So like, there, there's options available to us, which is why I, li- I love what we do. On a side note, we've hit 100,000. Woo! Woo indeed. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I am so very thankful for each of you who have kind of gone on this sort of ride with us. It's been a roller coaster, um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like from me pitching to Liam, I've got an idea. I'm very sheepishly going, feeling like a complete nerd. Going, <laughs> we were in the cinema. Going, going, films aren't going. Nerdy. Will you do a pod? No, but the thing is, will you do a podcast with me? I'm going <laughs> like this is the nerdiest thing I've ever asked somebody. For him to go, yes. So if I don't tell you guys I love you enough, I apologize for that because this has been an absolutely wild ride over three years. Hey, dude, a hundred thousand downloads, like, romance. like, like podcasts don't do this, dude. They we, really don't. We went, we went, we went to Mamma Mia. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> I was telling the story. On, I was telling the story just the other day. Mamma Mia two. Oh, that's not as good here. As we go again. Mamma Mia Boogaloo. And he we're sitting about, there. He tells about. Okay, so great, great. Okay, so we're sitting there. <laughs> And it's like, I've got one of those, like, buy one, get one free car insurance deals. Yeah. And if you're not in the U- UK, uh, if you sign up with this one in- car insurance the dealer. Meerkat the Meerkat one. Yeah, Meerkat you get buy, You can choose to do buy one, get one free movies for a year. So I chose to do that. And so Liam and I went on a Tuesday to go see this film. And I made the mistake of going, and it was oh, nothing but sequels. Nothing but sequels. Yeah, for that. It I said, Liam, what do you want to see? And I regret it the minute <laughs> I said it. Because I knew what he was going to pick. He picked Mamma Mia, here we go again. I go, okay. And we look around the theater, and I go, dude, just so you're aware, we are like the only two guys. There's like six guys in here total. We're the only two guys sat together. You probably together. like a couple. So people are going to think yeah. we're a couple. Oh, I said, yeah. I said there ain't nothing wrong with that, except for the fact that it's incorrect, but they will think we're a couple. And Liam is Liam is. Liam's so likable. He starts a conversation with these two girls beside us, and these two girls go, they're trying to suss us out, going, Oh, <laughs> you don't often see two guys together watching oh. Mamma Mia. And Liam goes, we do musical theater together. And I'm like, I know you think you're helping. You're really not. <laughs> <laughs> I think wrong if you were a couple, but like, that's just so funny because you're not. <laughs> and I was sitting there because I'm aware. Like, I have students who go here. I'm a student. You're going to think oh. I'm, I'm in a relationship. That's fine. I said, they're wrong, but they're, but they're fine. It doesn't really bother me. Well, I hadn't even conned on to that, had I? No. You know? It's just the connotations of two guys that do musical theater. Yeah. I'm sorry, but not, two guys not, not who, who, who go and see Mamma Mia. You know what I mean? Like there, you would probably go. If I see two guys together in this film, I probably assume they're in a relationship. There's, there's a TV I'm, series there. 
Two straight guys go to the cinema. <laughs> it's not even like you're seeing the first Mamma Mia. You're seeing Mamma Mia 2. <laughs> you love the first Mamma Mia so much. You need to see it again. Have, uh, I, have we done Grumbles? Have I done my Grumble? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What's my Grumble? <laughs> I don't remember it now. <laughs> Your grumble was... Um, <laughs> oh, shit, I can't remember. I don't know. I can't remember either. What did you grumble I don't know. Oh, I think you th- started I say, the story. I, I think the basis was, it feels long, but I don't know what I cut. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It feels that was long, it. but I don't know what Mama I cut. Mia. So where do you go from here? Why are we I talking don't know. You, you don't know what to cut out. I don't know yeah. how we got on to Mamma Mia. Okay. So oh, best roll ever. We Mama got as far Mia. as there it goes. So I think <laughs> I'm hitting this button here. And it's age game, age game. Let's all play, play the, the age, age game. game. Uh, Ethan, what do we got today? Andrew Scott. I've willed it down to five because I knew we we're going to be <laughs> running late and there's so many people. Andrew but Scott better not five. be one. Five. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Andrew Scott. Uh, so first we have Tom Hanks. Okay, I'll go oh. first on this one. Uh, I will say Tom Hanks is, it's really hard having just had a birthday today because I'm going to be forever going Oh, I think he's younger than me, or older than me, and the answer is to be no, he's not. Um, I will go Tom Hanks is 38. 36. 45. 41. Georgia is bang on the money. He is 41. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Then we have Mr. Ryan himself, Matt Damon. Matt, did you go first? 24. Oh, good call. 23, then. Georgia. 26. Uh, Ethan, oh, wait, Ethan can't go. Ethan. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go 27. He is 27. Oh, hey! well done. Uh, then we have Giovanni Rabisi. Which one was he again? He's Wade. Uh, Wade, the, the oh. medic. Oh, okay, the medic. Oh, gosh. I was fixing it. 26. Mm, 20, 30. I, I can't remember his face, but I know you He's said, the that medic. said that they He's were Frank older, Jr. Jr. 32. What do we have? 26, 30, 32? Mm-hmm. 28. Liam gets it. He's 23. <gasps> Shut up, really? Whoa. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I had to double check that. Steven Spielberg film at 23. Good That's on him. Nuts, isn't it? It's good on him. I'd love to do a Steven Spielberg. Uh, then we I'm have Tom Sizemore. Yeah, I've got no hope. Tom Sizemore. <laughs> I'm 23 in two weeks. <laughs> Shut up, are you really? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Are you that young, Ethan? No, I'm a 2000s he, child. I thought he was 21, oh. so he's older than I thought he was. Uh, <laughs> not Tom Sizemore, though. Tom Sizemore, Georgia, your first up. Which one's Tom Sizemore? He's the best friend. Second he's the guy who pulls the gun. Oh, I think he's a bit older. I'm going to go 38. Oh, you sound a little bit, little bit West Country there. Oh, he's gonna go. I'm not gonna lie, the prosecco has made me sad. I'll go. I'm sorry about that. I don't know. I'll, I'll go drink it. I'll go forty. You mixed it with some. I'm high, but I'll go forty. Um, I'll go thirty-nine. I'll go oh. thirty-seven then, because <laughs> I want to go thirty-eight, but thirty-seven. Georgia, did you say thirty-eight? Yeah. Okay, so Liam's the closest because he's 36. That's a misdirect. That's what that is. <laughs> Did you say this? Oh, well, you're I wrong. Just said <laughs> I'm sad. Can <laughs> 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 I give you a hint? No, no, no. You're so you're wrong. Sad. <laughs> and you're wrong, bitch. <laughs> What's up next? Don't get on a bad side. Don't get on a bad Finally, side. we have Adam Goldberg. 
Fish. Uh, my first? I think I'm first on. Was I first Eddie. on the first one? You were first on the first yeah. one. Yeah, that means we've done be five, so I'm first on this one too. Um, 34. Is he the one who gets the knife in him? Yes. Yeah. Oh, 35. Oh, that's a good call. 32. 36. Oh, Liam gets like he's 27. Shut up! I know. How old was he? He's been a baby on Friends. Helmets on and dirt on their face. (laughs) That's true. That's true. It's really hard hard. to to judge. So I wouldn't like the first one and nothing else. I didn't win any. Yeah, so. our winner is Liam with three, and then wow. Georgia and Ian are tied with one. There's each. four of us here. Well done, you. Three of five? Come Good on. job. I guess two in a row you got. Yeah. 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 I think Last week, week, for the record, well. I got two right on the button. <laughs> and I was one year off on one. <laughs> I was. I did really well last week and still lost. Um, let's do this next. Hey, Liam. Uh, the, the critics. The critics. Georgia, what do we got for the critics? I forgot that was up next. Hang on. Give me two seconds. That's all fine. So as you go through that, I will bring up the Saving Private Ryan. Uh, we'll go through the usual metrics of IMDb and uh, Rotten Tomatoes. 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. So that's pe- regular people just voting for whatever. 94%. Who's looking at this and going, it's a bad movie? I know. Like, I judge those 6%. I, I really do. I do. I saw a review on Letterboxd that gave it half a star because they went, I hated the check scene and that ruined Wait, it's not even a me. scene. It's a moment. It's I know. Moment. Yeah. Well, it's the same people going, I hate Oppenheimer because they didn't show whatever I'm like <laughs> I did it I found them yeah what do you got uh, Gene Siskel from the Chicago Tribune who says saving Private Ryan, Private Ryan accomplishes something I had been taught was most difficult making an action filmed anti-war film or at least one that doesn't in some way glorify or lie about combat I think it's, yeah I agree with Siskel I don't think it's mm. anti-war no I just think it doesn't glorify combat no 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 yeah uh, then got John- good for Georgia for after, you know, Tribune. She's not saying Tribune. She's not saying something I'm getting else. there. You are? Uh, Jonathan Rosenbaum from the Chicago Reader says, it has a few oh, pretty Chicago. good action moments, a lot of spilled guts, a few moments of drama that don't seem phony or hollow, some fairly sta- strained period ambience, and a bit of sentimental morphing that reminds me of Forrest Gump. He wow. He's not a fan. That was his bad review? That's a bad review. It's pretty good as far as bad reviews. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so we had, I was listening to we had Gene Siskel from the Chicago Tribune. We had what's his name from the Chicago blah, blah, reader. reader. And now we'll have our good friend Roger Ebert. Ebs from the Chicago Sun Times, who says Saving Private Ryan is a powerful experience. I'm sure a lot of people will weep during it. Spielberg knows how to make audiences weep better than any director since Chaplin in City Lights. Wow. But weeping is an incomplete response, letting the audience off the hook. The film embodies ideas. After the immediate experience begins to fade, the implications remain and grow. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Good shout. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, Let's talk about our critics. I put out a fleece, as I'm known to do and said is this a good film great film or k film or poor film i think i said it was at 94 percent uh on rotten tomatoes gave it a uh positive review 66 mm-hmm. call this a great film 26 percent call it a good film so that's 92 percent if you add those up nine percent call it an okay film zero percent call it a poor film exactly very, have we ever had a zero percent if it, if we have it's been a while so yeah uh, re- remarkable how positive that is. Uh, let's take a look at what our friends of the podcast had to say. Georgia? 
Oh, we got one from Shy Burger Freund. Hey! hey! First in the pool. Straight last in. in the pool, first in the review here. Yeah. It says, phenomenal film. It has so many rewatchable scenes and set pieces. The opening scene is just so good and well made. Until that point, I have not seen anything like it on film. And other than a few examples, probably not seen anything <laughs> like it since. The cast was amazing as well. Tom Hanks showing off his range once more. And even Vin Diesel, before he became Vin Diesel, was good in it. I loved the Ted Danson cameo. I agree with the, the Vin Diesel before he became Vin Diesel, Barb. You even I had guess. hair in there. <laughs> yeah, not in the back of his head, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you, Shy. Yeah, and thank then you. We have also got one from Richard. Hey, hey Richard. our resident curmudgeon. He says, pretty good from what I remember, <laughs> especially the battle scenes. Would be better if they got rid of the fucking cheesy framing devi- device scenes. Caveat, not seen this like since the year 2000. I wonder what he means by cheesy framing device scenes. A framing I'm guessing device. The, the opening, but. I wouldn't really call oh, that maybe, cheesy. Maybe, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. call that cheesy, but no, more just like cheesy. it's not got a fish on a bike, so it's no. not Richard's cheesy. a bit Richard's a bit anti heartstrings, so mm. we'll was see. that was it like a common thing to have those kind of framing devices in like the early two thousands? Oh, it, it might be a product of its well, time it, became like boring. It was in the sense of we talked about a league of their own and the uh, the need of that scene to ground us into the story and go back in time. I like maybe. that. I yeah. like that. I do like it, but I am a, I'm, I'm, I'm someone who considers this to be the greatest era for films ever made. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, ser- the, the time between 93 and 98, I think, are phenomenal. So, yeah. Hey, Bells? No. That's it? Okay, two people. Just two. Wow. Saving Private Ryan. Just two people. I thought Julian would have chipped in. Yeah. I did, I did, I did. A terror. Yep. So let's take a look at the fledgling fandom. Uh, I got sequel pitch who says, holds a flame to guide so many war movies since. Seeing real character jeopardy and humanizing depth rather than glorifying gunfights. Yes, it has been done before, but it's not hit such a wide-reaching emotional note like Spielberg achieved. To which point I said, well said. Mm. And they said, looking forward to the episode. So I hope you've enjoyed this. David from Scriptical says, I'll be interested to hear what you all say. This is an epic movie, but it can drag on for some. I really love it. Stu World Order says, arguably the most brilliantly technically made film ever. Oh, personal one for you, Liam. Lestat. Hey, buddy. Says, a master class of simple but effective storytelling. Sir gives a damn, also known as Mr. Mikey Wood, but we call him Fred. That's right. Says, saw my grandfather and his friend, Pete, who were both at Omaha Beach. That was an experience. The conversation afterwards was one of the most interesting conversations I ever had with my grandfather, who wasn't really much of a conversationalist. Thanks for sharing that. That's really interesting. Thank you. And then finally, AJ says, just finished watching Safe and Private Ryan for the first time. What an amazing movie. 1998 was not a huge movie-watching year, as we had a premature baby, now a healthy, happy adult. And we're obviously preoccupied. I don't want to hog the feedback. But wow. Thanks for sharing, AJ. That's yeah. a very personal story. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, all that's left for us to do now is go, what did we all think of this? What did we all think of this? So um, let's go ahead and tackle. Oh, I have one final credit. Click on I apologize. Many veterans of D-Day congratulated director Steven Spielberg on the film's authenticity, as did James Doohan, who is best known for playing... 
Oh, he's in James. Is he the the guy who um, was in um, uh, not Harry Potter, the um, Lord of the Rings? No, oh. who is best known for playing Scotty in Star Trek? Oh, the original Scotty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Doohan lost the middle finger of his right hand and was wounded in the leg during the war. Also, he participated in the invasion of Normandy on June 6, 1944, where the 3rd Canadian Infantry Division led the attack. He commended Spielberg on not leaving out any gory details. Wow. If you like this film episode, you'll like... I mean, we did a, a, a real roundtable on Tom Hanks called Hanks and the Memories. Mm. That would be one to go check out. Oh, yeah, definitely his other, other performances. Um... We've not ever really a gritty film, uh, gritty war movies yet. No, we ain't done Hacksaw Ridge or anything, are we? we no, done, nothing like that. We need to do Schindler's we List. We do need to do Schindler's List. Every week. Well, you, I well, look forward to having week. you with us when we do Schindler's List because it's going to be a long episode, a long movie with a lot of sad stuff. Oh, did you guys know Tom Sizemore has died? Yes, I did know Tom Sizemore. Has oh, died. I only just found this out. Oh, when? March uh, uh, this year. March, March 3rd of March 2023. Yeah. Oh. Mm. He's passed on. I don't know if any of the stuff we talked about had an impact on it. Mm. But did he, did he get buried with that fucking hair, man? <laughs> that's, on his, that's on his grave stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Love him. Love him. So uh, there's that. Uh, now it's time for our ratings. Our ratings. Where are we going with the ratings? Uh, let's start off with Megs. Well, as I said earlier, I don't usually like war films. I usually zone out of them. I don't choose to watch them unless they're really like emotional ones. I say like Schindler's List or there's a really good film called Down. I think it's called Downfall. And it's in German with subtitles. Is it? Is it? Go, is it Goebbels? Which one? The Goebbels. Yeah. Goebbels. Yeah. Um, there's a scene in that of his family in the bunker just before they're about to get sort of um, Hitler's about to get captured, or I can't remember what was happening. And he does something with his family, and it's so emotional. So I usually get caught in the emotional side of war films, um, but I did actually surprisingly like this one. Uh, I think it probably helped that, as, as I said before, I was watching with my dad, so maybe I had some extra emotions because of that. And I just like how it wasn't glorifying the war and it was realistic and you could just imagine the horrors that these poor men yeah. were going through. And it was just potluck on the day. And it, it, just, it does seem like that. You were just lucky if you managed to dodge a bullet because... They were everywhere. Machine and guns. And you're losing your friends. You, exactly. You're losing people it, beside it you. You can't do anything. They're screaming traumatic. for you. Yeah, how do you And you can't that? help but think about how you would be feeling in that situation. So I'll give it 8.5 sticky bombs. Wow, 8.5 sticky bombs out of 10. Liam? I don't know how this movie passed me. You know what the last time you said this was? About two hours ago. No, last time before this week when he said this was. Oh. <laughs> you... That's a long time ago. Where was, uh... but it passed me by as well. I've only seen it this the week. The last so... time you said this was Princess Bride. Princess Bride, yeah. it was. Yeah. Yes. So it's remarkable to hear you say that now, but yeah, you it's, it's a I'd thing where you watch. go, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this passed me, only because, I don't know if that was because there was a lot of hype around it at the time, and I was, I was one of these people who didn't really get into anything that had too much hype. Um, and I thought three hours, you know, do I want to see people getting killed on the beach? Oh, I'm not sure. But doing this podcast, we do watch a lot of movies that I haven't seen. And the opening sequence is just phenomenal how 
the the camera work works, um, the people around them, how to orchestrate those all those people yep. in one go and to make it look believable and to act is just phenomenal. Um, there's a lot of characters in there that I really like. Um, I thought the film's pacing was pretty good in this. Um, the the set designs were brilliant. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, especially that bit at the end with the bridge and the, half the buildings and yeah, oh, it's fucking amazing. I can't even imagine. Let's make that out of nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I think I very quickly went. Oh, it's what's left from the war. Yeah, there was no war. They no. created this. Yeah. They, they created. I that. need to know where that was filmed because I, I I was Incredible. shocked. Um, they shot the um, Normandy beach sort of section in Ireland, but then they did move into France proper. So I imagine it was that. Mm. Yeah. I really liked this film. I got emotional. I got angry. I got. Um, Every emotion you could think of, I went through. I cried at the end. Um, and I was, the bit I got angry about was, was Upham not going up the stairs and saving his mate. I got so angry. Yep. And I couldn't understand. I couldn't justify why he stayed there. I know, right? But I'm thinking of myself, aren't I? I'm thinking, of sure. how would I probably... Put yourself in the movie again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then having that guilt that, you know, you've, you've, you've just let your friend die. Sure. Um, so all these things. And so with that, I judge a lot of things on Back to the Future. Hey, that's my line. Right. I do, because you said to me, you know, is it better than Back to the Future? Is that it, is, is it, my go-to. Yeah, you're right. This, right. I have been debating about this number for a long while today, and my girlfriend actually put it into perspective. She said... Is it better than three billboards? Oh. And I went, not as good as How high do you rank three billboards? What's the number? Oh, ten. Okay. So in my head, I was going to go between nine and a half or ten on this film. Wow. Because I really did like this film. So with that, I'm going to give it nine and a half. Wow. Dog tags out of ten. I really liked it. I just realized I got to do a out of 10 plus my end line. <laughs> I have nothing else of right now. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. I, think I, I think I started that, didn't I? <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Nine and a half. That's, that's high praise. I really liked it. I number of Liam films great. that have gone that high are, are quite low. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't just throw that out there. Normally, no. You know? No. But yeah. She put it in perspective for me, my girlfriend. So good on Yeah. Can we say her name? Yeah, Felicity. Hey, Felicity, how are you? Yeah. She wished me happy birthday. God bless she her. She did me yeah. too. She's good time. peeps, man. No, she I really read. And she listens to our podcast. Does she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even more so. <laughs> Much love. Ethan. Um, I, I was sat in silence at the end of this film, and usually for me that means it's bloody good. Um, I watched this last night. It's been well over 24 hours since I would have finished it. And I am sorry, my dog's sitting on my keyboard. Um, I haven't stopped thinking about it since. And it struck a chord with me where, like, not many films have, especially this year. But I've had a number in my head for the last 24 hours. And I kept going, am I being too crazy? Am I being too generous? Whoa! I'm not. And I learned from my mistake last time when I said something is a perfect film. <laughs> I am I'm I'm this is I think my third 10 I'm ever giving. I'm giving this 
10 Betty Boops out of 10. Wow. I, I was floored by this film. I, I nearly watched this when I was 15, and I'm so glad I didn't, because I would not have appreciated it the same way that I did last, like when I watched it last night. This is, a, this is a stunning film. I didn't have you on that high. Wow. Yeah. Tens are, you know, I like the tens are rarities. I like that we're not mm. just throwing out tens willy-nilly. So when Ethan says ten, I, I take hey, that as meaning something. I, I had ten in my head. You did, you did. I had ten in you my didn't. head until Felicity... Uh, <laughs> the question now is... Put me put me straight. Does George have ten in her head? Let's find out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, I, just, I, I cannot deny that this is a good film. This is a good film. But I don't like it. Oh, wow, okay. Like, as war films go, it's good. And I watched it. Mm. And I didn't... I, <laughs> I was good, it. and I watched it. <laughs> and I mean, that is in, like... I, I, I don't like war films. The first half, I maybe paused every ten minutes, because I was going, oh, for fuck's sake, what Really? Films. The second half, I watched pretty much in one fell swoop. The second half, much better than the first half. But I just... Oh, it's a war film. War films make me sad and mad and angry. And I know they're supposed to, to a certain extent, but I go, I just then go, oh, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to spend three hours of my life watching something that's going to make me sad and mad and angry. That's why I saw Barbie and not Oppenheimer. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and then I cried anyway. But see both. Yeah. It's just, oh, it, but it is good. It's very, very good. Even if there are a couple of times where I kind of went, eh. Um, um, I'm going to give it... Liam's trying to predict my guess to Megan <laughs> and putting me off in the process. Sorry. Um, I tried to hide it. Um, I was, I've was. i got the number, but now I've lost my tag. Uh, I can see you in the reflection. Ethan's the trying to give his prediction as well. There's a mirror. In the- <laughs> <laughs> She's going to go it's against not a mirror, it's just glass. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it eight. Wow. wow. Oh, higher than Ethan had you at six. I had you at six. Oh, yeah, did you really? Yeah, Liam had her at six as well. <laughs> no, because it is good. It, it is, is a good very film. good film. Yeah. Wow. It's a very, very, very mm. good film. I just don't like it. My and God. I can't be that mean unless it's train spotting because train spotting fucked me up. Oh, it's hard. I got between two numbers and they're within half point of each other, so it's not the end of the world. Liam's trying to guess what I'm going to give it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. I'll, I'll be very interested to hear what you say at the end of it. Um,. There is, oh, I like films. As we've said before, I like films that put me in the middle of a moral quandary. I do, where I can see what each character wants, both hero and villain, and decide where exactly we fall within that. And this film gives me that, and I enjoy that. Um, It helps when the cinematography is as tight as it is. It helps when the acting is as solid as it is. And the cast is as talented as an ensemble as it is. Mm. So I am going to give this, at the end of the day, nine sticky bombs that you need to throw rather than place on there. Liam predicted correctly. (laughs) And I even crossed it out so you can see it. Out of ten. (laughs) Yeah, nine, nine. Where else are you going to see Vin Diesel and Tom Hanks in the same I was torn between... Well, that was my thought process. (laughs) But I was torn between... I was torn between eight and a half and nine. And I went, there's a poignancy and an emotional weight to this that you don't have to do if you're back to the future, but you have to do if you're saving Barbara Ryan. You do. It's real life. If what happens... The question becomes, who's the voice of the people, Georgia? Where does the Patreon come in at? 
the Patreon comes in at eight and a half. Oh wow! So like, wow. ties Megan. Yeah. I, I knocked it down a few points just because I still can't believe they sent those soldiers out to find one man. This is going to be <laughs> very high. It's going to be very very high. Boom. Probably nine plus. Grand scheme wow. of things. Wow. Is it going to be Little Miss Sunshine? No. No. No, okay. no I won't be Will that. Not, won't let it. That, no, was, that was like three times like in a nine, night. That was like 9.75. Okay. Like, yeah. it's going to have yeah. to... The I film do, that I knocks off that high as well because I do yeah. love that film. Oh, it's a great yeah, film. It it? The it's film that knocks like off Little Miss Sunshine will have to be a special, special film. Mm. It's Barbie. Top Gun Maverick. It's Barbie. Oh, Top Gun Maverick's good. It won't be that. It won't. It's a war film. Won't buy it above an eight. Well, it's not really a war film. It's a war film. It's war adjacent. Georgia, did many people dress up for Barbie? Um, there was a few people in there that were wearing, people just mainly wear pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam, are you free Tuesday night? Chio's day. Chio's day. Uh, no, I've got rehearsal, haven't I? Are you at rehearsal? Are you needed? I'll have to ask Kev. Okay, double check. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask Kev. Talk more off, Mike. So we as always want to thank our friends of the podcast as Juline, Hermes, James Guzman, Lena Oberholzer, Anthony and Davies, Chris Peterson, Randall Silva, Dwayne Smith, Smith. the Yeatmeister, Reverend Bruce, Nate the Great, Andy Dixon, Holly Callen, Cheesy with a fish on a bike, our resident curmudgeon Richard, Ryan Kukets, the cool cat himself, and darkest friends call him Diggler, and of course... <laughs> Shy Burger Freund. Oh. If you're interested in how you can help shape He's the overall rating. <laughs> They're my favorite Marios. The overall rating of our one of our reviews. Go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. And what are we doing next week? Q Georgia. I can't says. really do it because you went and checked it on the big screen and I saw. Uh, well, I can at least give the review for it. I don't know it. what it is. I saw, should I film Megan? Film Megan. <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Filming me? We, we, we put up on the Patreon for someone's reaction to what we're doing. Am I going to be excited or not? I don't yeah, know. Well, we don't know. Been, okay. That's all part of the plan, though, isn't it? You know, you just don't know. Right. Are we good? Yeah. When Julie was last on the... Uh, oh, over four hours, bless you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank oh, you, man. everybody. Uh, <laughs> when we talked to Julie last time she was on the pod, mm. we spoke about those films that you love... Was this the MCU thing, even Bobby? No, she did the Boondock Saints. Yeah, we said oh. there's films that you love. I was not there, and there's films that are excellent, and those aren't always necessarily the same things. And I name dropped this film as my example of it, a film that I love, but it's not a great film. Well, maybe it is. We'll take a look next week and uh, see if it is. You're not selling this. I'm talking about <laughs> Carrie Elwes. I'm talking about John Stewart. I'm talking about a film that was directed by Mel Brooks. Talking oh. about the Robin Hood legend. Men in tights. Oh. Next week we're doing Robin Hood men oh. in we're tights. Men, 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 we're men, men in tights. Tight tights. Okay, okay. I do So we are doing that next week here on the BFE. I'm a happy little guy. Can we sing songs? We can absolutely sing songs. There you go. So that she has the chastity belt thing, and she has it's an it's an everlast. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of lines will be said. Whether or not it will line up, we don't know. But such is. So, oh, I suppose all that's left to do is wrap this one up. Hundred thousand downloads. That's the birthday equinox next week. Birthday, birthday.
Woo, woo, woo. Next oh, week, oh, oh. Can, all the medical show up can in can tights. Can everybody come wearing tights next week? <laughs> I have tights on this week. Oh, I don't know they about tights. Jeez, come on, really? Come on, it's yeah, men in come tights. on. One of your favorites. Come on. <laughs> this has got to happen. If someone directs me towards tights, I can buy. I'm not opposed to it. We will see. <laughs> Join the Patreon. See the picture of us in tights. That's all I have to say. Yeah, we get a picture of us in tights. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, are you up front? Of course you're up front. <laughs> <laughs> I have a skirt. I wear a skirt as well. Is for it, it Robin Hood semicolon oh. men in tights? Uh, we'll talk after. You've got donuts to eat as well. Not, Ian, so. I do. Have, I have donuts. I will eat. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thank you so again. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for the birthday celebration for the uh, hundred thousand for Safe and Private Ryan. Uh, again, thank you to everybody around the table for joining me on this crazy little adventure towards doing a pod that seems to have found an audience. Thank you to the audience thank for you, listening. Or, without thank you, you, we wouldn't still be going. That's true. <laughs> uh, we, we wouldn't be. We wouldn't no, be. If we hadn't found an audience, we wouldn't still be going. Far yeah. from it. Far from it. So thank you for that. I'm trying to stall until I think of a line from, from <laughs> Saving Private Ryan that connects in here and makes Something me about join letters. with it. That's not going to do it. Oh, I'm really help. struggling, but that's okay. <laughs> what was the um, line? Betty I, Boop. I have, yeah, what a dish. I got that already, but there's not, there's not enough in that. No. Oh, there we go. I got it. I'm okay. Oh, no. I'm oh, okay. No. I'm it's okay. never good when Ooh, Ian goes, <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> Seriously. So, please join us next week when we tackle the Mel Brooks helmed film, Robin Hood Men in Tight. For best film ever, I've been here. I've been Liam. I've been Ethan. I've been Megan. And I've been Georgia. And hey, what can we say? 100,000. We're now moving forward. You're in safe hands, unless, of course, you think that you're foobard. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop.